Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. The guy's just a douchebag. Yeah. Welcome to the show, the Pulp and Mech Show. Presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you for listening, everybody. We are live on a Monday night. Not far from the Lions Den in Las Vegas. Nevada, and we are coming at you tonight with Anaheim 1. Thank Jesus. We finally have some racing to talk about. It's been a long off season, but we, Anaheim 1 has come and gone, and there is a ton of stuff to talk about. We had uh, rookies winning. We had uh, day, the flashy jerseys. We had crying. We had jump starting gates. We had an incredible two-corner to go pass for the win. We had it all, and uh, we're going to talk about it tonight on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Nick Way is on. Mafia Motor Cruz, Nick Way, Ken Roxon, the winner, uh, Red Bull KTM's Ken Roxon, the winner of the of the main event, is going to be on. Geico Honda, Zach Osborne, with a third, he's going to be on, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, having a great show. Um, Tony Berluti, the uh, great, great mechanic, um, one of the best co-hosts we have. He's going to be a little bit late. He is uh, driving as we speak, coming up from California, but he will be on in a little bit. And of course, I'm Steve Mathis. And of course, this show is brought to you by BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Deep and Truck Bars, Freegun Underwear, Works Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, The Moto Company, and Optrix. The Moto Company has something to say to all of you guys tonight. Uh, check them out on themotocompany.com. If uh, you guys go there, they're going to give away a two-year subscription to Racer X. All you got to do is go to the motocompany.com site, register for a chance to win. The winner will be announced on the site January 31st. You need some new clothes, you need some cool uh, gear, uh, check out themotocompany.com, and uh, maybe you can win a subscription to Racer X magazine. I know a little bit about Racer X magazine. It's good, good, t- good times. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Steve Mathis, sitting in Berluti's chair for the first little bit and uh, hanging out here. He's uh, in town for uh, about a month or so. Is uh, ace photographer to the stars and uh, former Racer X Canada employee and uh, now freelance photographer, James Listenmore. What's up, Liz? Oh, not much. Like you said, just hanging out at your house this month. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much does your chick, who you're deeply involved with, hate you coming down here for a month? Uh, well, she was pretty mad at you at first, but, uh, I think she likes having some time away from me. Really? I feel, I feel, uh, I feel bad for stealing you, but I need you to work, bro. I need you to push that photo. I know, push that button. It's the easiest way to get it done. <laughs> exactly. Uh, taking your calls, handling things behind the scenes, producing everything, and, uh, generally holding it down in his second week as a full-time, uh, guy is, uh, our producer, Devin. Devin, what's up? Nothing much, man. Just another beautiful day. How you guys doing? Devin goes to Anaheim 1, Liz. Oh, does not tell me. Doesn't text me. Doesn't do anything. Seems like that's something you might bring up. I would think he'd be like, hey, Mathis, uh, I'm at Anaheim. Let's, let's, can we meet? Um, you know, anything. Nothing. Uh, Crickets. I do believe I told you last week. Yeah, but that's a whole six days ago. I don't remember that. Well, that's your fault, man. He didn't hit you up for tickets? No, he never did. No, no I didn't. Oh, no. I, Devin, I, I do my so, own thing. Devin Cruz down there, and uh, we're going to talk to him about it, get some uh, thoughts from him on Anaheim 1 as well. But uh, he's producing the show. He's handling everything, and uh, we're lucky to have him on, on this uh, on this night. Also, um, I don't know if you knew this, uh, Listen more, but uh, Fly Racing, 
They make more than gear helmets and casual wear. Really? Yeah, I they do. That. Fly produces a range of bike stands, loading ramps, tie downs, handlebars, grips, levers, and more. Visit flyracing.com to visit their whole range of hard parts. They are also come out with a sweet new Andrew Short uh, replica helmet in uh, three or four different colors, I believe. The Carbon F2 helmet, which Shorty wore this weekend to a harder ninth place. And uh, speaking of fly racing, Jason Thomas. Yes, sir. How are you? I am good. How's fly racing? Uh, yeah, it was a little just, nice little intro you gave us there. Just crushing it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We, that's what we do. <laughs> just, that's what we do. Um, uh, Liz Moore's in studio. Booty's going to be a little bit late. Um, we want to talk a little bit about Anaheim. Don't forget, everybody, you can get this on uh, iTunes. You can get it on uh, the Pulpamex app. You can listen live on the app. You can get the archives on Stitcher app. Lots of ways to get the show. We appreciate everything. Um, you guys coming on, the numbers from the first week were fantastic, and we are happy to uh, keep bringing you this moto goodness each and uh, every week. And um, by the way, today, January uh, 6th, my 10-year wedding anniversary, my wife, Angie Mathis, a.k.a. Pookie, being pretty cool, letting me do a show on 10-year anniversary. Less more. Well, I mean, that's why you married her, right? Right? Yeah. Can't believe she's let me do it. Ten years ago, JT, we stood on a sand in Newport Beach because I needed a green card, and a guy with a pierced tongue married us, and Don Maeda shot our photos. A guy with, wait, a guy with a pierced tongue? Yeah. I want to hear more about that. We, tried, we had to get married. You know, we got married pretty quick. We needed someone to, you know, marry us, and um, Steve Hudson said no. Supercross chappy. He said um, no. He said no, um, and I don't blame him. It was a little weird. Like, hey, what are you doing? Can you marry us, you know, in two days or whatever, three days? Maybe, oh, yeah. he, maybe he didn't think this thing was going to last. Unless... Well, I don't think he's a big fan of, like, weddings for a purpose, which he probably thought it was. No, you know? and, um, and also, too. I like, mean, ten years later, you're proving him wrong, but at the time, you yeah. know. Well, at oh, the time, he was right. And believe me, Pookie let him know when she was wasted at the banquet one year about how wrong he was. So, yeah, um, whatever. Um, but, no, I think he wanted us to, you know, you're supposed to take these classes before you get married. Has anybody heard about yeah. that? Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. Yeah, you take, a lot of people right. are, yeah, a lot of people require that. And a I lot think, of priests require that. So I think he wanted us to take these classes, but I'm like, hey, I gotta get to work. I can't take these classes. I gotta go. Um, so Randy Lawrence knew a guy who would marry us, and he had a pierced tongue. Was there any mention of this pierced tongue pre-wedding? No, 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 no mention of this. I imagine he had a lot of tattoos too. Although he was dressed nicely for the ceremony. How did the pierced tongue? Come up like I it saw out, it. No, was no, out the whole time. Yeah, I, I saw it. it I'm like, like Simmons? he's got a pierced tongue. It's weird. Really weird. Uh, Pookie, and he I, didn't take it out for the wedding. Mm-mm. Strange. And Pookie and I um, drove together to the beach in Newport. Got married. Don Maeda. Weddings don't seem like a pierced tongue kind of event. They don't. But this guy honeymoon, was, honeymoons maybe. <laughs> Not so much the wedding. This guy was down with it. Um, so, anyways, uh, Don Maeda shot our photos because we needed a guy to take some photos. And, uh, That's legit, though. I mean, he's a... Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, shit turned out good. And then Pookie went and gathered up the sand beneath our feet where we stood, and it's in a jar downstairs. Like Southwick. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, thanks to Pookie for letting me do the show. Ten-year anniversary. Fantastic. All right. God, where do we start with Anaheim 1? Um, let's just start where everybody wants to start with. The crying. Um, uh, by far a big topic on Twitter and the message boards and at the race itself. Where do we stand on Michael? First of all, we stand that Michael Leslie winning the heat race was fantastic. He, he got the start of a lifetime. And here's the thing. I was so blown away by Mike's start in the heat race. 
But then when he hit the gate in the main, that took the luster off the heat race start, JT, because now I started thinking, wait a minute, he's just purely guessing. Purely guessing. What if 20 guys purely guessed, right? Yeah, he doesn't always do that. I, no, I no, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. But No, like, I, and that's what I don't get. Um, and I, I talked to Bernard about this quite a bit after is just, uh, Alessi's consistently one of the best, if not the best, starter anyone's ever seen, correct? Yes, correct. Why would you not rely on that? You know, what, rely on your, just like a, you know, somebody in the military, rely on your training. Do, you know, right. do what you practice doing. Don't, let me, let me you know, get over. Right. The, well, the upside is you're going to get, you know, a whole shot like you did in the heat race. But most likely, if you just do what you do, you're going to come out in the top three to top five just because of how good he is at it. So why would you not? You know, the, the downside is you hit the gate in your last. Um, but most likely you're going to be top three, top five. I just don't understand the gamble so much. I, the risk reward's just not there for me. But, like, what he did wasn't hard. What's hard is pulling the whole shot legitimately against the field. What he did is not hard. JT, you could have done that any one of your races. And you probably would have uh, pulled some massive. Yeah, I mean, runs. obviously the timing has to be precise. No, he's just guessing. He's just guessing. I understand, but you have to – I mean, it's not – like the, it's a one second window, and there's no, you know, between, between top five and ten. You're gonna get if you do it thirty times, you'll hit the gate ten. You'll get it twice, and then the other times maybe you won't hit the gate. Like I understand, but the first heat race of the year, he nails it. Like that's pretty good odds. I just feel like, like I feel like again, anyone can do that. And I was so I, blown I away by. I, I was I, so. I don't bl- think so. Sure, anyone can go. Okay, I'm just gonna go like. You know, yeah, but what are the odds that you're going to nail it perfectly? Oh, not good. No, not good. But it's still a guess. I mean, it's, anyone could try. I know. That's what I'm saying. What if everyone did try? Oh, it would be it would be a cloud a shit show. show. Right. It would it'd just be, be a shit show. Right. It would be, it'd be hilarious. So. Oh, it would be a comedy of errors. There would be people flipping over the gate. You know, Jeff Glass would get, get up and kick the doghouse. <laughs> right. So. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the thing that's, you know, I just I didn't understand why. And, and I, I know Burner, after the heat race, begged him, literally said he was begging him not to try it again. Really? And he still did it. Please don't do it. See? Yeah, Burner, so I don't know if Tony hot-wired the car or what. Burner, I know Burner had the keys Burner, and he was in yeah, the stands, right. but I'm, I'm thinking Tony may have hot-wired it. I just, uh, all right, so enough about that. I was so blown away by it on the heat. But then when he did it in the main, I'm like, Jesus. Like, that's just, you know, you're just guessing. That takes no skill. You're guessing. But don't, I mean, would you expect anything different, though, from this program? Honestly. No, we went to Burst. The crying, the, the whole shot, the, ma- the biggest whole shot we've probably ever seen at a Supercross. Then the, you know, complete opposite, smashing yourself into the gate. They, they're it's the, just so they, on par. They are the gift that keeps on giving. It is. It's really. It is. It is a talent for making headlines, which is not always a bad thing. No. Okay. So he wins the heat race in a great ride. Um, um, congratulations to him. Uh, and by the way, if you wear X brand, you will win. That was proven correct. That was proven uh, correct. What happened in all the other races? I'm just saying. I was one for one early on in the season. I was one for one. Yes, I disregarded your text immediately. <laughs> um, but so. Now, Mike was really emotional on the podium, really emotional. And, and, and there was this – lots of us were going, what's going – how do we feel about that? Like, I, I don't know 
I mean, we can't tell someone how they feel. You know what I mean? Uh, how their emotions are is how their emotions are, and that's what it is. Mike, Mike certainly wasn't faking anything. He wasn't doing it to, to get sympathy or anything. So those are real, and I have a hard time, like, I don't want to say laughing, but I have a hard time discounting real emotion. But Jesus, that seemed like a little bit of a, little bit of a lot of emotion for uh, six laps. Yeah, it's just like I was saying before. It's just kind of you, you come to expect the unexpected from that program. And I, I, I'm friends with those guys. I like those guys. But at the same time, you just know what you're getting. Anything that you wouldn't expect, you might, you know, you're fooling yourself if you don't yeah. think that it's coming. So. I mean, he couldn't even control himself. No, the, the funny thing was is that he, on the television broadcast, he was crying. Then you, he regroups, and you think, okay, you know, I'm fine, I'm fine. Then he gets on the PA on the live TV, and then he does it again. You're just like, oh, man, you know, somebody, I mean, somebody I, help him I, out. You know, like I, I tweeted about, like, he's got – I think that shows anything, maybe the amount of pressure he feels. I don't know. I mean, I would cry after Washugal. He, he beat Ryan Dungey in a 30-plus-2. I, I think that's a, a, a crying moment. Oh, well, he definitely made a scene. I'm, I'm, you know, we had – Right. Uh, Call Me Maybe songs made of it, and, right, and it was right, not right, like right. there was no nothing to be said for it. Um, yeah, I, you know, emotion, emotion's a funny thing. It's not something I'm sure he expected himself. Um, I, I don't know. I, I personally loved it just because I was purely entertained. But uh, no, but you're you're loving it for the wrong reasons. I well, mean, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, mean pure I entertainment know. factor for me, you know. God, listen, it was off the chart. Listen, more. you were standing five feet away, taking photos along with a lot of other people. What'd you think? I mean, yeah. were you like, "What's going on?" Yeah, well, it just were it you did, like, "Did somebody kick him in the nuts?" It just didn't stop. Like he would kind of look, he was pulling it together, and then he'd start crying again. Like it was right. just, it was just right. really weird. I mean, it was weird, but it was Alessi, so you weren't that shocked. You were just like, "It's Alessi." Yeah, like what's what could they do to shock you, JT? I don't know. It, <sighs> That's why, like I said, you, you've come to expect the unexpected when it comes to those guys. And, and the funny thing is, is I know you've talked to them many times, and most of the time it's very, very normal. The conversations are normal. The interaction is normal. There's nothing strange. And you start to get lulled to sleep a little bit. You do. You do. Yeah, you start thinking, oh, yeah, they, you know, they like kind of turn the corner. Uh, they've, you know, everything's kind of on the straight and narrow now. And then you, not that it was a bad thing. It's not like he did anything wrong by crying, but it's just one of those things where you couldn't, you couldn't see anyone else doing that. It's, but Michael like, it's like Siegfried and Roy and their pet tiger. Yes. They're like, we got everything fine for you. Everything's cool. And all of a sudden your neck is ripped out. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, look good again. Great for Mike. I'm not as high on the whole shot. As I was now, after seeing the, the the main event, like, come on, dude, you guessed it, you got it, good for you. Please don't do it again. And let's not forget, two years ago at Bercy, he was doing it so much that the riders were like, "Stop it!" They all got together and they told him to stop it. Oh yeah, I don't know if you remember me complaining about it at Stuttgart a few yes, years no, ago. No, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, he was doing it incredibly bad. I mean, but he had it dialed. Like that was the most frustrating part. Is that? He was doing it and getting away with it, and I seriously thought about paying the the gate guy like a hundred euros to just completely change it up, yeah. similar to what happened in the main event. Because I think he only does it when he has it figured out. Like the guy's really, really consistent with it, and I think that had been happening in Supercross. 
No, but uh, but I know it was the first race. That's but what I'm saying, yeah, okay. All right. From what he said, it had been pretty consistent over the last few years or whatever that they were going on a certain number. So he just was like, "I'm going for it." I'm not going to name any names, but there's a guy named Swizzcore that is completely on the side that the crying was was awesome and a great show of emotion, and there was nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with no, it. No, but I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I think you got to look at it with one eye closed. Like, eh. Like, well, what's more oh, it, it definitely made me uncomfortable. Thank you. What's yeah, I, I couldn't really watch. Like, it's one of those things where it had nothing to do with me, but I was still embarrassed right. type deal, and I kind of wanted to change the channel. Um, but I couldn't because <laughs> it was live. It was, it was just right. weird. Yeah. All right. Let's move. Oh, what's more shocking, though, Mike crying after a win or Mike winning a Supercross heat race? Like, regardless hey, he of rode great. Yeah. He rode great. He got caught I mean? by Villapoto. Villapoto made a couple of mistakes, but he still rode great. Yeah, like he he was, yeah the crying, was, the crying was much more shocking to me. The crying was more shocking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't expect him to win a heat race, but you know the guy's starting, starting ability, history, and – it's he's won. I mean, he's won nationals. He's been in the top three in points in outdoor series. The guy's a you know proven competitor. So a heat race win in six is not that shocking. If it was a twenty lap main event, yeah, maybe yeah. we're you know yeah. a different story. But yeah. no, he's a great rider. Yeah. The crying was unprecedented. Yeah. But but he's whole shot. Like he has to have whole shot a lot of heat races though. Oh yeah, without a yeah. doubt. Yeah. That, that was never, my whole thing. Is he doesn't need to guess. No, he doesn't need to guess exactly. And yeah. all right, well, let's let's move on. We got a lot to talk about. Tony Blue is coming on. Nick Way is coming on. Alden Baker coming on as well. I think I forgot him in the intro. Uh, trainer to the stars, Alden Baker, uh, Ken Roxon, and of course Zach Osborne. All on the Pulp and Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com. And uh, Jason Thomas is on the line right now. Don't forget, we're going to have the NFAB question of the day coming up. Uh, NFAB uh, proud sponsor, associate sponsor of JGR Yamaha. Tweet at tits 2.0, sponsored by btosports.com. Devin has let it known be known that now on his second week, he is now demanding to not be called tits 2.0. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Well, you agreed to it at first. I was fine with tweet at tits. Okay. It's a great name. Um, I agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, X-Brand goggles, tear-offs. We're going to come up with that. we got questions for Balut, JT, and myself. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. Proven once again in Anaheim. And uh, race tech emails, race tech suspension, uh, suspension of choice for privateers. JT, a lot of phone calls. Let's get to some. Um, this guy wants to talk about Nick Schmidt. You want to talk about Nick Schmidt? Steve, what's up, man? It's O'Rourke, Steve. How are you? Oh, O'Rourke. Oh, Devin, already. Already. Brewing up, second show. Yeah, you know what? Second show, he's already demanding call names and screwing up the phone order. Sorry, man. You hopped on to O'Rourke before it I says, could get to It says chance. Steve on one. Want to talk, Steve? He's on one. All right. Well, Steve left apparently. Uh, O'Rourke, what's up, man? Hey, uh, I noticed on your uh, uh, pre-race uh, podcast you were talking about Chad Reed's goggles. Yeah. Is he changed brands? I noticed he he put a picture up of some different sunglasses the other day, so I'm assuming there's something going on there. He's uh, Chad Reed did not get a. Go- we were going to deal with this on uh, the tweet at tits uh, segment, but let's talk about it now, because JT knows all about it. Chattery did not get a goggle offer, salary wise, from any goggle company that he deemed. No, that's that's not true. No, no, that he deemed worthy enough. Right. Okay. That he deemed worthy enough, so he is going to um, uh, run a uh, another brand or a brand of goggles he's familiar with that may or may not have an animal head on them. It is blacked out. He didn't have them on his neck for the podium, 
And those sunglasses, JT, what, who's, who's are those? What, what? Uh, I, I know that Fox is a part of that deal. They're part Foxes. of that company? Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's all kind of in the same family from what right. I've gathered. I talked to Chad about it, and he said that uh, uh, if, he, if he gets a deal, O'Rourke, he'll start wearing another, you know, if he, if he likes the product and he gets the money he wants, he will start uh, wearing another goggle. Um, but uh, for now, he just uh, surely, surely he said, if you don't have X brains, you won't win. Chad may or may not have some X brands at his house, and he may or may not have ridden with them. I really think that Very this good. is just another case of Chad betting on himself. Yep, that he's going to come out, get on the podium, just like he did, right, and right, do right. better, and then someone's going to step up to the plate. O'Rourke, um, I believe you. I believe you're right, JT. I think though, if you're, I mean, I guess. Chad doesn't want to talk about the brand of glass of goggles that he's wearing with the animal head on them, but I feel like he should make it a little bit less obvious. But obviously, he's fine with it. But you can obviously tell what kind of goggle they are. Is it a fly? That's not an animal head. Yes, a fly. You never seen a fly before? They fly around. <laughs> is, is there Good a logo one. Of a fly. Good one. Yeah, a fly's that, head. A, a dragon. Right. A dragon's an animal. Yep, there you go. You guys we're are, the exclusive distributor of those as well. You guys are assholes. You're right, though. You're both right. Um, uh, Devin, uh, or O'Rourke, how's Devin? Are you going to be mortal enemies with him like you were with Tits, or is this starting off okay? Well, it's a clean slate. We'll see how we go. It's a new year. You know, things can change pretty quickly in the Pulper Mix world. So yeah. um, I'm hoping we, we manage to maintain to keep our relationship civil. But, um, you know, so I don't like the tweet. Twi- Tits 2.0. I think that sounds ridiculous. Devin liked it, and, now, and, and, and now he doesn't. Well, so. since you're on a on O'Rourke, what do you think about a uh, a new name? Uh, that's up to Steve. I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Look, well, a dra- Steve. Steve. Like a, or something. I don't know. A dragon isn't even a real animal. Let's face it. There's no such thing as a dragon. You can't prove that. I've seen movies about him. I can't prove that. They breathe fire, bro. All right. Hey, Devin. What's up? Uh, you. Who's on two? You got me. You got me so jacked here. All Who, right. Who's on two? What, what? What is? What's going on? Thanks, O'Rourke. Lose on two. All right, guys. See ya. Thanks. I'm first. I haven't seen O'Rourke for a long time. Good. Thanks for calling in. Who's on two? Lou. Lou, what's going on? What's going on, Steve? Okay, hold on, Devin. Yes. This is Lou. Yeah. This is Lou. You spelt Lou, L-U-E. It was quick. I'm Lou Kang from uh, Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. <laughs> there you go. Oh, so okay, all right. Okay, so that, that was, was LIU, though. Devin, so that's what you're oh, going. Okay, all right. So L U E is Lou. It's whatever you want it to be. It's like Motley Lou. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Devin, we got it. We got it. Sit you down. We're got some spelling. This is quick. This is all just. Uh, I feel like quick. I feel like saying it's quick doesn't really put you off the hook, JT. Can can, can you? JT, I'm gonna refrain. Can I get a ruling on that? Um, hey, that's dude, like, you bad. hired me. That's like saying I spelled butt, B-U-T-T. It was just quick, man. It was what's, just quick. What's quicker than <laughs> three letters? Hey, you uh, know what? Moser spells wood, W-O-O-D. <laughs> he does that on purpose, though. Hey. All right. Uh, let's, ke- let's, uh, let's keep track of um, Devin all year and see what, uh, if we can play little games about Devin's spelling. Um, all right, Lou, what's up? I was just wondering uh, what the over-under is on uh, amount of races Roxon will win before RV kicks him out of Florida. Oh, I got a bunch of those tweets, too, and Alden's going to be on later to talk about that and Roxon, too. Um, no chance. No no way. Although I wrote this and talked about this, never in the history of the sport has two fast guys worked out a partnership that worked. This doesn't happen. No, not it doesn't work. happen. No but, way. But this will work for a year. 
or so. JT disagrees with me, but this will work for a year. But then I could see issues. I can't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think that it's a big issue yet. Right. Just because I feel like RV knows that he he threw it away. Um, if Roxon had come up and passed Phil Poto and won, oh, you know, straight. Not that he didn't win straight up already, but RV did crash. If he had come up and passed him and won the race, I would starting. I would start to wonder a little bit, but that hasn't happened yet. So. Um, yeah, well, I, I really don't think it's going to be an issue just because I think RV is too mentally strong to let that happen. So right. it's an interesting thing though. I mean, it, we went into the season thinking that RV was the guy and, and our, you know, Roxon was kind of second fiddle and that's how it would stay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, gives us something to talk about anyway. Yeah. Exciting. Do you think he opened the door a little bit by letting, not that he let mm. him win, but by making a mistake and that he did win now that. That little glimmer of hope is there now. He sees he can win, kind of like you know, no, Will last year. Let's wait and see how it goes from here. I'm with JT, but none of the, these never work out. These two fast guys training never ever works out. RJ Stanton, uh, you name it, Tim Ferry, Chad Reed, um, help me out, JT. I'm sure there's been some more. Never works. Dungey Stewart. Dungey Stewart. Thank you. Yeah, another another great one. RC and Lusk. RC and Lusk. Boom. Another one. They never work out. Too much egos, too much money, too many entourages. So, too much hookers and blow. Yeah, thanks, Motley Lou. Yeah, take it easy, thanks. Steve. Devin, I don't want to get on you here, but can we just bring up another thing? Can we bring up another point? Can I bring up another point? Can I bring up another point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You, you seem upset. I won't bring it up. Why you got to pick on me, man? Well, you tweeted out on the Paul Mech Show account that we're, oh, God, that we're going to be streaming portions of the show. Portions? Is that what I wrote? No, no, no. Oh. We stream portions of the show via the iPhone app. Okay. Who's doing that? Who's streaming? I'm not. You're not. We're not doing that. I wrote down what you told me to write down. I know, but I mean, okay. All right. We're not streaming anybody. If anybody's looking for, is it Uvo? That was a tits legendary thing, and that didn't really work. Well, why don't you tell me before the show to not write that? I didn't know that was on there. Well, now we know. Right. All right. You're an ass for ridiculing me for it. Um, we just not streaming. All right. Okay. All right. There's a drug ring um, in front of MX Sports. Okay. So, uh, hey, what about Nick Schmidt? Steve, Steve's gone. But what about Nick Schmidt? There was a guy no one knew anything about. Good for him, though. Made the main event. You know what? He rode really well at that milestone supercross, which I know that's his that's his track. Like he's known for riding there. He's there every day. Yeah. But he still rode really well there. And I mean he was he was solid. You know, his yeah. main event, um you know, I'm not it was more he he was didn't go down. Yeah, you know, I'm not yeah. trying to take no. anything away from him, but if you you know, and I've been in the same situation many times, if you Keep going and put in solid laps and don't crash. You can get inside that top fifteen some nights just because there's that much carnage. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you certainly. I mean, kudos to him. He beat Chisholm when Chisholm was coming pretty hard. He didn't. He didn't buckle. So uh, I think he deserves a lot of credit. Oh, and his hair hanging out the back of his helmet too. Yeah, that's a solid look. I mean, oh, I've been yeah. watching him for a while, yeah. so it's no. not new to me. But he's getting he's getting the the attention he deserves. I think, which no. is cool. Look, he's the guy that like at the beginning of the night you're like. Who is this dude? And he did it. Got in the 22-man main event. So, you get photos of him this morning? Yep. Get the hair? Get the photos of the hair? I didn't even notice the hair. Oh, dude, it was like Bradshaw. It's awesome. 
good good to see. Um, JT, uh, the sun came up this morning, and Vince Freeze got black flagged. Yeah, pretty standard uh, deal. Um, took out Weimer in the semi. Uh, then was, you know, I guess Han, I don't know if, if he started it with Han. I have a hard time believing he didn't. But Han knocked him down, and then he was waiting in the middle of the track, stopped, kept trying to take Han out, waiting again. Um, finally, they black flagged him. Pretty standard. Uh, Vince can never figure out why this stuff happens to him. No, he's, he's completely shell-shocked as to why this stuff keeps happening to him. We had him on the show. He says he's working on changing his ways. He did some dumb stuff in the past. He admitted it, and he, he rode pretty well last year as far as incidents, I believe. And, yeah, and he, he, he rides great. Right. I just don't understand. And I don't – I mean, you listen to his interviews, and he acts like he is completely dumbfounded as yes. to what people don't like. Yeah, no but idea. But he continuously gets into these situations. I saw the Han. I saw the pass by Han uh, on him. Yep. Uh, Will was coming in quick, uh, coming in fast. Took him to the outside. At at some point, Vince should have checked up. Will had him in speed, had a front wheel on him, and had everything. And Vince rides with a lot of heart, so he kept it pinned around the outside. And Han just did a super cross block pass and knocked knocked freeze down. But nothing, not dirty, not t bone. Nothing came in underneath him. And at the exit of the corner, Vince probably should have checked up. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see right, it. Right. So, so I mean, that's what he was mad about. To me, I watched it. I saw nothing wrong with that pass besides Vince being like, "And JT, you know, you you got it. You know, you got checked yep. up. Like you yep. gotta. Sometimes you just got to give way. Yeah. And, you know, fight in the next corner, but that one, it's done for now. But so, I, mean, I really feel that these situations are happening, and they're going to happen more and more. To Vince, just because his reputation is so well known. Yeah, uh, I, I talked to Jake Weimer last night because we were all at the same birthday party, and he was even kind of mad at himself just because he's like, at this point, if you let yourself get taken out or you put yourself anywhere near Vince Freeze, you're it's it's really your fault because yeah. everyone knows that you just have to make your pass and get the hell out of Dodge because he's going to try to kill you. And look, if you're Vince, you get knocked down by Weimer and you're pissed. You got 16 more races. Do you, it, when you're Vince Freeze, the eye is on you. You're going to wait for the dude? You're going to ride around the track and try to, like, really? Like, you don't think anyone's going to notice that? I don't think he thinks about it. I really don't. I think that's where the problem is. He just doesn't think that far I, I, ahead. I, uh, I'm blown away. Listen, more, did you see that at all? Are you getting no, shocked? I okay, I all right. Know yeah. about that. I want to see. I didn't see much about him waiting for that, but uh, sweet Jesus. Come on, Vince, right? Like, um, so. You know it was bad when they black flagged you. Yes. You know, because yes. they're not paying attention to the guys in the back at all. I'll be real honest with you. <laughs> they're, they're worried about the guys at the front and making sure that a smooth race goes down. You could commit a murder back there. Yes. Um, just got a text from Tim Ferry. You still do that radio show. I go, yeah. Did he watched the race I on go, the weekend. Yeah, we're on the air right now. He goes, it's unbelievable. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awesome. Okay, so yeah, so Vince got DQ'd, and and again, I, I didn't talk to any of the officials, and I didn't see anything other than Hans pass. But sweet Jesus, how bad could it have been, JT, for them to black flag him? Probably pretty bad. Yeah, that's that's gonna you right, know. Right. I'm just it had to be it had to be really blatant and really bad for them because I've never seen that happen before. I've never seen anyone in the back get black flagged. I've seen guys 
you know, at the front or when uh, Jason Lawrence jumped the gate at Hangtown and stuff like yeah. that. But that's – you couldn't miss it. But for something like this, when they're in 13th or 14th place, obviously it was pretty significant. Right? Jesus. All right, let's get to some calls uh, before we get Nick Way coming on. Uh, Dave, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, Steve and JT? Thanks for calling. Oh, man. Hey, uh, real quick, take it easy on Devin, man. He, uh, we don't want to get him all depressed like Pitts was. We want him to be upbeat and happy. No, I know we do, but he spelled Lou, hello, what did I say? It doesn't matter, but I hey, know man, It's public education. It's okay. <laughs> You're, I mean, look, I, I make, we all make mistakes. No one's perfect. But. Exactly. Hey, uh, my real question was, what yep. do you think about Stewart's crash in the main event? Uh, do you think he was pushing it too hard, or do you think it was just kind of a random thing, how he swapped out in the loops? Or I know um, he's typically known checkers or wreckers pushing it too this, hard, but it seems like he's kind of grown up and he's not pushing it as hard. He just maybe uh, just a bad thing happened in the loops. I feel like this was a little different than the typical balls-out James Stewart crash, JT. In what way? I feel like the whoops were slick. They were big. They're and, cupped out. You but you know, have to – you have to – Figure that in. Nobody else did that, you know. Okay. I under, I mean, I, I right. I'm not. I mean, I obviously I thought James rode incredible all day. He did. And other than that one mistake, good. he was. Did he wreck it? All it takes practice? is one mistake. He wrecked it's, in the other. Somebody said he wrecked in the loops in practice. In the other. Yeah, set. the other set. Yeah, the other set. Oh. But so that's what I, mean, I was wondering. To, I'm really you, pulling for him this year, and it just seemed like maybe that wasn't his fault. It just kind of happened. But it's always your fault if you crash, or have a yeah. big crash going to the front you know what i mean i i'm not trying to come down on him at all i thought he was phenomenal all day but at the same time that's been his problem and he's had the same problem again that race was his to lose i felt and he did the same thing that he always does and he made a huge mistake and threw it away when he really i don't think he had to so So i I don't know like the guy guy can ride the guy can ride better than I will ever even consider riding. I I know that I've watched him ride since he was four years old, but at the same time, he's got to. If he wants to win a title, if he wants to win races consistently, he's got to fix that problem. He just has to. And listen, where were well, you? Do you think it's because he's pushing it too hard, or do you think it's because of equipment just can't no, handle? No, he, he, the over, he ride. overrides the track. He overrides the conditions. You know, you're saying how slippery the whoops are. Everyone knew how slippery the whoops are, including James. So you have to approach them accordingly. You can't, yeah. you know, you just like, I think he got excited, which typically happens with him. He thought he could make the pass right there, which he probably would have. He gets excited. And instead of keeping his head and, you know, thinking through the situation, he's like, okay, I've got him. Just pick my spot here. He just turns the throttle on and usually his talent pulls him out of it, but every once in a while it doesn't, and that's, you know, that's when we see the spectacular crashes from him. Listen, Moore, why didn't you get the shot of him crashing like Cudby did? Well, as usual, I was at the other set of whoops. Oh, All right, hey, thanks, Dave. Hey, thank you. Great show. Thanks. All right, let's get to a guy who uh, can maybe tell us a little bit about the whoops. Mafia Motor Cruise, Nick Way, NYK. Oh, hey, bros. Hey, bros. Uh, hey, buddy. How slippery were the whoops? Um... Well, they weren't that slick on the way left where, like, a lot of those guys were going. But on that right side, they had, like, a rut down it that were, you know, like the last five or six were pretty pretty small. Yeah, James was going on the right side. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of where the, kind of where the rut was, obviously. That's, right. that's what made him hook up and almost kill the mechanics. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty gnarly. 
Um, hey, uh, welcome to the show, MafiaMotoCrew.com. Can we get a discount code going for our listeners? I'm getting a lot of pressure here. Yeah, yeah, I need to work on that. Swift Corps has been busy uh, plowing snow and whatnot. I didn't want to bother him. Uh, yeah, he's been busy writing theses on Michael as he's crying, more like it. Um, oh, really? Uh, hey, uh, so Nick, tough Anaheim for you. Tough way to start the year, but if I know you correctly, you were probably riding on Sunday. Uh, no. Okay. Not yet. All right. I had to take the, we had to take the practice like a part to make a race bike, and we're still working on putting it back together. So. Okay. All right. Normally you would be. Um, uh, but talk about the race a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the track was obviously it's kind of typical every, every year that first race is uh, pretty soft for Anaheim dirt, honestly. So it was just another one one of those. It's kind of like exactly what I expected, but the I don't know. I'm not the whole like back and forth across the starting line kind of throws me off. So I don't know. No berms. At I, all? I did not have the best day. No, that's all right. You'll get better. I'm cheering for you. Um, what else? Uh, what? So do you think JT and I were debating this a little bit? Um, was that a tough Anaheim track for Anaheim one? Not a tough track overall, but for A one standards. No, it was pretty easy. Okay. Last, I mean, last year, right. last year seemed way tougher. And then, I don't know. It always seems like Anaheim, the first one's always pretty tricky. Right. This one was pretty just – I mean, in practice, it was – you know, at first when it was, like, really soft and, you know, rutted, it was tougher. But then mm-hmm. once they cleaned it up, it was – I mean, it was pretty easy, honestly. Okay. All right. Those, those whoops where James Crash obviously were right. technical, but it, they were weird because it didn't seem like you could make tons of time there. You know what I thought was weird? Off of the dragon back, off the table, you couldn't get off the table without – I mean, you could, but it was slower, so you had to, like, bang into it and, and hop over. Jeez, that probably took a lot of energy. It was probably weird. It was probably weird to back yeah, off that and was, slam Yeah, that in. was a different section. I think from what I hear that the dragon's back was a little bit sketchy, so they one of the top riders complained about it after press day, so then they switched it to that, which was, like, oh, okay. a different – that's kind of a different obstacle than we've ever seen, honestly. So that was – it was, I mean, it was all right. Yeah, it just seemed like it was like weird. It was it weird. Awkward. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, for yeah. sure, it was just different. Yeah. Um, I like Dragonbacks, by the way. Dragonbacks are cool, but not probably if I was racing. They're, they're a little sketchy. Yeah, that dragon, that dragon's back was a little weird though, because usually, like when there's a dragon's back, there's more than three whoops. Right, right, right. That that, that one was a three whoop dragon's back. Matha um, says that dragons don't aren't aren't real. So, how could they come up with an obstacle like that? I don't believe dragons were real. I don't. I can't prove it, but I don't believe they were real. Making an observation. I don't know if real dragons have anything to do with the dragons back on the track. Well, you you missed the you missed the start of the show. So what could what could you what 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 would you call it then? What's what's rough on their back like that? An alligator, an alligator back. Yeah, a gator uh, back. There you I go. Get behind it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything like that would be good. How yeah. about how about, how about yeah. moguls? A mogul back. Justin, Justin Bogles. Hey, uh, Nick. Um. We, uh, of course, last week's conversation, um, Mafia Motor Cruise, Nick Way, w- the, went into the um, win- the winner's take all the discussion at some point. Um, we got a voicemail that I want to play for you uh, from a, a guy this week. And I, I, didn't, I don't watch winner's take all nearly like JT or you have. So I want to I get your opinion, both of your guys' opinion on this caller and what he thought. So uh, let's play that now. Mathis, you freaking savage. I just listened to the show with Way and Wyndham. It became very obvious that there is a classic commentary needed for winners take all. 
freaking movie's awesome. You could even include Kevin Kelly from DMXS. He can quote every line backwards and forwards. They've been doing it for years. Got some knobbies that'll stick to the truck like glue. So um, I'd like to see that. Please do it. You're always dying for a cool nickname. And if you will watch that movie again, I think you'll realize your little Wally Whoop-de-doo deal is surprisingly uh, close to Wally Briskin in the movie. You look like Wally Briskin. You look like the Peter DeLuise dude, man. I'm telling you. Do I look like him? Wally Whiskin? Wally Briskin. Well, Wally Briskin got referred to as uh, Goose and Wally Briskin were checking out the Factory Hurricane bike. And the Factory Hurricane rider may have referred to Wally Briskin, who, albeit not being overweight, he's a bigger rider. Okay. Overweight. But the Factory Hurricane rider referred to Wally and Goose as a tub of lard and a pencil neck geek. You know that, you so, know that Wally Briskin is... The Hurricane rider says, that's just what I need. A tub of lard and a pencil neck geek in my bike. Damn right it's mine. Get off it. Because they were dry riding it. And when it was this way. Um, you know, you know that Wally Briskin is Dom DeLuise's son. Yeah, that guy just said that Peter DeLuise, right? Yes. There so, you go. I mean, I hate to God call him a tub of lard, but I mean, let's. Do I look like Wally Briskin? No, you don't. But they brawled after it. Isn't that the guy? It was go, yeah, it was go they time. They threw it on that. That shit did not stand. Okay, Devin, you don't know what we're talking about, do you? And plus, uh, no, Wally yeah. and Goose were. They're pretty tight, obviously. Uh, they aired out to the back of a semi that moved a bull and actually jumped through the side of it and then landed in the truck and the semi kept going. It's just, it's scary how good you're at this yep. movie. It's, it's I feel like happened. whenever, that, I feel like happened. when I'm in Vegas next week, we should uh, do this. Uh, well, yeah, we can. Yeah. Classic we, commentary, yeah. We certainly can. Nick, someone in the chat room is asking for. Your best J-Law story from J-Law Racing Days. Uh, of course, clean and one you can tell on the radio and all that. Um, JT certainly shared a couple of doozies with us. Do you have a favorite, though? I'm going to be real with you. I, I like J-Law. Right. He's a good dude. Yep. I mean, obviously, I can't co-sign for, like, all of his behavior. But honestly, when I was on the team, it was a huge distraction for me to, like, be around him, honestly, at the races. So I really tried to zone him out. You just did your thing. All right, okay. Yeah, so I can't really say, like, oh, this story is awesome because I was kind of, like, conditioned myself to just think what he was doing was really not awesome. <laughs> right, right, okay, all right. Uh, I get it. Uh, but, I mean, like, the, the time when he was going for the title, which was the year before I was on the team, and he was banging on the doghouse when Dungeons on the other side, that, that's pretty funny. Oh, I don't, the start I, don't, I don't think I remember that, no. He was banging yeah, on the doghouse? Yeah, that was at, that was at, like, Houston. And, like, he was on the in, inside or the outside of the box, and Dungeons on the other side, and, like, the card's up, and, like, and uh, J-Law was beating on the box, yelling at Dungeons. No, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Probably more like bonging on the doghouse than banging on it. Yeah, maybe. Um, hey, uh, Nick, uh, did you watch the main event at all? Yeah, yep, I did. Did you see the Han? Unfortunately. Yeah, no, no. Well, listen, well, you, you're, you'll get in there. <laughs> I predict this weekend. Um, did you see the Han pass on Freeze? Loved it. Anything wrong with that pass? Nope. Dude's got it coming. Dude took me out in the semi. Oh, did he? Yep. Wow. He took one. Because so, I, well, I jumped into the second corner in, like, third, and evidently I did not close the corner off enough in the pack. 
and dude decided to give me no room and up on the hay bales I went. But yet, impossible to give to give him no room. Why well, you don't know? Like the pack is there. I don't, I'm like, oh, Finn's freeze is coming. I don't know. So I was like cruising around the top of the berm. Like, right. All right. Yeah. Boom over the berm. It's uh, but yet he never knows why anybody's up to get him. Yeah. But I saw, and I'm like. All last year, I was co-signing for how he's like. You know, he tries hard. Yes, I get it. Yeah, you know, like you don't just you don't owe anybody anything. Like I get that for sure. But I mean, I also said because Will and some guys were like behind him for literally like five laps, and they were much faster than him. And I said, "Watch this. Here it comes." Yeah. Same thing with Sedesco and Short. I saw. I said, "Here it comes. Right here." Tedesco on short, I missed that. I saw that Tedesco's bike. Uh, by the way, Ivan used my photo in his Instagram and stuff. He didn't give me any credit for it. I'm not happy about that. But um, anyways, um, was that bad? What? T- short on Tedesco. Oh, it was a deliberate takeout, yes. Okay. But that's not... in short's defense, which yep. whatever. I mean, it was definitely a takeout on purpose. But Short was behind Tedesco for maybe two laps yep. or a lap and a half and lost, like, maybe three or four spots. And you could tell he was, like, super nervous riding around Tedesco, whether he was, like, cutting across the track. There's a history there scr- between them, too. Scrubbing it or whatever. But the thing was, is like, it was super obvious that he took him out on purpose. Okay. There's a history there between those guys, too. If so. he had it coming or not, it was on purpose. There was a lot of takeouts this weekend. Wow. Sounds like it. Yeah. What about how do we stand on the Anderson Sealy thing? I'm fine with it. I'm good. Pookie is not fine with it, but I, I'm fine with it. Anything with one lap to go goes. Like if dude crashed and went into the stands, like I, that's not dirty. Whatever. And there was like sixty yards to go. I mean, it was yeah, yeah that's right that's there. I mean. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So both of you are or okay. The wind, too. If, 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 if it's anybody's fault, it was the few lappers just in front yeah. of Sealy that maybe made him check up that quarter yeah. of a second. You know. Um, I guess I guess Moss took out Gerke pretty bad. He's got a broken finger now, so I don't know if he's racing this weekend or not. I was looking for the Moss Hill battles. Did not see them. Oh, no, there there was. I yeah, Hill took him out. Oh, they were. Oh, damn, where did I no, miss Hill that? Did, Hill didn't take him out. I saw it, or he might have taken him out, but he was he was like Moss knew it was coming, and like Hill was like <laughs> mostly concerned about taking Moss out, like at that point of the race. And Moss was like, "I know it's coming, so just go ahead with your bad self." Jeez, Dude, and then Hill wouldn't leave it. Hill wouldn't leave it alone. He was like, he'd slow down for him. So it's just carnage. I need to start yeah, watching. It was, yeah, it was, it was, all, it's all really, it really, it really upsets me when people are like, you know, obviously, I'm gonna be my at my best when there's 20 laps to do work. Mm-hmm. Where like I obviously got circumstances, and I, you know, obviously I put myself in some bad spots to not make the main. But in the 20 laps is where I'm gonna be most competitive. You know, that's where I'm gonna shine is when I have yeah. some time to do some work. Yeah. And then when I see dudes in the main not giving their all and, like, cruising around or uh, quitting, yeah. that re- really pisses me off. Well, we had a thing with Jeff Alessi where he would literally not even try in the main event. But, it was getting but me it, pissed, it, too. It's nobody's fault but my own, so I can't complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's good. You're right. you got a good attitude. You're, yeah, you can't. But I, I hear what you're saying. Guys are out there. <laughs> right. Um, and props to Nick Schmidt. We talked about him before you got on the show. Good for Good ride for him to get in, you know? So. I mean, it wasn't the fluke either because I watched the last chance and I saw that Chisholm was behind him right from the beginning. So he straight up beat Chisholm to make the name, which yeah. is yeah. pretty good for him, obviously. Yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. Um, all right, man. Thanks for coming on.
Appreciate it. Uh, gonna try to do this a weekly thing. Get your take on. Uh, I don't want to just talk about your race. I want to talk about a lot of stuff. And yeah, right. yeah. No, I'm down for whatever. I'm just we're, we're right now. We're in Mohead's garage. Big Nasty's putting wheels on. Yeah. Mohead's taking valves out. My wife's texting me when where I'm coming home. Dinner's ready. Oh yeah, no, no. You know, anybody? I'm just, I'm just doing the thing. Just just go to mafiamotorcrew.com. Buy yourself a t-shirt. Keep us racing. Mafiamotorcrew.com. Uh, check it out online and support Nick Way. Some cool stuff on there. And uh, thanks for coming on, Nick. All right, guys. Thanks, man. See ya. Bye, everybody. Oh, what an idiot I am. For Great someone. job there. Dude, I, who knew? Um, Smooth. Um. Anyways, wow. So there was, yeah, there was carnage, carnage, going on. Yeah, it was. It was all night. Literally, there were takeouts all every race almost. I was wondering what happened to Hill because honestly, I was expecting a little more out of him, and his his qualifying times weren't off, and then. He didn't do much in the main. I didn't see him up front at all. Maybe he was just too worried about Matt Moss. I don't know. But carnage going on at Anaheim 1. Definitely. I don't know why he DNF'd. He was on my fantasy team, which I'm not real happy about his performance there. But he was definitely worried about getting some of Matt Moss. I was watching that very closely. Yeah. Listen more. Did you see anything that was gnarly? Uh, like, did you see the picture I sent you of Weimer's arm from that? Yeah. He raised one? That yeah. Was, that was ugly. That's probably the worst I, lump I've ever seen. Look, I, oh, I, saw, I saw it last night, and it was still ridiculous. I like uh, – oh, update from Tim Ferry. Did you watch the race? I did alone. It was awesome. <laughs> Chad and Ivan impressed me the most. Okay, Timmy. Great. Ivan. Yeah, Ivan. Okay. Um, I like Eli Tomac. He's a great guy. He comes on the show all the time. I like his mom and dad. Stats gnarly. I don't know how anybody doesn't think that's Tomac's fault. Oh, what? he definitely doesn't. I know. Weimer said that he, he was swearing at him. He gave Weimer a mouthful but, after that. But, De- Devin, did you see it? I did not. Okay. It was totally Eli's fault. I think it's racist. Oh, he, Weimer made me watch that. <laughs> I'm sure he knew I was going to be writing about stuff this week. He right. literally made me watch it 15 times in a row in slow motion. Yeah. Yeah, just, I mean, and every time he's just like, how could he be yelling at me? What did I do? Blah, blah, you know, just, if you're yeah, a, I was like, okay, I got it. Yeah, I got it, Jake. If, I got you're it. A, if you're in a pack of dudes, you can't do that move. You can't do that. You can't. It's the same thing James did to Kyle Partridge at Phoenix yes. in 2010. You can't swerve in traffic. Yeah. Right, right. Think about the pressure, though, that Eli must have been feeling going into that night, though. He probably was just like, you know, it could have yeah. been his fault 100 percent, but he would have just been freaking out anyways. Yeah, but you can't use that as an excuse. He's no, raced no. plenty of times. You know, he's not his first. Like it's, he's not. He's raced. He's won main events. He, you know, he, he knows better than that. I think. I just think he tried to scrub the jump and he moved over in the air yeah. and he probably didn't even realize it. Also, yeah. if you're you're round one of your rookie 450 season, you got to race Jake Weimer a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's this is going to be now years of battling with Jake Weimer. So. Um, yeah. I'm sure he was just more frustrated at the fact that it was the first lap of the first heat race and now he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, and hopefully yeah. he's not hurt enough to where he misses time, but still, that was not how he envisioned starting the year off. So it was probably a lot of frustration that really, when he watches the tape especially, he's probably going to be like, yeah, it probably wasn't all his fault. But at the time, and I've been guilty of this myself, you're ready to take it out on whoever's around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weber said he wouldn't have been that mad, except he just kept swearing at him. He was like, I mean, it's shit happens, it's racing, like you said, more. But the way Eli reacted, he was, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, Weimer said he's never heard some of the words he was using, like those phrases <laughs> put together before. <laughs> All right, let's get to our, our last call before we take our first commercial break of the night, and it's Tyson. Tyson, what's up? 
going on, guys? Thanks for calling. Yeah, so watching the press conference, I guess I just always assumed that Feld would try to get, you know, Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, KTM, Suzuki, and usually there was one or two of the brands, but there were more people than usual up on that stage, and there was not one Yamaha. So I, I didn't know if that was just something that is out of out of whack or peculiar, or if that's just because they don't maybe consider Grant or Brayton the top contender. I well, mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, I could see. I mean, they they did make up an award at the banquet to give to Yamaha, which kudos for that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess Brayton could have been there. JT got, got like sixth or seventh in the points. But yeah, um, I think uh, is he saying that they weren't in opening ceremonies? No, he's saying they're not in a press conference. Oh yeah, press conferences are always like that, though. They had they had to bring in the rookie guys, so that kind of changed the whole dynamic. Yeah. Um, I think those three. If you take Han, Tomac, and Roxon out of the picture, which you know every other year it would have been, I'm sure you would have gotten one of those two in there. But there's only so much room up there and so much time, so they just kind of you know. Unfortunately for them, they didn't really do anything in Supercross last year, so they got clipped. Yeah. There you go, Tyson. Cool. Okay, peace out. See you, bud. Um, wow, and we haven't even talked about – we talked about the crying and the, the takeout and the passes. Uh, we haven't even talked about Ken Roxon winning the race, the whole goddamn race, or James Stewart too much. But we're going to get there. Um, all right, everybody, thank you for listening to the show. We're going to come back with Jason Thomas. Uh, Tony Belluti should be in studio. Listen more, you're going to hang around. Uh, and Devin, of course, will be taking your phone calls. And uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, The Moto Company, and Optrix all on board with us. And uh, we're going to come back with you, JT, in a little bit. And uh, Alden Baker, and much, much more on the show. Thanks for listening. See you in a bit. Hope on X Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp on X Show. Use coupon code Pulp on X when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mm-hmm. Mic check.
personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JVR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people tried other neck braces but have you ever tried the one that's flexible the revolutionary family of atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement the atlas brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports independent chest suspension a flexible split frame design and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the atlas brace family apart from others and our championship winning athletes ryan filipoto jeremy mcgrath and jake weimer agree you may have tried a neck brace but you haven't experienced an atlas brace It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Purge Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products. 
products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULBMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulbamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to Tech One Designs. Com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com 
Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. What a song. Hey, guess what? Tony Berluti. Yeah, Steve. You're back. Back. Straight from the race shop to here. Oh, God. I made oh, I it. I love it. Just rolled in. What commitment. H- Hagar would be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. I like Hagar. JT, you know welcome that. back. Hey, buddy. Berluti wanted a quick rundown of what we talked about in the first hour. I said Alessi, Freeze. That's about it. Anyone? Bueller? What happened to JT? I don't know. I'm here. Oh, oh. okay. Would you agree with that? You going to give me a rundown? 
yeah, it wasn't. I mean, we covered, you know, the, the highlights of the race, all the takeouts, Roxon winning, Alessi crying, Alessi winning, <laughs> Alessi hole shouting, Alessi hitting the gate. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. What about uh, uh, what about Brock Tickle, your guy? Eighth place, uh, Berlut, what would you think? Well, uh, I like how he started the first practice. The non-time practice came out really aggressive, got out there early, and mm-hmm. uh, was throwing out some good laps. And he, his aggression this year, he's coming out being more, a lot more aggressive. Finished eighth. Uh, I w- think he should have been seventh at worst. Uh, so I kind of got on him. I felt bad about it afterwards. But, uh, yeah, I mean, eighth, it's better than we started last year. So hopefully uh, there's better to come. Um, congratulations on being voted the gear and bike best-looking guy uh, from me. Oh, well, thanks, Steve. Yeah, I, thought I don't know if that's a compliment or not, though. <laughs> I thought that looked good. Yeah? I thought the gear and the bikes looked good. Oh, good, thanks. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell Tick, and uh, yeah, I Berlude, appreciate that. I mean, old-school yellow-blue. Yeah, you know? I like it. It's that's good. Barnett, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're kind of more yellow. The, his gear was was. Yeah, the, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah the, the gear good. And, and the bike yeah. looks good. The gold rims. Yeah, we we got the gold rims this year. Yeah. Clean graph. Like looks good. Yeah, it looks clean. It's yeah. clean. Yeah. What do you oh, think, wait, JT? Wait. Do you I'm like sorry. it? I mean, should I maybe? Yeah, I, th- I thought it looked good. Oh, okay. Um, I don't really put a lot of. Well, I don't think Mathis holds a lot of water when it comes to stuff like that. But oh, that's why I'm asking you. That's why. <laughs> no, I, I thought it looked. Yeah, I thought it looked good. No problem. All right. right on. What'd you say? I mean, I'm I'm contractually obligated to not really get excited about your gear. But... Oh, okay, I get you. Yeah, I hear yeah. that. Yeah, that's understandable. Oh, I said, uh, I was happy to see a yellow rear fender out there. Yeah, nice. That Finally, look... you like that? Huh? Oh yeah, dude, your bikes were definitely the sickest. Oh, oh look cool. at Devin agrees too. I suck yeah. at JT. I'm a Honda yeah. fan too, but man, those Suzuki's yeah. suck mm. it. I like the bikes. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan. Cool. Give yeah. A... Well, I know you're a fan of Suzuki's for sure. Yeah. Give us. No, uh... I thought it looked good. Did Watson do anything? Uh... Either hilarious or unintentionally hilarious. This weekend. Yeah, this weekend. You got a good Kenny story at all? Anything he did? Uh, besides upsetting a couple people? Oh, what did he do? No, what do you do? I don't know. Did he upset guys at Feld? No. Uh, well, that's a possibility. That's what I mean. I don't know that That's part. his move. Well, he's over there now in the other truck pretty much. Yeah, so. he had a white polo on this weekend. Like, <laughs> did which you ba- see that? Which basically means I don't work. I got a white polo on. I don't work. <laughs> he had an Oakley thing on there and a yeah. RCH. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, JT, he was all corporate. Yeah, that's him. B2B, bro. Oh, geez, that's crazy. <laughs> um, uh, but he's, Berlu- he's truly white collar. White collar worker, yeah. Uh, but Berlut, so main event, okay, eighth place. You'll take it. You'll, yeah, I you'll mean, move on. It's it, it was it was decent, but it could have been better. He lost some uh, a few seconds those last few laps, and he's supposed right. to be strong. He is a strong guy, you know. He he puts the work in. He right. trains hard. He's probably one of the hardest guys that I've worked with. That I I know how he trains, and you know he what he puts into it. So I right. ex, I would expect that he'd be stronger at the end of the race. Can you tell us what happened to Hill? Um, I'd heard great things from uh, Schmenes Schmatzen. I'm not going to say his name, but I, my source over there, Shveni Schwatzen, okay. that Hill was flying in the test track uh, before the season. He was and, going well. And, him, and, him and Tickle were battling back and forth for lap times and stuff. Yeah, and so his qualifying wasn't that good. Um, he made the main, obviously, of course, and then he didn't finish. And then we had Nick Way on earlier who said that he did get into a little bit of a ramathon with um, uh, uh, Matt Moss. He did. Yeah, I saw. Well, I saw in one of the or was it the main or the heat. I saw it coming, yeah. and maybe he did. I don't know. But yeah. uh, 
Basically, uh, I think he um, jacked his back up before Anaheim. Oh, okay. A couple days so before Anaheim. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, so it was tweaked and it has been bothering him. And then uh, come a main event time, um, the guy uses a clutch a lot, like maybe more than he should. And oh. he smoked his clutch. He ran out of adjustment, you know, on, on yeah. the. Yeah, yeah, on the wheel. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot. God, I guess he's going over the finish line. Just, just cranking on cranking it. Cranking on it, yeah. We had the same problem with Nick Way in 02. Yeah. Took that thing off. Yeah. Took it off. There you go. And then he almost fired me. <laughs> but took it off. Um, he's still your buddy, though. You're one of your best friends. I, I would say my best friend in the world, absolutely. In the world? Yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah. hey, JT, I thought you, what? I'm just kidding. Okay. He's not my best friend in the world. JT is. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right, JT? Uh, I would say I'm top three to top five. Jesus. I think that's fair. That's no? fair. I thought you were my best friend. Oh, I, I'm I'm willing to take the credit for it. I'm just trying to, you know, <laughs> not trying to step on anybody else's toes. Uh, you know what? Screw you, Berluti. You're my best friend. Right on, yeah. Steve. Yeah. I, I would have thought on your 10-year anniversary you'd have said Pookie is. I was trying to keep you out of trouble. Ooh. Oh, good one. <laughs> good one. Damn it. Um, all right. So we're coming up with Alden Baker on the show coming up here right away. And uh, Alden Baker's um, uh, appearance on the show brought to you by Atlas Brace, atlasbrace.com. Uh, Trade-up program. They give you a 40% discount off a brand-new Atlas Brace of your choice. If you give them your old brace, any brand, any model, trade-up today. For more info, go to atlasbrace.com. And if you're an Atlas authorized dealer, contact them, and uh, they'll tell you how to get into this program. So really cool uh, deal from our folks at, uh, at Atlas Braces. And um, – uh, they're going to give a monthly brace away uh, on give on social media, so they're going to give away a different different brace uh, each month on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. One brace per month, rotating through the models. January is the prodigy for young teens. Uh, they got brand new graphics for 2014 and perfect for the smaller women out there. Uh, so Atlas Brace is going to give away the uh, uh, prodigy brace and uh, AtlasBrace.com. RV wears one. Weimer wears one. Why don't you? Best brace out there. Uh, so thanks uh, thanks to those guys. Berluti, um, our friends that are fans of the show, the Circle Jerkies. Awesome. They have donated to you a case of Guinness beer. I see that. Well, your uh, Pookie gave it to me on the way up, and I want to thank Circle Jerkies a lot. Thank you very much. And it's exactly it's a group the of beer elite, that I drink. It's a group of elite super fans. Super fans. Yeah. I like that. We don't really know who's, who, who's in it. JT is not in it that no. we know of. Well, I hope they come up and uh, say uh, hi so I can thank them for yeah. their cold beer. Devin, are you in the uh, Circle Jerkies? I once was, but not anymore. Okay. Got, got kicked out. <laughs> yep, pretty yeah. much. For uh, problems. All right. Um, and also, too, uh, Atlas Brace has a brand-new website. Uh, they're fully done. And so check it out, atlasbrace.com, brand-new website. All right, let's get to our, our next guest of the night. He is a trainer to the stars. Um, all his riders do when he works with them, all they do is win. That's it. They all, they, that's all they do is they win. And uh, he's a real good guy in the pits. And uh, glad to have him on the show. Alden Baker, what's happening? Ah, nothing crazy, mate. How are you? Um, we're good. Hey, Tony Berluti's in studio, um, and Jason Thomas is on the on the phone. So, hey, Alden. Oh, cool, man. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hope you're all doing well. Yeah, Alden. How long would we need to work together before you have me winning a Supercross? Like, what do you think? Uh, gosh, you want the honest reply to that, or you want me to? No, no, yeah, no. That? What do you think? Six, seven months? <laughs> how long until I'm I'm top of the box? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's beyond me, man. I'm sorry, Steve. I mean, I love you, mate, but that's beyond me. I thought... Eldon, Eldon doesn't play losing bets. <laughs> I thought you were a good trainer. I thought you were good. Um, 
I don't know, man. I don't know about that. Uh, anyway. Uh, hey, thanks for coming on. And if you have a question for Alden Baker, uh, training-wise, uh, anything like that, 702-586-7857. Uh, call in right now. Uh, the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. And, and, and Alden can try his best to uh, answer you. All right, first, right off the bat, hey, um, congratulations, Kenny Roxon, your new client, taking home the win. Yeah, no, that was great. I mean, you know, really happy for Kenny, and I think, uh, you know, he's put in some big uh, amounts of work and uh, made a big commitment, so uh, it's good to see him, you know, get some fruit out of all that labor for sure, man. Yeah, so really happy for old Kenny. Yeah. Did you, obviously, look, when you took him as a client, um, you, you knew he had the potential, but did you think he could win this fast? I mean, did you see it in the off season? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've, you know, he's got, Huge potential, and then you know, in off-season training, I mean, he adapted well, and uh, you know, put in a lot of work and showed good speed. And really, when you know, I knew when it went racing time, it was really a case of you know, if he could you know hold it together, and which he did, and he rode smart and didn't panic. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's an important part of it. And uh, you know, but he's got all the ingredients to do well. Um, but really impressed with the way he held it together on a track that everyone knew that was very slick and, and, and you know, uh, hard to sort of push on and, and really had to be patient. And I think, you know, the guy like himself, that, that's, you know, that's a big stage to be jumping on and uh, a big debut. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he held it together and rode really well and, it was, uh, you know, it was impressive and uh, really proud of him. Yeah, one of the things I wrote about it, obviously, look, he was super fast. His speed was great. But he was getting mm. caught by James, and he got caught a bit by Chad and a bit by Dungey at the end. But he rode a mm. very smart race, uh, kept composure the whole time, didn't freak out, rode his own race. I thought as a rookie leading your race, that showed a lot of uh, composure. Yes, for sure. And, you know, he saw Ryan, you know, make a mistake and kind of knew, you know, that, man, you know, this, this track's very, very, you know, you know, easy to make mistakes on, and uh, I think uh, you know he he held his own and, and rode his own race and made sure that he didn't go beyond that little edge or get you know tempted into the moment to push a little harder. You know, but he knew the guys were kind of gaining on him and on him and using their experience to sort of push and make those little gains. And you know, and he held it off and uh, did awesome. So. You know, fantastic job, and uh, like I said, really proud of Kenny, and uh, good to see him start, you know, the right way, and uh, you know, hopefully he can, you know, keep his momentum up and yeah. uh, learn, you know, as he as he will do, you know. Uh, question for you: So, uh, you know, we talk about the sport for a living, myself, anyways, and JT is a big part of it. And, mm. Um, so Kenny Roxon comes to you in the off season. or maybe you go to him. I'm not sure, but so I think he came to you, and you know, hey, I want to move mm. to Florida, and Will you train with me, and and, and can I use your services? Um, how, how does that work with RV? How, how did, did that surprise you? And did, obviously, you probably gave him the speech about, "Hey, mate, you got to be all in." Because um, I'm impressed that Kenny, you know, moved to Florida, uh, broke away from his parents, mm-hmm. uh, did all that. It shows a real serious desire to get better. Yeah, well, that was what was impressive, and. You know, I didn't really go to Kenny and say, hey, you know, you need my help and all that. I think it was good. And I, the kind of way that I like it is when a guy decides and knows what he wants and, and, and understands how much commitment it is and takes that big step and says, hey, look, he knows the big picture. He knows he's in for, you know, a big, you know, learning curve and a lot 
to you know it's a lot different than obviously the two fifties and uh he was wanting to move to Florida and, and, and do it which he felt was the you know the right way. So, you know, he approached me but you know, obviously I had to uh talk to R V and you know, me and R V it's actually spoken a while before he even actually approached me with regards to, you know, filling a spot that would be good for R V too and also having someone that could, um, you know, take to the program well and push Ryan, you know, during the week. Um, I think that's important. And I think Ryan sees the big picture too and knowing mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, he's at that stage in his career where he needs that little extra push during the week where, you know, um, and and obviously that's a fine line, finding someone that, you know, that is can push you during the week, but also be that someone you can get on with and can be, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, motivating and, and, and where you both enjoy it and enjoy the process and training hard. And it's not fun. I mean, I, you know, you speak to any one of these guys and it's never easy. And especially at that period of the of the season preparing, you know. So, um, you know, Nick, Kenny's name had, had come up. Arby's always liked him and felt, you know, that he's an upbeat guy and mm-hmm. uh, a good guy to have around and a good guy to have as a training partner, you know. And we all... Uh, know his capabilities and 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 the ingredients that he has. I mean that's no secret. But uh, you know, so it was good. I mean, I think it was a good fit. I mean, Kenny approached me, and obviously me and RV spoke about it a lot. And um, you know, the decision was made. And and I think on both sides, it's it's a it's a win-win situation. Obviously, when you go racing, it's really about who makes the least amount of mistakes. You know, and I think we see that. You know, and, and you know, in, in all the seasons. And, um, you know, RV obviously has lots of experience. Kenny's gaining experience. So mm-hmm. I think there's two dynamics there that, that each one's trying to, um, you know, maintain and, and, and uh, you know, make the best out of their abilities and where they're at at this period and, and time. And I think it was a good fit. And, mm-hmm. you know, RV agreed and uh, we moved on from there. And it's been great. I mean, I think it was a great off season and um you know fun and and but also a lot of hard work that went into it and I think the boys uh you know will the cutters will come through and they'll they'll be great. JT any questions for Alden? Um not really. I mean that was uh, you know I kind of uh not really familiar but I kind of had an idea of what the situation was and I think he explained it pretty well so I always was kind of a fan of the idea and uh I agree with what Adam was saying that, you know, everyone else is, is always pushing the bar so high and, and it's, it would be easy for Ryan, I feel, to get complacent at this point coming off so many titles and you always have to keep that fire to keep improving because everyone is, is constantly getting better. So uh, I, I personally thought like it was a pretty smart move by everyone involved. Yeah, Alden, we got a lot of uh, questions about, um, you know, how is this win going to affect the relationship and, I mean, some people were joking, and, and certainly um, a question I have for you, though, is um, I've, I've been around a long time. Um, Stanton and Johnson and, and Lusk and RC and Timmy uh, and Chad Reed, um, it's hard for two guys who are as good and as close and as RV and Roxon are to work together long term. Is this something you've addressed to them and something you've talked about with them? Because there's certainly – in the history of motocross, everything starts off good, but it gets uh, gets kind of gnarly at times. Well, yeah, and, and, and you know, and that goes back to that thing where we've spoken about it, and I think it's all 
all fair, and I think we're, we're at least with with RV and Kenny, they're on the, the right, you know, understanding that hey, you know what, we can gain a lot out of this and and make ourselves better. And then obviously racing is racing, you know. And yeah. Ryan knows, and he's at that stage in his career. Well, you know, if he feels, man, if I get beat, you know, by Kenny, you know, then it's because of my own mistakes or my own, you know, mm-hmm. like the preparation is key and getting pushed and not always finding out where you're at on the weekend or, you know, they train and ride so much, you know, obviously during the weeks that that's a big part of it. And, and you know, from my point, you know, as, as a trainer, you're always trying to make that the best possible and they see that. So mm-hmm. really all of that is good and, and, you know, may the best man win at the race. That's all part of the whole race and, and strategy of, you know, getting a good start, not making mistakes, you know, being consistent. And that's the race sort of scenario. But, you know, when you fall back and look at the big picture of preparation and training, you know, you couldn't, to me, have a better scenario. And Ryan understands that. I think he's matured as you know, we know, and, and, and the top of, of, of the list. And Kenny also, which is impressive with, you know, such a young guy, he also sees that big picture. So he's not against any of that. I think that that brews greatness, and I think it's 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 a great setup. Now, going back to the racing, well, mm-hmm. you know, I think if Ryan, if it wasn't, you know, Ryan made that mistake, if Kenny wasn't there, it would be someone else, you know. So right, it's right. not really, you know, Ryan's not sort of now, oh, bummed with Kenny. I mean, he respects that, you know, Kenny didn't make a mistake. He held it together, and it is what it is, you know, and, and that's, you know, I think that's even good. I mean, Ryan will learn things out of that. Kenny will gain experience out of that. So really for the guys, I think it's it's all around a good thing. And, and as long as there's that respect and not, you know, the the wrong attitude comes in, and, and you know, obviously I'll do my best to monitor that where, you know, you don't yeah. stupidity on the track, but... They're good guys, they're solid guys, they see the big picture, and, and that's great to see, you know. So right. I think we're all on the, on the same path with that. Uh, let's get to the phones here. Uh, Snowman, what's up? You got a question for Alden Baker? Yeah, hey, how are you doing, you guys? We're good. Thanks for calling. Hey, uh, Alden, um, so, you know, I'm sure that as far as you can see, you'll probably be uh, training in motocross champions and stuff, but at some point, um, when you do decide to retire, are you gonna train anybody to, you know, show you know show them the way so that you can give you know keep giving your knowledge to future motocross stars and stuff like that? How long? You, how, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Sorry, mate. Um, yeah, no, I've I've given a lot of thought to that, and, and I do feel that um, that'll be a transition, and where I would like to sort of really train future trainers, you know, and, and you know, basically have a facility that, that provides that and is still, you know, unique enough where, you know, it's not, you know, it's sort of hand-picked, but uh, where I can pass on all the, you know, knowledge and, and all the years that I've done it and, and, and help that that part of it grows and grows with the sport for sure. I think that's something that is maybe missing in the sport a little bit and, and would love to... Yeah do that. So that's something in the future for sure that's that I'd like to, you know, get into and and and, and work down that road road for sure. I think that's that'd be great. And also a little bit more with maybe with the teams, you know, I think getting the teams to understand and get them more on board with 
monitoring what their athletes are doing in that area because I think it's a big investment that the teams and sponsors put into that and still it's an area that's kind of left out there, you know. So for sure, I think that's a, a big area and an area that I'd like to take on, you know, as the next sort of challenge in, in my line, you know, in the sport for sure. Uh, awesome, yes, awesome. sign me up. And I got, I, I got one up. last question, Steve, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Is JT online? He I is. am. Hey, JT, uh, I bought my first pair of bedazzled pants because of you, and I feel like a million bucks, dude. $200 pair of pants. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad you feel good. I'm happy for you. He's helped. JT, helping people helping people feel better. I like it. <laughs> All right, Larry. Thanks, no, man. Um, Thank uh, you. Uh, JT, you're, you and your price in your jeans. Um, yeah, Alden, it happens. Alden, you um, – uh, RV led the uh, led the thing, got the whole shot, led some laps, uh, made a mistake. Um, talked to him after the race. He basically said, "Hey, track was sketchy, uh, hard to make mm-hmm. up time. I'll take my fourth and uh, go into round two. So, you okay with that?" Yes, I mean, I think you know, if you go back to last year, you know, you made a mistake there, and and then tried to push, and then mm-hmm. you know made another mistake, which led to more mistakes, and then it was a bit of a disaster. And you know, the good to see that that Ryan's matured enough to to know that, man, if you make a mistake on those kind of tracks, you are pretty limited on how hard you can push to get back up there. And you've got to weigh up that in the heat of the moment and, you know, make that decision and then stick to it. And that was good to see. I mean, yes, he made a mistake that, you know, yes, it was a bummer, and, and but it wasn't a disaster. You know, he got going, he held his own, and, and he could gauge. He was watching, and he, he knew that, man, I didn't have enough laps to really push that edge you know, to even, mm-hmm. you know, to catch them, he could have done that. But then what, to get by all that? You know, that would have been even more tricky. So I think he made the right decision. I think he's looking at the big picture and mm-hmm. obviously doesn't want to make the same mistakes as what's been made before. And I think that's that's good. Um, we've talked about uh, RV on the show. JT's uh, gone on record as saying he thinks because of the bike technology and the training technology that RV is going faster than any other guy's gone um, in history of the sport. You've worked with James Stewart, Ricky Carmichael. Uh, you worked a little bit with Ryan Dungey also. Um, one thing that we talk about when it comes to RV, and I want to see if you agree, like his mental strength is so big. Someone can jump something, and he, he won't, and it's no big deal. Someone can beat him in a heat. Someone can have a faster time with him. Like I'm around the truck a lot. He's never mm-hmm. stressed. He's never worried. He's a very confident guy, not, not in his head at all. Do you, do you agree? Maybe more so than any yeah. other rider. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's definitely not faced by by much at all. I mean, I think he he knows, you know, in himself that he's and he's confident in himself. I mean, he's confident in his in his preparation. I think he's very happy with, you know, his program and uh, even with the, I mean, with the team. And that's it's good to see. He's in all areas. He he has that that confidence that none of that really gets to him. And you can see even on race day that. Like you say, if, if if it's a lap time here or someone's jumping, that it doesn't really get to him. And he also knows that you know he has that ability. When it really comes crunch time, he can make that happen. And he and he and he kind of knows that. It's almost like that silent sense of strength, and and it's impressive. I mean, you know, he's he, what he's done in the last, you know, obviously three seasons or four seasons here. I mean, it's it's been great to see, and and he's evolved well in that area, which is impressive. I mean, I think. Uh, it's one of his massive 
um, you know, positives that he has, that, that that stuff doesn't really, you know, get to him. Especially, I think he really enjoys race day. I think it's mm-hmm. the day that he knows that he's can almost the most lenient in a way, you know, with the amount that he has to do, and he's kind of having a fun time, and he and he enjoys that, and and he strives. You know, I mean, thrives on that. So, which yeah. is, which is impressive to see at that level too, and also with that amount of competition that he that he deals with. Yeah, he keeps sure. it he keeps it loose around the truck, looser than. Any top rider I've been around, you know? Yes, um, for sure. Probably so much where you're like, hey, can you at least focus a little bit here, Ryan? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I sometimes, you know, because, gee, you know, I've been in this, you know, sport for a long time, too, mm-hmm. and with, with many, you know, really good guys. And you also try and keep it sort of in a way that, you know, keep the group tight, keep the focus tight and all that. And yet for RV, that almost doesn't really work. You know, he, right. he likes it kind of loose and, and flowing and, People kind of joking and carrying on, and uh, you know it's the way that he sort of feels comfortable, and and the way that he deals with with the whole racing thing, which is impressive because it's pretty unique, yeah. for sure. Uh, Shane's got a question for you. Shane, what's up? Thanks for calling the show. What's your question for Alden Baker? What's up? Uh, just wanted to know what what, in your opinion, is the differences between uh, between training Ryan and training James. What's the major difference between those two? If you had to pick out one, Alden. Well, gosh, I mean, that's a tough one because, you know, each guy is so different in, in what makes them tick and their focus. Um, so really it's hard to say what's the big, I mean, is you know, James has huge positives and, and, and his, his ability and, 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 you know, riding style is just, you know, so unbelievable and, 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 and special that, you know, to compare guys is so tough and also with, each year that passes by with the different sort of things that come into it, the, the depth of the sport, the, the, the machinery that changes. And it, it, I'd, it would be really hard to say, well, what's the big difference between them? I think, you know, when I've been with them training, they, they've, they're all focused. They all have massive desire. You know, mm-hmm. I think that that's key to them. You know, they, they, they're willing to do it and, and willing to give it all. And I think just the biggest difference is, you know, how long they want to be committed to, that kind of focus and that kind of, you know, all-out um, regime, you know, in a way. And I think that's what kind of separates the guys. Um, but going beyond the will and desire and the ability and what they put on and what they're prepared to put on the line is they're all, I would say, very close in that area. And that's what makes them all champions. I mean, it's, it's been, you know, it's been an honor for me to be involved with such high-class, you know, athletes. So... It's it's like I say. I mean, it, but it's hard to differentiate what separates. I mean, I think they're so different in in their mannerisms and the way that they uh, approach things. You know, especially from my side with regards to training. You know, but the commitment, desire, and all that has always been, you know, top notch for sure. The uh, thanks, caller. Thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah. Hey, how about the dedication? Seriously, well, the dedication. People see the, 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 the checker flag and the big checks, yeah, and they're exactly. like, oh, this is awesome. I've been to Florida on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> no. It's not fun. Uh, I'm sure. Right? Like, it's, it's, uh, like you said, it, these guys push themselves. So, so, Alton, if you don't mind me asking, I, I don't, you know, I'm not asking you names, but would you say dedication would be the thing that would make them uh, be successful or non-successful? Well, yeah, I mean, because it's tough, you know, I think, and that's why even, you know, the program that I have is, it's it's not easy, and I don't think it's for everyone, you know, and I think <laughs> no. as long as the guy can, you know, can hold on to it, 
the longest, really, in a way. And and it evolved. You know, the guys that start off, their the hunger's different. And then you know, that when the more they win, the the hunger gets not that it disappears, but it's just in a different way. Yeah. You know, the the whole thing, the dynamics change, and so you kind of find you you're along for the ride, and you're constantly adjusting and maintaining and trying to keep the program and all that going, but also all the outside, so, you know, with all the travel that, that, you know, having basically two bases, you know, where you've got to have a base in California, you've got to have a base, in, you know, in Florida, all the different tracks, the, you know, the, all those dynamics, is it gets tough. And I think for the riders, you know, and the athletes, that's the hardest part is being able to hold on to all of that and have some sort in a way of maintaining that high level with all these other pieces of the the part that needs to be taken care of in order to get the job done the right way. So uh, I think it's more just, uh, uh, you know, uh, biting the bullet for as long as you can with all that, you know, that process in a way. And that, that I think, is the toughest part for for the athletes. And, 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 you know, know, that's why I think, you know, like, obviously I was the longest time that I've been with someone was Ricky. And, and, you know, he was amazing at, at holding on that long to to doing that amount of work and that whole process mm-hmm. and all those ugly days to get the results that you can, you know. And at least today, and I mean, even with RV, the cool thing too, and, you know, and Ricky was like that, and even James, they know that they have a responsibility, you know, mm-hmm. to, the, to the people that they, you know, the teams and the sponsors. So they are prepared to do that, but a lot of people don't understand like how much of that is going on behind the scenes to be able to have those results, you know. So it's not easy. It's it's you know, there's definitely, you know, so you know, every job has its up and downs, but that's it's not an easy job for sure. You know, although the rewards are good but yeah. at a you know, at a at a lot of you know, risk and and in you know, a work that never ends. It's it's every day of the week, you know, I mean there's no real difference. And that's that's a big thing, you know. Um, Devin, our producer, he's got a question for you. What's going on, Alden? How you doing? Good, thank you. Good. Hey, uh, I got a tweet in saying, rumor has it that Villapoto was possibly sick this weekend. Um, if that was true, what goes into training with you know a rider that's sick? Does the training regiment change? Does their diet change? What are the, the? Can you maybe mention what are the biggest parts of you know a sick rider during a Supercross season? Yeah, I mean, he was definitely under the weather. I think everyone could sort of yell at, at press day. You know, he kind of had a throat issue, and it was just really, I mean, you know, a little sore throat, cold, you know, head stuffy, blocked nose, That the usual sort of, I'd say just, a, you know, um, a cold that, you know, since he, mm. I mean, got, you know, oh, that's tough. You come from Florida, then you come to California, the time changed, the, mm. The air difference, the whole thing, and 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 uh, you know it's easy to pick up something. So that that yeah, he, you know he struggled during the week to, to get to the weekend. Um, but all you do is adjust, you know, the training accordingly, and and you go day by day. You know, and there's and we got little things that you know you can monitor heart rates in the morning and the way his recovery ratios are. You know, on the training, I can see you know how much I can load and how much I have to back off. So. You kind of got to be on it so that you can get the best out of you know the athlete and you know make sure that he's recovered enough. But they're obviously not going to move the races, so you've mm-hmm. got to go and deal with it. Um, and uh, yeah, but at least you know he got through that okay, and you know he didn't feel too bad you know on the evening. But you know you could see it wasn't wasn't ideal. But um, you know, and the, and the cool thing is you know you it, it's a sport where you, you know, there's no excuses. You, you know everyone's in the same boat. Everyone has to deal with, you know, whatever, and you, you go and 
do what mm-hmm. you can and you make it happen and move on. But yeah, it was a little little tough leading up to the race, but um, he's actually a lot better now, so that's good. And uh, hopefully, that's enough of that because, as you all know, we're we're on a seventeen weekend, oh, yeah. you know, deal where it's just yeah, it's fed out. So uh, yeah, it, that's another thing that you've got to try and monitor and during the week and and you know try and avoid stuff and avoid being out amongst too many people, which is tough and. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a never ending you know just trying to think of every little angle that you can cover to protect yourself and make sure you're as good as possible for the for the weekend. Uh, question about working with RC. I've I've had a theory for a while and maybe it's wrong. I don't know. Maybe you can clear it. I mean, he went out on top, uh, won every national seven. I think he re- entered and he won all seven of them. Um, won supercrosses his last year. Um, I my theory was he just got. He just he saw Stewart pressuring him. He knew he had to work hard, and he had tons of money in the bank. His legacy, tons of money in the bank. His legacy as a crosser of all time is well secured. Do you think he just he just said, "Ah, I just I don't want to work that hard anymore." I mean, he did it for so long. Yeah, I think he he knew how much he had to work to do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, he understood that no no better than anybody else. You know, and and I think yeah, he got to the point where you know he had met all the goals that he wanted to do and. He was started to weigh up that he knew the level that and amount that he'd have to be to put into to be in competition at that level, especially with all the up and coming guys. And mm-hmm. he, you know, he decided. He said, "Man, you know what? It's it's not worth it for me to put in that amount that I know I need to be doing to stay at that level that I need to be at." Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I think that was one of the things. And then obviously the draw card of. You know, having another opportunity, you know, in NASCAR and all of that was a big ticket and a big draw. Which, you know, I don't blame him. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think right. that. So I think between the two, I think you know he he decided, but it wasn't. You know, he had decided a while before, which was was pretty cool. He had set his goals. He had set when he was, you know, you know, yeah. call it, and yeah. and he stuck to that. You know, there was no changes. It wasn't. You know, one month everything was good, and then suddenly he said, "Look, I'm over it." You know. Mm-hmm. Um, he really stuck to his plan, and and uh, you know, and I admire that because it was done a long time. You know, at least yeah, yeah. you know we. I mean, I knew a year and a half when he, when he was wanting to what his plan was and what he was doing. At least, you yeah, know? he could so, he could add another was, title. Per, he could have added another title pretty easily. He went Absolutely. seven for seven in the last year, right? Out, the outdoor was it time. seven? Yeah. Seven? I, I don't know the number, it's, but Roger tried tried to talk him <laughs> right. to stay. You know, he right. that and that would have been a gimme. Yeah. I mean, the guys were getting yeah. hurt, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that would have been an, a walk home to a eleventh, I think, national title. Yeah, um, it's and, amazing and he is, stuck you know, to himself. Look, yeah, Sorry. and when I look back, and I think even he looks back as the amount of preparation that he had to do just for the part-time deal, he might as well have just done it all, you know, <laughs> and still would have, right. you know, done done well. But uh, you know, anyway, I think he wanted to, you know, he had other commitments too with with some of the driving too that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. created that plan. So. Wow. Uh, a couple more questions for you, then we'll let you go. Alden Baker on the line on the Pulpomex show, presented by BTO Sports. Uh, PEDs, performance-enhancing drugs, good God, Alden. Uh, tweets and emails and message boards, and um, <laughs> it's a popular topic. Uh, and unfortunately, I can't blame everybody. We live in this world with baseball guys yeah. and, and Lance Armstrong now, mm. and we live in this world mm. where athletes are now met with a raised eyebrow. And and I, like I said, I can't blame some of these people for sure. Um, yeah. your, are they in our sport? Are they in a lot? How's the testing? What needs to be done to be better at it? What's your take on all that? Well, I think you, you know you're right. I think at any 
high-level sport and where there's money involved, then unfortunately that dark little piece can easily creep in. And and I hope and I yeah stories myself and and there's enough talk on all the you know and obviously in all these message stuff that people are doing this and a lot of junk gets thrown at me, which you know is very upsetting on my part because I think anyone that knows me and 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 the athletes that I've dealt with uh, know that that's not part of the deal and I've been in the sport gosh 14 years now and been through athletes and athletes have stayed on the program for a while and then left so on my end you know if anything something would have come out an athlete would have never let me go if that was the case on my end Mm -hmm. but I do feel that I think it has to be addressed because like I don't even have a fight like people throw stuff at me and I'm like well why isn't there testing and 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 they should be you know this sport is you know, now, I mean, gee, it's live every weekend. I mean, it's big. It's a big deal. And I think the promoters and, and the AMA have done a, a fantastic job. I mean, it's it's, it's amazing. Uh, this sport is phenomenal. And But I think that's a missing part. I mean, because my athletes put in a lot of work. We, we sacrifice a lot. And there's no way of, of kind of protecting us in a way, meaning there should be testing. Um, and I've spoken to, you know, a lot of the officials about, you know why not? Why can't we? I mean, we didn't. We got this impact test put in mm-hmm. like quickly, you know. And I think that could be generated where something with with the, you know USADA could be put in there and put in place, and they need to check. I mean, I think it it keeps everyone the same, and that's the way it should be. And and I believe that that's something that that has to be done, and it has to come from you know the organisations that put this event on and that and. Uh, I, all my athletes, they probe. I mean, they would want to know if someone else is missing, or you know, or you know, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So I think everyone's for it, but someone's got to step up, and I think it has to come from the organisation to make it happen. I mean, the FIM are, are are governing this this sport, and I don't understand why there isn't enough testing, you know. And I think this year I heard that they are, and, and I and like I said, I. I hope so. I think it needs to be done to to get a get a grip on that part mm-hmm. because it's left loosely, and and I think in all fairness to the guys that are doing it right and that are putting in all this work, that sacrifice so much. It's something that should be in place. I know all the teams would want it. Um, Ryan's even said that you know he would contribute to mm-hmm. making that because he would want to know. You know, you yeah, these stories are you know which guys this and that and yeah. and and I hate to think of that. I think. In this sport, I mean, gosh, it's the races are 20 minutes and the outdoors are 40 minutes. So I think it's obviously not necessary. I don't understand why someone would want to even test that road for the for the amount of risk involved, you know. And yet, but there needs to be some sort of monitoring and and checking of that. And and I I still don't understand why. And I you know I can't get any on. I know it it gets political in a way of who's yeah. going to do it, this and that. Who's going to pay for to it? To me, yeah. we're, right. it can be done. You know what I mean? To me, I, I don't see... I mean, I've researched where you can get your solder involved and provide the facilities, and it should not be a problem. You know, and I would say just, you know, take the top five, every, you know, all random race, right. just do it and, and, and get all the guys on the same plan, and, and it will be good. I think it's important and something that's missing in the sport for sure. I, I think... I think there's a factor um, that some of the powers that be don't want to deal with any kind of scandal. If someone, something came out where anybody was ever caught, they just feel that there's no upside for that. 
You know, I, I think yeah. that they they look at baseball and look at other sports and the scar that stuff like that is put on it, and they just don't want anything yeah. to do with that. You know, I'm not saying that's the whole reason, but I think that's part of it. Yeah, and I've heard that, and 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 that, but that's sad because you know what, it's not going to go away. No, no, it, it, you know, and and at what point are you? You know, my point is that something. Will, I believe that even if they don't do checking, something's going to come out at some point. At some point, you know right? Mean? And then and and then what? Then then do the organizers and everything say, turn? Ah, oh, well, we had to. You know, like what then? You know, like yeah. to me, that's even more of a mess than. If they actually caught someone, you know, yeah, I agree that's help. a very short-sighted you know view, I mean? but I still think that they're they just are trying to turn yeah. any kind of blind eye they can at this point, and you know, as long as it's not affecting what they feel is their final product and their bottom line, then you know they right. are willing to look the other way if it you know for whatever does go yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad. Well, that yeah. like What's... I said, it is too bad, and and my my you know my what I wonder about is okay, then why do we have like the SIM involved governing it and, right. you know, even Amy, you know, like I said, what is their purpose? Their purpose is to, for me is to govern it, to put rules in place and to make sure that it's at least a fair shot. I mean, it's the same as they have sound tests and they check, you know, the bikes and all these things, but that's a big part of it, you know, and, and we do, we are in an area where it seems that people want, you know, are not, don't feel that bad about going off and cheating or going down that road, you know, and, yeah. Like I say, I think that that's not right, and it's not fair on the guys that that are sacrificing and doing it the right way. You know, so yeah, I you know I'd like to get into a discussion. We've tried, and and I still, as I say, don't understand. And and it it takes time because you know, like even on my end, when do I get a chance to go and meet with them and do you know and say you know, and it shouldn't be really my job. You know what I mean? No. But. I'm, I'm bummed because I take a, little, a lot of flack and, and I don't even have a, I can't even have a say. Right, you know? right. And, and, you know, like I said, people can come along and, you know, pay the money, just do the test, but I'd like to see, you know, that everyone do that then. Well, right. you know? What's the expense to do something like that, Alden? Well, from what I get and what I've researched is, you know, it's probably about fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 to set it up for at least random of five tests in a, in a, in a season. You know, that's from all, what I've looked at, which, which that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think if you got everyone together and, you know, I mean, even if the teams all contributed a little bit and the riders, I bet you everyone would be on board. And look, I think a lot of the problem is that they, you know, you can take, uh, 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 you know, a cold flu tablet and it might have something that's in a, you know, illegal in there. And that's a big concern. We even got to watch what medication you take. So, you know, or if you use a steroid cream, well, that's not right. You can't use that. And and so that's, those to me, I think, you know, yes, that's where it gets into that gray area where, you know, like, well, where do you draw the line? But I think if you get, like, USADA involved, they know what are the big bad boys, you know. They experienced, and they, you know, set a, you know, at least a decent list of stuff that they know that is, you know, in all the other sports that are that are wrong and it's not right. And mm-hmm. Put it in there and get everyone to sign off on it, just like you have to sign off, do your impact test before you race, and then test on those, you know? I mean, and at least start somewhere, you know, because I think yeah. that that's, you know, got to be done. I mean, I think it's, 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 it, there's too much junk that's getting thrown around there, you know, that's left out there hanging that's unacceptable. It, at this level, in, in yeah. such a, what I feel is a high profile sport, too. Um, 
Last question from the caller here. Uh, Nick, what's up? What's your question for uh, the great Alden Baker? Uh, yeah, I just had a question, you know, being a you know, weekend warrior. Uh, you know, if you got any advice for someone who has, like, a family, you know, uh, a job, uh, kids, stuff like that, to where, uh, you know, give us a weekend warrior some advice. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think that's, that you know, I get asked it quite a few times because, I mean, that's what kind of, you know, makes the sport is that's where it starts. And um, I would say the biggest thing is I know you don't have a lot of time and, and you you know, and, and even I see geez, with, with my family and with me having to accept that's my job, so that, you know, makes it a lot easier. But I would say just more planning, you know, like figuring out, you know, how much time do I really have to allocate to either training and riding? I think that's where it starts. And then working on balancing the two out. I mean, yes, you need to ride the motorcycle as much as possible. That's the key. But then you also need some sort of basic fitness. So I think on the days that you can't ride a motorcycle, at least forming some sort of basic structure where you at least could put in, you know, 40 minutes and that may be just, you know, cardio where you are, you know, doing some sort of cardio training, running, cycling, swimming, or on the other days, you know, at least some strength training because, this sport requires you to have some sort of strength. It requires you to have, you know, decent cardio. And then obviously the riding is key. So I think having a plan, but it has to be allocated. Most people try and when they ask me, hey, you know, give me a basic program. I'm thinking, yeah. well, you know, how do you do that when you don't even know how much time you can allocate it? No use me saying, yeah, well, go out for an hour, hold this heart rate, this power and all that when you really can't, you know, you've got 20 minutes yeah. for the day. So I think it's a big the thing to really be serious on what you can allocate towards training and then balancing that out between cardio strength and then obviously the riding, which I'm sure the riding is mainly weekends. Um, so then during the week, you know, allocate your week where you can do some sort of basic cardio and strength. And once you get that, you know, going, mm-hmm. then I think you can isolate it to, you know, heart rates and getting better and more educated in that area for sure. Uh, thanks, caller. Thanks, Nick. All right, thank you. Uh, last question for you, Alden. Um, rumor has it from from one of your guys, you can only do fourteen pull ups. That's that's the rumor. Yeah, I know what <laughs> I know what that little dirt snake is saying. You know, I think I know exactly who that just, one is. You know? I, someone just wanted you to touch on that. Someone just wanted you to, you know, to maybe. Break. Did he fail to Did he fail to tell you the rest of the story about that? He probably did. He probably did. Yeah. That the that particular day was five sets of twenty. Okay. And that was the fifth set, and I got to fourteen. Then I had RV crack some, you know, unique remark, mm-hmm. and I lost it. You know, right. but they saw weakness in that, and that's the thing, man. I'm under the gun a lot, man. They, yeah, yeah. If there's one little area, or whatever, then they, yeah. But so, but I know who that is, and that that little fellow's gonna, he'll pay, pay in some laps. I can assure you, but <laughs> yeah, so. And I bet you I can be more than him. So anyway, right, right, uh, right. So on the it's a on, fun it's a fun crew. They're they're a good fun crew. It's, uh, it's, it's actually been a great off season. I've had you know from all scales, you know, each sort of levels, which has been really really cool. You know, and and a great group. So you know, definitely blessed and happy to have such cool guys around to to keep me young. You know, they're like they're like my children. You know, so, you cannot uh, have cool. you, you cannot have thin skin around that that compound. I can, no, I can no, vouch it's, for that. It's, yeah. it's never ending, man. No. Yeah, and and as you know, you've been around enough to see that too. So, uh, Alden Baker, it's thank funny. you, for, thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Uh, I, th- I know. I feel thanks, like we learned something. Thanks for having me and.
Sorry? I said, I feel like we learned something today. So thank you. Oh, okay. No, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. And uh, yeah, man. Okay. We'll see you guys soon. All right. See you All right. later. Okay. All right. Bye. Cheers. Alden Baker, everybody. Uh, trainer to the stars. Before we go to the commercial, JT, quickly, if Alden Baker does not train Ryan Villopoto, does he end up with as many wins as he has now? No, absolutely not. Okay. Yeah, so, not, even, not even a question. Not even a question. No. Okay. All right. All right, everybody. His track record speaks for itself. Uh, we are going to take our second commercial break of the night, come back with Red Bull KTM's Kenny Roxon, the X-Brand Tweet at Tits segment, btosports.com, Tweet at Tits segment, uh, X-Brand Goggles uh, uh, Rapid Fire Questions for Berluti and JT. We have some questions for you, Berlute, Yeah, from some fans, mechanical questions really? again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. Right, let's, let's do this. Let's go to commercial break. We'll come back on the Pulp Mech Show presented by btosports.com. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JVR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All 
and Fab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Purge Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA proven on the track is your 
bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
W Wheels. Welcome everybody back to the Pulp Mech Show. W Wheels, based in Southern California, WUSA, founded by John and Kristen Allison. Kristen Allison Anderson. W Wheels, some of the best stuff out there. Hubs, wheels, complete wheel sets, rims, spokes. They can do it all. They got some bitchin' ass colors too. And if anybody knows W Wheels, it's Tony Berluti. Right, Balloon? Absolutely. Great stuff. I recommend it highly. Yeah. So the same stuff on Roxon, Dungey's bike. Chad Reed uses W. Uh, stuff's badass. Uh, I'm going to be getting a set of W wheels here for my uh, vintage 1990 Cali. So thanks to W wheels. com. Check them out online. And 810 Solutions. Don't forget 810 Solutions. Are you looking for the best uh, one-stop source for the best uh, athlete performance products out there? Go to uh, 810solutions.com, the number 810solutions.com. Uh, Rhino Power, Brat Bars, you name it, they uh, they have it. Tomac, Reed, Roxon, they all use it. And um, uh, many other guys, so 810 Solutions on board with us. Berluti, some Led Zeppelin. Yeah, thank good, you. Good choice. I like it. Good choice. Yeah. I like uh, Van Halen better, but I'll take it. So. Dude, we can't have Van Halen all the time. Yes, we can. Why not? Well, all right. Maybe we should. I like them both. Maybe but we should. You got to mix it up, dude. Maybe we should get the Scorpions on for our next guest. I like Scorps. All right, Kenny Roxon. What up, buddy? Do you like the Scorpions? Love the Scorpions. No, it's not my kind of music, to be honest. Oh, uh, okay. Well, they're but they're German and they were huge. I know. Yeah. Huh? What kind of music do you like? Hmm. Right now, I don't know. I'm listening to a lot of rap. Okay. But honestly, I listen. I'm not picky with that stuff at all, so I'll listen to anything. Right, right, right. Rap. I, but it's good to see that you're. Uh... Do you have rap over there in Germany? Come on, really? Um, we do it. We honestly, we have more American music than we have, or English music than German. Gotcha. Singing. American or English? Um, I say English because I think there's a few bands and a few singers that are from England and stuff, or from Sweden. Right. That are good. Hey, Kenny. And, um, yeah. Dude, your intro at A1, epic. The intro? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. That song. <laughs> What'd you do? What'd he do? What happened? I missed it. No, it was a rap song. That's why I said it. It's a rap song. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, yeah, DJ Snake, whatever, in uh, Lil John. Yeah, dude, come on. That's rap. It, come on. That's more, uh, I guess. I don't know. Hey, let's just say, let's, let's just put it this way. My section was partying when you came out. <laughs> um... <laughs> I suggest some Van Halen next time. We'll work on that, Kenny. You and I will get together. Hey, listen, enough enough about this. Congratulations. Um, um, as a full 50 guy, and, and you just you, you read, led 12 laps and uh, second best time of the day in, in practice. Uh, wow. Nice job, bud. Yeah, uh, I'm, I was speechless, to be honest. I mean, um, I didn't write. I was writing good during practice, and then um, the heat race, I was, I don't know, like it was just so much going on, I feel like. Like, you know, we were real close together and a lot of battling going on, and I mm-hmm. didn't really feel like I wrote that great. Right. But I wasn't stressing out at all because I think that it was good that I got to go to the semifinal because, you know, that gives me another, you know, a little bit more uh, track time, I would say, and, um, you know, it was a good warm-up for the main. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, Justin Brayton catches you and passes you on the last lap, puts you in the semi-race. I know, so, cool, but, huh? But you weren't worried. <laughs> but, but you weren't worried. You had 11th gate pick or whatever, but you're like, ah, screw it. Whatever. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, I wasn't worried. I mean, of course, I would have really liked to go straight to the main, but um, at that point, I was just like, man, you know, I get to do another start. I just took it as an advantage, I yeah. would say. Good job. Nice, yeah, nice job. We had Alton yeah. Baker on earlier, by the way. He I was, was actually, when I went to the, when I went on the start for the main, 
I didn't really know. I was probably took me like ten minutes to choose what 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 gate I would take because they were all horrible. Like behind the gate, they were crooked and deep, and I'm like, dang it, what am I gonna do? And I just picked one. I was just like, man, I'm just gonna go for it. <laughs> well, you could have just guessed too. Pick any gate and guess like the 800. Just guess and go. Drop the clutch. <laughs> I know that was insane. Um, uh, yeah, fantastic job on that. First thing that came to your mind when you crossed the finish line, or the last lap. What were you thinking about on the last lap? And uh, to be really honest, I have been more nervous at, at certain races. Okay. Where I would say, like, I don't know, last year or even the years before, because I've been more nervous. I was just doing my thing. I knew James was coming. I wouldn't have made it easy on him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if he would have, if he would have passed me or tried or whatever, I would have for sure tried to like come back or something. I know he was pinning it at that moment, but um, I don't know. I just kept going, and then. Uh, and then after that, I was just like kind of cruising, I would say, and I was wondering why nobody really came closer to me because I just felt, really felt like I was going slow. I took my time, <laughs> but that was just a kind of track that where you really needed patience because it was kind of slippery, but not, you know, mm-hmm. and sketchy. So I don't know, that last lap, I was just like, please bring it home. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then the tricky part was the whoops. I mean, I was like, okay, one more time through the whoops. And then right before the whoops, I took a deep breath and just uh, uh, yeah. went through them and then. That was it. Uh, how was that quad? I know you didn't do it in the main. Nobody did it in the main. RV told me the the berm was all blown out. But how was it? Um, I don't think it was that bad. I mean, once you jumped it the first time, um, it was totally fine. I actually cased that thing like the third time I jumped it because I overshot the berm. The corner before that triple before was really was kind of low and like kind of weird to get. Mm-hmm. But then I overjumped that triple once, and then I still went for it, and I kind of cased it a little bit, but it wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, 702-586-7857. You got a question for uh, Anaheim 1 winner, uh, Kenny Roxon on the uh, on the KTM 450. Uh, great ride. And, uh, man, we, we, we were talking about, of course, you know, all of us uh, in the media, we talk about you and Tomac and rookies, and everyone's like, ah, maybe he'll win. Maybe it'll take a little while. Oh, no, no. No, no. First race. Boom. There you go. <laughs> chalk, chalk that off. Yeah. Um, Hey, Airshock, you, uh, I understand you didn't run it for the, uh, for the night show? Yeah, um, well, we had had a, quite a few, or I did have quite a few problems um, lately with it. Okay. Still decided to ride with it just because I actually preferred the, the feeling on the bike a little better. Yep. And then uh, rode with it the first practice, and then um, I was in the other rig, and Kelly came over and said, hey, Roger wants to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, really? Like, I didn't really know what to expect. Right. Went over there, and then um, they took me to the side, and, yeah, they told me that there were some problems with it again. And um, at this point, it was better. They said, you know, it would be better if we go to the other shock. And then I was like, okay, this is it now, though. I stick with the spring shock <laughs> for this year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so, I was okay. really bummed because, yeah. you know, like, this it's such a different feeling, actually. And then I only had one practice left, and I knew that practice was going to be faster because, you know, the track's more broken in and right. stuff like that. But, honest, I just went on it, and um, I actually, well, I thought I did really good. I had a lot of uh, times in the in the 57s, and um, I don't know. There it was. Yeah, Shorty said he likes the air shock a little bit better in the whoops. He likes the feel in the whoops. Yeah, me too. I, yeah. I just think it, uh, I, I feel like the ceiling is a little safer, I would say. Right. And um, I don't know, traction-wise, you know, a little bum, stuff like that. It's just a little plusher. Right, right. Um, and to think, too, you won Anaheim 1, and lots of reports of you breaking your arm. Pete Fox uh, Instagram a shot of you with a cast on. You uh, fell in Florida. 
uh, misdiagnosed, I guess, a break, but it wasn't really broken. But still, at some point, you were off the bike for a little bit, and you thought you may have had a broken arm. Crazy. Well, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the full story. Yes. So, um, yes. Please do. Crashed in Florida. It was not my fault. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. Crashed in Florida. Um. Then I went straight to the doctor there. Um. It was already weird. Like there was literally no one in there, and we called in before that I'm coming and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was all set, and uh, I was literally waiting there for probably about two hours. So the doctor came in. Um. We took X-rays and stuff, and then he was like, "Oh, sorry, sorry. I had to eat some lunch." Now, <laughs> guy, come on. <laughs> But um, no, I, I didn't care at that point. But he said that on one side of the of the arm, you know, I could see maybe a little crack. Mm-hmm. On the other side, not. Um, we're just gonna put you in a cast for two weeks. Already there, I was like, hold on, buddy. And then he's like, when is your next race? And I said, uh, yeah, I'm at the fourth of January. He's like, oh, well, if it's not good, then you probably can't ride. And I'm like, already there. I was like, okay, see you. Yeah. Like I was, I told him I was gonna ride no matter what. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Went back to California, and I got a check from Mikey Rangel, that's my Fox guy now. Mm-hmm. His mom does that for a living, looked at the x-rays, and said, uh, she said that there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Jeez. But after that, I still went to Dr. Alexander, and uh, just to double-check, we took new x-rays again, and he said, Kenny, you're totally fine, nothing is broken. So we took the cast off right away, and um, I don't know. Yeah. It, was, it was a little stiff, I would say, because I had the, a cast on for about two days, and, you know, like, the movement's kind of gone a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just moved it around, and um, I just waited a few more days for safety. I think I could have ridden, but at this point, I didn't really have to rush because I've done all my right. riding. So, like, a week, basically the, a week after the crash, I started riding again. And um, and believe it or not, a week is actually a lot in Supercross, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Every time, right. every time you come back, you're like, I feel so off. Um. Berluti, did you know that he's got uh, Roxon lost a gear guy but gained a man friend? Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah. Beaker. Beaker's his man friend. Beaker's an agent now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> an agent. Yeah. He's going to be driving me around. Oh, stuff like that. dude. Nice. WMG, Chris Beaker on stop. Can't believe it. Um, I thought he was a lifer at Fox there, Rox- yeah, Roxon. Sure. I thought he was a lifer. Um, but that's cool. That's good. You guys get along well, so that's, that'll work out well. Oh yeah, 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 like really well. So I'm, I'm really happy for him. I'm bummed, but happy. I would say, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I mean, I'm, I'm still working with him, probably more than I was before, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm stoked for him. All right. And uh, the, my new guy now, Mikey, or our new guy, I would say, he's super awesome. Does a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in it now for I think a year and a half or something already. So, um, man, I mean, everything is working great at the moment. Yeah, and your gear was on point. Oh my God. Uh, wow, it was yeah, it was on point. People loved it. Foxes. Yeah, I, was, I, I told people because cool they said that you're sick and stuff. I'm like, well, if you can't see now on the track, then I don't know. You must have not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, really. I'm hey, um, Devin, you're gonna get set. Oh yeah. Right. The moment it comes out of it's out. It came out Saturday. The moment I get paid. Okay, <laughs> that's more like it, right? <laughs> um, we'll try to get you paid from the show here, from the Pulp Show, yes. one of these try. days. Um, We'll try. Yeah. I got a question for him. Or yeah, yeah. Got... go ahead, Berluti. Yeah. Hey, I, I watched a little bit of the uh, the TV part in the main event, and did you ever have a oh shit moment? I couldn't believe how calculated and smooth you rode that whole race. I what I can think of, I didn't. Um, I don't know. I might have made one mistake, but not like sketchy thing. Like after the triple, where it was like that double triple where uh, James passed Reed and Dunge. Mm-hmm. And then I think I just messed that up once maybe. And I think I went double, double, single. 
but um, nothing ever sketchy. So um, maybe that was key, you know, being patient. And uh, probably it was not about, you know, who's the fastest. It was about, you know, has the most consistent laps and it's still going pretty fast. You know, oh, you were unbelievable. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, hey, how's uh, how's everything working with Ryan Dungey? Uh, you know, obviously, you're battling him now. He's your teammate for years, but now you're in the same class. Now you're training with uh, Ryan Villapoto, his uh, his main competitor for all these years. How's that relationship? And uh, talk about if Ryan uh, Ryan and you have the same deal going on, and if, if it's all good. No, it's all solid. I mean, I wouldn't really understand if he would be weird to me. He's not, absolutely not. Right. But I, I wouldn't understand if he would be because mm-hmm. you know, I mean. It doesn't really change anything in between us, you know. Yep. Um I mean I talked to both of them. I'm totally I'm basically fine with anyone, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, you guys I think you guys know that and um I don't know, everything has been working great. We're riding together on the test track, everything is pretty cool, so Good, good. I don't think nothing to complain about or anything. Yeah, you know how this sport can be though sometimes, right? Like the egos and the money and the entourages. So that's good. I'm glad it's working out. No, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, no, fantastic. Um and then uh you had a choice between a 350 or a 450. Why did you take the 450? What, what was the reasoning behind that? Uh, and, and, and you rode the 350 in your previous three Supercrosses, but maybe just elaborate a little bit on uh, why you went 450 route. Well, well, yeah, I had the choice. Um, I mean, if I would have told Roger, hey, I wanted to ride the 250, he would have let me ride the 250, you know. But yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I think when you come from the 250, going on to the 350 is like – it's kind of like a 250, but more power. Mm-hmm. So that's actually great. Where it definitely took some time on the 450, but um, I, I don't know. I was just thinking, you know, in the long run, um, why not? You know, everybody else is doing a 450 too, and uh, um, I think I, I could get. I was thinking I could get strong enough to, you know, be able to handle it. It's, and I like power in general. You know, uh, mm-hmm. not the more power, the better. Of course, it has to be rideable. But um, I don't know. I just dig the power because I think I'm more a smoother guy. And uh, I don't know. It just shoot me well. And I was like, you never know what's going to happen. And I'm just going to stick with the 450. And uh, my mindset was done because I just wanted it out of my mind. Right, right. I, um, I said, okay, 450, last call, that's it. And then actually never, ever thought about it again. Yeah, yeah, probably probably the way to go. Your contract's up this year, right? It's your last year, your KTM deal? Yes, it is. Oh, Berluti. Roxon's going to be a rich man next year. Probably. <laughs> oh, God. Well, especially he's be, if he continues on he what he's is doing. He's going to be backing up the Brinks truck. Fantastic, though. Good for you. You you deserve it. You earn it. You got a world title and a uh, 250 Supercross title, almost a 250 national title, and, and now you're starting off your career. Why'd you have to throw almost in there? Well, I just. Why'd you even bring it up? So, Sorry, so close to 250 national title. Yeah. Well, I'm I don't a- care. You know, I mean, people talk a lot of, uh, about a lot of things, anyways, but uh, right now, honestly. I just have an empty mind. I'm focusing on my training and everything. And uh, I don't know, just take it race by race, you know. Uh, when are you and Scene uh, Cirillo going to take your comedy act on the road? Because uh, follow you on Instagram, follow you guys on Twitter. Uh, it seems like you're getting along pretty well. Oh, yeah, we totally are. I mean, he's a super nice dude. And uh, I don't know, we're, you know, we're just having fun together. We're joking around. And um, I don't know, I just really like him. It looks like we're uh, probably going to go on a mountain bike ride together on Wednesday. Nice. Yeah. Um, obviously he lives a little further away here, but, um, no, yeah. I mean, he's super cool dude, you know, really think, with both feet on the ground. So, um, I don't know. We get along really well. I think you two are probably, and I, I've certainly been down to RVs enough. Uh, I think you two will help RV maybe, maybe get some more fun in his day to day job. Cause it's not fun down there in Florida. Um, but you guys are younger and you seem to like the little joke and laugh and maybe that'll get our, I mean, cause you know, RV likes to give it, likes to dish it out. So. 
Um, I think that'll help him. I think that'll help him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, it helps all of us, to be honest. You know, it's, uh, the program is already hard enough, so I think, you know, to get a little bit of fun in there um, is never bad. No, no doubt about it. Uh, all right, Kenny, thank you for coming on. Man, appreciate thank it. Thank you very much. Congrat- no problem, guys. Congratulations. Have a good night. All right, see ya. Thank you. Bye. Kenny Roxon, everybody. Unbelievable. A1 winner. No calls for Kenny Roxon. What a class act, duh. He's a good dude. Yeah, we've had him solid. on a bunch. He's, he's uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I wouldn't blame the kid if he's young, so you wouldn't blame him if he, all the money and all the attention went to his head and maybe he got a bit of a rock star attitude. Always been great, man. Nah, uh, for sure. Humble, humble dude and uh, friendly with everybody. And one time, one time he came up to me, he's like, hey, man. What's up with David Villeman? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, nah, he's kind of on me on Twitter and stuff about my my Chipotle and all that. And I'm like, oh, he's just, he's like, man, I, I really like that guy. And I don't, I don't want him to not really? like, yeah, like, That's I really funny. respect him. He was a great rider, and I don't want him to. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, he's a class act. He, Roger, I mean, back in the day, he came over on 85s and, yeah. you know, yeah. hung out in the shop and blah, blah, blah. But, and you met him then. He's the same way. Suzuki missed the boat on that one. Nah, you, What? Suzuki missed the boat on keeping him, you know? No, they didn't miss a boat. What do you mean? They had him. But they didn't get him for, you know, they didn't get him after he turned pro and all that. No, they had him the whole time. Gabor's had him over there. Yeah, I know. GPs. I know, but then what happened? Roger lured him away. I know. That I'm was saying. a serious deal. Well, what What well, do you mean? He won. He was over there for Gabor's for a couple of years. I know. I'm so saying. what do you mean they missed the boat? They should have kept him. They should have never let him leave. Well, he left for a reason. For Roger? Absolutely. Well, Suzuki should have never left Roger leave. Uh, whatever, dude. You don't know the full stories on all that I'm stuff. I'm just saying. You're Geraldo. I thought you would get more, Kenny, more. Kenny's a good rider. He's an awesome rider. Suzuki should have kept him. He's already them. proved that. Stamp that. Suzuki they kept wanted them. to. Yeah. Believe me. I've, I've heard stories on the other side that they're very furious and upset that. That. How it translated, right, right. and he left there. Believe me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to get into no, it. No, I don't no, no. Yeah, that's fine. I don't want to open myself up and get myself in trouble. But well, you're not a Suzuki anymore, Berlute. Yeah, not really. Still, still a kind of Suzuki, though, right? You yeah, see Pat. You see all those spot. dudes, right? See Pat. Yeah. He's um, there. Vortex Buzzard. Racing, the leader in making top quality racing components for 15 years, and they're a proud supporter of our show. Starting starting this year, fantastic uh, to have Vortex on board. A thousand different gear choices for the sprockets. Uh, James Stewart runs Vortex Sprockets, so uh, why don't you? And uh, don't forget about their bars. Great bars. Uh, V3 handlebars. V3 motocross handlebar, 29% stronger than competition. Ride with the confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research and development and testing into those super strong bars without sacrificing weight. Uh, Bowers, Stewart, Robbie Renner, they all use Vortex. Check out VortexRacing.com. Also, you can save with Vortex by going under sponsor deals on the uh, – on the uh, com, you can save if you're going to get some bars and, and sprockets. JT, welcome back. Hey, I haven't been on the show for a while, and where's now you JT? got a new sponsor. Yeah, where's JT? Where'd you get, I'm here, I'm here. Sorry. Where'd you get Vortex, Steve? I got them for 2014. They came on board. They wow, wanted to be associated. Awesome, they wanted dude. to be associated with the best internet radio show that Pulp Mex has. Unbelievable. That's, 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 that's new, man. I guess I've been gone for a while. You don't even like me anymore, Steve. I'm surprised I'm even gone. I'm on pumped tonight. that you drove straight from California. Hey, to come I did. Here. I'm dedicated. You are. I missed the opening ceremonies. I was bummed. It's okay. Know? It's overrated. Don't All worry right. about it. No. Um, BTOSports.com. Tweet at tits segment. Uh, BTO Sports have been part of our show since the beginning. They're a huge supporter of uh, Pulpum X and the, the podcast and the show and really everything I do. And, and I thank those guys um, for helping us out. 
So check them out. They, uh, they're a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM team as well. they got a, a Matt uh, Gerke and Andrew Shorter on there, and uh, they're the leading online retailer in, Can- in, uh, in Canada, in the U.S., in Australia, in worldwide. They'll ship for free if you buy a certain amount. They'll ship anywhere for free in the world. OEM parts. You need some OEM parts? Uh, go to btosports.com. They're now carrying that. And uh, use the code PULPAMEX to uh, save money at btosports.com. Okay, here we go. Uh, Devin, um, you, you got about uh, five to 6,000 tweets. We were pushing seven at a 7,000 tweets, and you've narrowed it down to about 10. We got 11. 11. Um, here we go. Here's the best of the best questions for Berluti, JT, and myself. All right. Uh, at MXNut23 wants to know, Steve, what was your summary of JGR's uh, A1 weekend? Summary of JGR A1's weekend. Okay, well, Grant started third, finished seventh. Ahead of you. Yeah, One ahead of you. Right. Finished seventh. And Brayton, Brayton was sneaky Sixth. good. Sixth. Yeah. And he, he like we said, with Roxon, he passed Kenny in the heat to get right into the main event. Did you like the semis back, by the way, Berluti? Uh, or just more work for you? <laughs> exactly. More work. I talked to J-Bone at the end of the night. He was happy. What do you think, JT? Would you be happy if you were J-Bone? Um, yeah, I mean, not not bummed out. Um, I think he would probably wasn't thrilled that JG went backwards a little bit. Uh, but I thought Brayton was uh, – he was a little bit better than I expected. So I don't know if I'd be thrilled, but not, not you know. It's, it's the opening weekend, so to have both guys up there is, is what you want. It's just uh, – JG was in a good position and maybe could have capitalized a little bit more on it. Okay. All right. Next question, Devin. All right. Uh, at Ryan Phillips wants to know, uh, what will be Tickle slash Hill's best results this year? For Luke? Uh, I believe Tickle could be six or better. I really believe that. And Hill, I believe the same, uh, providing he went and got an MRI today, did his back uh, – you know, that his back's not jacked up. I, I, I think he's capable of the same. And Tomac should be back this weekend. Really? Uh, yeah. Already? Yep. I talked to uh, his team manager, slash team, our team owner, I should say. Should be back this weekend. Did that uh, kick just hurt or help you? Berlude? That helped me. Okay. Yeah, All I'm right. good. Fantastic. I think I'm pretty much fantastic. Berluti may or may not have money on Auburn tonight. <laughs> may um, or may not. All right, next question. Um, at official spags. Uh, Berluti and Steve, as a factory mechanics and once a factory mechanic. Don't forget it either. Don't ever. Nope. Um, what was the <laughs> trickiest part you've seen or had that you could never use on your rider's bikes? I know what Blue's going to say. I already know what he's going to say. Oh, yeah, the titanium the, pipe. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, we could have used that. What? I was going to say the whole carbon subframe. Uh, why can't we can't use those? No, you can't use them. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. You know what like, the Gabor's run? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Can't run them because they break and they could stab somebody. Come on. Yeah. You're saying an AMA you can't use them? Is yes. it an AMA yes, rule? Yes, oh, AMA okay. rule. Yeah. yeah, that's a nice piece. It is. Yeah. yeah. Did Akarpovich make those? Uh, I know they I made your skid plates. I don't know that. I know yeah. they made your skid yeah, plates, Yeah, they right? do. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I bet heard they... that, I've heard that quite a few times myself. Yeah. What? It's a really nice piece. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, next question. Uh, at Kempa951 says, I spotted Alessi running X-Brand goggles still. Are you still his goggle guy? He's run X-Brand goggles. He won the first heat, thereby proving my saying that if you don't wear X-Brand, you cannot win. That right. was the question. I was 1-0. Oh. Yeah. Hey, um, can you pull your mic up and talk into it? Can you hear me now? No, no, you no. can't talk no. into that part. you got to talk into the front. 
No, 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 no. No, the mic itself. This? You've got to tilt it up. Okay, like so. There. Better? Yeah, because oh, the mic right. is, is a directional mic. So, you got to talk into like, yeah, right into that. All right, all right. Well, um, now, I now I know. Now you know. So, Alessi wore X-Brand. Yeah. And he won. Okay. Yep. And JT got a lot of texts. Everybody got texts. Everybody got texts. He had bad vision on the set, then the main main event start, though. Couldn't see the gate. The vision in the Something heat race, happened. though. But the vision in the heat race, <laughs> he saw that that gate just flinch. Yeah. He, no, he was gone before it flinched, my Here's friend. the deal. He was Here's gone the deal. before it flinched. I built Michael Lessie's goggles for, for a couple of years. Yeah. We had the laser gate incident. <laughs> I reported that Jeff Alessi was shining a laser in competitors' eyes and got ejected, and they were not happy about that. It all proved to be exactly true. But they were not happy about me talking about that. Mm. So they didn't want any part to do with me, and truthfully, I didn't want anything to do with them. Smash cut to uh, Jake Canada getting fired on the team for, not, for failing a drug test or not taking a drug test, depending on what you, what you hear. I had Jake Canada on this show. I said, Jake, this is what they're saying. Is it true? Jake said, absolutely not. Yeah, I was on that show. Okay, and we moved on. Right. Do I believe that Jake uh, Canada probably failed a drug test or did not take one? Yes, I do. Was I going to? Which one? Failed to take it? Or, or, or either one. It? Either one. Oh, come on. No, I, I, I believe that, that that's what happened. I don't believe Jake Canada threw away a salaried ride for no reason. Like, just, ah, I'm over it. So what do you think, though, of the two? Did oh, he, I don't know. No, I don't know. That he didn't take it or he failed it? Don't know. Either Come on. One. No, I don't know. I don't, 50-50, whatever. You don't know. Okay. No. Um, but was I supposed to hook Jake Canada up to a polygraph on the air? You know, and say, Jake, <laughs> we are going to grill you now. Right. I asked him the question. He denied it. Yeah. We moved on. Yeah. Well, again, Moto Concepts, not happy with me for having uh, Jake Canada on the air. And they... So, again, we sort of, de- de- you know, didn't want anything to do with each other because of that. Smash cut. I figured they'd be in another brand of goggles, but they know the vision oh. quality. They know the four-layer four foam quality. They know the goggle is superior and fantastic. They were, they were using – they wanted to use X-Brand. They did not want me to build the goggles. Rich Taylor at X-Brand said, he's my guy. So they are building them all themselves, and I have nothing to do with them. I report the news, and they hate me because of it. Yeah. Why did I know you were going there with this? What other – Radio show has ever had Mike Genova on. I'll wait while you guys list them. I think only you. I would assume DMXS probably at some point. I don't think they have. Uh, MX Talk Radio? I, I don't think they have. Uh, Weenie and the Butt or whatever those two are called. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I like Mike Genova. He's a outside, very successful outside businessman. I, I, he can be out there with some of his ideas. But on the other hand, I like people like Mike Genova who are outside the box thinking, I gave him a platform on this show to talk about his ideas. I, uh, you gave I, him a platform? Yeah, to come on the show oh, okay, a few times. Gotcha. And when Mike and Genova and Tony were coming on after Lasergate, I thought they were coming on to apologize. They were not. They doubled down on that. I didn't make them say those things. Anyways, so the relationship is very strained right now. Uh, but Mike himself, the 800. Still wear your goggles. Where's the goggles? Did well in them. I like Mike. He's got heart. He tries hard. Uh, yes, I thought the crying was a little weird. 
<laughs> and I was not a fan of jumping the gate. But I still like Mike as a person and as a racer and all that. I just I, – I, I don't want anything to do with them, I think, and they don't want anything to do with me. He didn't jump it. the gate. He just left – he Before just guessed. The gate, yeah, right. he guessed. He exactly. Guessed. He got lucky. Well, but he didn't jump the gate. If you, they, there has been people that have wheelied and got their the, over the gate, and they've got DQ'd over it, right? I've, I've heard. I don't of know. It. Have they? J Law. Yeah, J Law. There we go. J Law. Yeah, it's happened before. Yeah. You're not supposed to get your wheel over the gate before it drops. Obviously. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, but because there is a time I've, where you could wheelie over it, the gate drops, and your rear wheel goes over yeah. it, and that would be illegal. I Eddie Ray used to do that all the time. Eddie Ray did. Oh yeah, oh Eddie Every Ray. Time. Eddie Ray, who knew? Wow, how did he did, did did he get caught? I mean, did he end up jacking the gate up a few times? Uh, I don't know. It was always like you know, amateur joke races. So whatever. I was, <laughs> I, mean, if it, he... I was so excited about Mike's heat race start. That was so awesome. But then when he did it again in the main, I'm like, okay, I'm no longer impressed. You got time for a quick that story? Down. Yeah. Burner is training him now, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, Burner's got the keys. Well, we were talking about it before the main event. And I go, you know what? We talked. I go, that was complete luck because, I mean, obviously he left before the gate dropped. Bottom yeah. line, he left before the gate dropped. And that's JT's, how he got such JT's a great – JT's a little impressed by it, by the way. So. so anyway, so we were talking back and forth, and Burner told him, yeah, you got lucky this time. Don't do it. Leave when the gate drops. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, obviously, he didn't listen to Burner that time. Before you came on, JT said that Burner was pleading with him, don't do that again. Oh, so he's yeah. – okay, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what he – well, he must have been over there, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I think Burner's going to help him, though. Oh, I think he already has. Yeah, I think absolutely. he already has. Yeah. Uh, Michael Byrne. So, he says he has the keys to him. Tony has given him the keys. That's what I heard yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what I told Steve. I think that Alessi Hot uh, Tony hotwired him right before the main event. Yeah. He must have. Yeah, he. I, I that he, you're probably exactly right because he didn't obviously do what Burner told him not to do. You know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That guy's going down. So anyway, so that's a long <laughs> answer there. I don't build their goggles, oh. but they still choose to use X brand. I told. Uh, I don't think I actually did tell Mike. I meant to tell Mike. If he needs something, goggle-wise, I'm there. I'll back him up. I got lenses, tear-offs, goggles. I'm there. Um, but I think it says something that uh, he still chose X-Brand, even with uh, you know, the devil himself, me, wow. i.e. me, Yeah, you uh, in the pits. So Hey, that was a long question. I know. Okay. All right, Devin. All right. Um, Berluti. Yeah. How often do you guys put in, in a clutch during a race? Do you have to put in a new clutch before every race? Same th- and same thing with tires. I'm pretty sure you guys put on new tires before every race, right? Uh, not necessarily. I oh, ran okay. um, a my tires before the heat race, and I ran them in the semi and the main event. Mm. But they're fresh. They're good, and they're short. The, the mm. races are really short now. Yeah. They're they're they've gone to uh, six and then five, and then. Four. What four? If you go in the last chance, yeah, I didn't make the last chance. But clutch-wise, it's all depends on the rider. Mm-hmm. You have to uh, Josh Hill, like we talked about earlier. We have to put one in his bike every time he goes out. Okay. Brock Tickle, I can run probably two, possibly three races. Wow. Yeah. So wow. it's it's all it's all relative to how the rider uses the clutch. Hmm. All right. Um, Brett Jones wants to know. It seems most teams are using the separate fork function suspension um, over the air fork suspension. Um, is air forks doomed? What? No, that's a no. weird question. I don't think that was I don't, asked right. I don't 
I don't think he had good information. The people who are not using the forks can't get them. Well, no, he said, are they doomed opposed to a spring fork, right? Separate Uh, separate, form. But the separate function, our air fork, the Showa air fork is a separate function fork, but it's air. Okay. Instead of the spring, instead of the one spring. Right. Um, The air fork is not doomed. It's uh, just about everybody's using it. Hmm. I have it Would you agree, JT? Yeah, that's what I was kind of saying. He has bad info. He was yeah. his opening premise was that people are, have gone away from it, but they haven't. Right. All I right. think for the average guy, it's maybe not the best thing because they don't check it all the time. Like they might not check their tires and they get flats or whatever. But uh, yeah, for racing purposes, every all the top guys are using it. Hmm. All right. Um, Brad Young wants to know why the fuck. Does Steve have to bash Dean Ferris before his first race in his first season? Steve? I'd love – how did I bash him? This is what he said? Yeah, I know. People are stupid. Okay. Right. People, people are uh, – they take what they want to hear out of something. Mm-hmm. What I've said about Dean Ferris mm-hmm. is I talked to some Australians that said he's going to be good, and I talked to some Australians that said he's not good at Supercross and he's going to struggle. Mm. I think he – I think – he struggled a little bit on that bike on that team. He got a. Uh, Did so, he get a bad start? What happened on that? Yeah, I, I never saw really saw back. him. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I said that. I don't think I. I what did he? What was the word he used? Uh, bag. Bag. Yeah. Bag I, I, I don't agree with that. I just. I don't know. You know, but, I was when I was there. I was watching him during practice. He looked good. Um, it, I disagree. It, okay, um, but. <laughs> You know, I, I do think his bad result has to do with a little experience and a bad start. But do you think he can maybe get better? Is there potential from what yeah, we've seen so far? Yeah, he'll be so a top far? ten guy. Okay. First year supercar's not so bad. Mm-hmm. But you got to remember, he's on that bike and that team, and he, you know, he a lot had, of pressure. Yeah. I don't think 16th in in time practice is a strong showing. That's just me personally, though. True. But he looked good. <laughs> <laughs> um. Just from what, what 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 we came off of was his performance in Germany. I know it's outdoors, and I know it's totally different and all that, but he was really impressive there. So that's – and I know it's a totally different situation, but I just – it was just underwhelming. And he may come out and ride completely differently this weekend in Phoenix, but I was just – I was a little bit dis- disappointed. I just expected more. And if that's wrong to expect more, then, hey, I'm wrong. But I that's how I felt. Okay. Uh, Tanner Hall wants to know, Steve, who would you rather be in an elevator with, RC or Dirt Shark? RC. Why? RC. Okay. <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, there's something with you and Dirt Shark? Apparently. Mm, no, I think we're okay. JT, is there something with him and Dirt Shark? I'll ask you. Um, I don't think he's a huge fan of Dirt Shark. I don't know that there's anything there to it other than... Uh, I just think the videos suck balls. And I don't think I don't think either of them like each other very much. Okay, I, ju- I okay. just think the video sucked. Just balls. curious. I just you don't you don't care for Dirt Shark, and he probably doesn't care for you, and that's fine. Yeah, right. Exactly. Move on. He's lurking in noops with chicks and whores <laughs> and making probably really good money from Monster, so he's winning this battle of life. <laughs> so good, good for him. <laughs> oh, um, at average superfan wants to know after watching Stewart at A1 um, will he do better or worse um, from your preview and what you thought how he he's would better do. he's going to be better than I said better than all of us said including JT okay alright and um, pretty much covered everything else that's about it 
That is it, ladies That's it? and gentlemen. All right, fantastic. Let's get uh, Zach Osborne, Geico Honda, Zach Osborne on the line. Yes, sir. Would you have the number two? That has been the btosports.com tweet at tits uh, segment. Devin does no longer want to be called tits 2.0. His, his parents told him not to not to take that, and he doesn't like it either. Well, no, I'm, here's it. Okay, before we get into it, before you make me look bad, I'm not looking at you bad. You asked me not to call you Tits 2.0. No, no, no. Basically, I like the name Tweet at Tits. It's hard to beat that. That is a good name. I don't like being called Tits 2.0 on the air. I don't like when you don't talk into the mic. I am as close as I could possibly get. Pull it get. up more. It's You're almost in my mouth. Steve, I can hear him fine. Th- that's better, right there. What you did. <sighs> okay. All right. I'm it's touching a directional my, mic. I'm touching my lips no, it's to a the dir- phone. No, it's, it's a directional mic. You can't talk into the top. Gray Be radio, careful bro. where you put your lips. Uh, tits might have been on there. I just – it's a little weird to Which say – tits? See, that was perfect. Good good talk. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting Zach. Get Zach. Um, so, anyway, so btosports.com, tweet at tits segment. Uh, we'll figure something out uh, name-wise. Maybe we'll keep it. I don't know. It's kind of super weird if we keep it. But – um. Uh, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks to those guys. BTOsports.com. Anything you need, JT, for your biker body, anything, they have it. BTO Sports? Yes. Oh, heck yeah. Use the code PULP. How's the BTOsports.com Supercross VIP program? Uh, it's going good. It's going, it's, uh, I don't have anybody for Phoenix, which is a little bit disappointing, but what? I also didn't do Phoenix last year because I raced in Germany. So, okay. Uh, if anybody's interested, let me know. It can email me or contact the show. Yep. Um, but, yeah, as of right now, I have no one, which not surprising. I didn't have anybody last year, even before I kind of announced that I wasn't doing that one. So I'm not sure. Maybe Arizona people hate me. Who knows? The um, $750, you get a, uh, you're basically a member of the team for the day. Track walk, you get to meet some riders. You get to take home stuff uh, yep. from some of the riders. You get all access to anything you want. You get bur- bubble burgers. Sign gear, sign gear. Uh, prize packs that I've built myself, get all kinds of stuff. Hey, yep. JT, I need to make a complaint about your Bubba Burgers over there. All right, I'm not really emotional about it, but you can Man, feel those free. things, the, the, whoever's firing those things up, we always end up next to those guys, and those Bubba <laughs> Burgers must be the greasiest things in the world. They're just like the smoke's blowing over in my area, and I walk away at night smelling like a barbecue. Yeah, I, I can feel your pain, but I can... Also say that there's nothing I can do about it. Are they good, though? Berluti, I stand in that smoke on purpose. I want to smell like a barbecue. Yeah? Yeah, it's good. Okay, all right. Guess the ladies. So. All right. Just throwing it No, I, I feel I understand for sure. I that apologize. I deal. wish there was no, something I could do about it. No, it's not your deal. I'm just jacking with you. All right, let's get our next guest on the line. Uh, Geico Honda, Zach Osborne. He had a terrific race at Anaheim 1. Third place with a battle to the death with Dean Wilson. Uh, he's my pick. No, he's not my pick for the title. He's my pick for the title if something happens to Dean. Congratulations, Zach. Are you kidding me? Thanks. Look, we had a big preview podcast. I don't want to misrepresent what we said, but I'm just going to say this way. I'm very high on Zach Osborne this year. I feel like he's going to come away with, with multiple Supercross wins and, and, if, and challenge Dean Wilson for the title, if not win the title outright. Why did are, you you just... as, are you as high on Zach Osborne as maybe like a Jake Canada would be? <laughs> I have no comment. <laughs> I'm already going to get in that enough. I'm going to get, get in enough trouble as it is. Uh, Zach, if you want to listen to some other people talk about the 250 West series, there's a podcast out there you can listen to. Okay, I'll check it out. Congratulations, third place. You happy or you pissed? 
Yeah, I think it was a, a solid start. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, I just kind of got wrapped up in it a little bit too much there. Um, should have maybe waited a little bit longer to make the initial pass and um, put myself in a little bit better position. But um, yep. a lot of positives to build on and um, took 20 points from the weekend, so I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah, you and Dean Wilson had a great battle, but in some ways you are slowing each other down, huh? Yeah, we were definitely slowing each other down. Um, I uh, yeah, I should have should have just waited and maybe uh, you know maybe given it another lap or two and and made one solid pass instead of nine different passes to mm-hmm. to uh, eventually get him for good. JT, do we think that the Osborne Wilson battle was that dirty? That battle? Yes. Uh, I didn't think it. Was, I thought they had both played really nice. To be honest with you. Me too. Okay, I'm just checking. Yeah, I thought uh, both of them had plenty of opportunities to get real dirty, and neither of them did. Well, there was some checking up and riding across and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, there was at least three or four times where somebody could have ended up on the ground, and both of them gave the other guy room. All right, let's ask Yeah, it it was definitely – it was fair racing. uh, Like, no no harm, no foul for me. I mean, um, I actually got into the side of him a little bit the first time, um, not so much on purpose, but – I was kind of running into people there all, all day, not on purpose. Uh, I hit Mookie there in the heat race. I hit somebody else in practice. It was just a little bit of chaos. Um, I was riding, like, lower and tighter, and everybody else was turning down. And when they would turn down, it seemed like I was right there to nail people. <laughs> um, yeah, it was good. It was good racing, though. That was exciting. unbelievable. If, that's where the race. That's where the racing was back there. Huh? I know. If you any problems, Zach, with uh, Jason, uh, Jason Anderson, Cole Seeley, if that was you. Uh, no, I I, I would have done the same. Um, I thought may, it, on TV, you know, it's always a different perspective, but it looked like to me that uh, you know Cole could have maybe done the same in the final turn, but uh, yeah. you know I I wasn't in his shoes, and I'm sure if he had the opportunity. Um, to take the win at A1, he would have done it. I'm just glad you're finally racing Supercross and not you're not in the jungles of Italy anymore. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, how was Larocco after the race? Yeah, he was good. Um, our whole thing going in was, um, you know, just to be calm and not get wrapped up in, like, being fastest in time practice and this and that and the other, just do my own thing. You know, I've been riding a lot. I've been riding good and – um We've put a lot into it this off season, and uh, you know I stepped up to to ride west when Justin got hurt, and mm-hmm. everyone, the whole team's been really, really around me and behind me, and um, it's been a lot of work for everyone. So we wanted to just kind of take it in, um, calm, cool, and collected, and uh, ride the way I've been riding. And I kind of got away from that a little bit in the second practice, and uh, he kind of let me know about it, and then. Um, for the last time practice, I kind of got back into my groove a little bit. And uh, definitely for the night show, um, I was riding good. Just, like I said, kind of took myself out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you, do you, you know you used to wear X-Brand goggles, right? You wore them to uh, many great performances. Did you happen to see the vision that the 800 had in that first heat race? <laughs> it was pretty clear. <clears throat> Very clear. Clean cut. He was over that gate before we knew it. Especially on the gate. Yeah. Yes, yes, fantastic. Okay. He, he won the heat, huh? That was awesome. He did win the heat. Yeah, that was amazing. Oh, it's crazy. Crying and everything. Berluti, where do you stand on that crying? We had a big discussion about it earlier, but he, you weren't here. So. You know what? I, I don't have a problem with that. He's emotional. 
clearly. Yeah. Well, so what, what I didn't hear the earlier because yeah, I was right. you know driving from you know right. just to get on your show just to let you Thank know. You. I know, brother. No, You're seriously, I'm guy. dedicated. Right. You know, I, I really wanted to be here pulp, for you. Pulp show fans, and I apologize. Pulp fans, I do, pulp. man. I'm sorry I didn't make the main event, the beginning. Wow. I can't believe this. The great Tony Baluti is apologizing I to am. me. I am. I'm serious. I really, you know, I told uh-huh. you, and I felt like I let you down. And then uh-huh. you go, you're, so you can't make it at all. You know, I, I, your text was like, yeah. kind of like, no, nah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm in if you're gonna let me in. Oh, Berlut. No, really. Okay. So, so anyway, back to yeah. What would you guys talk about? I, I mean, he was emotional. He was. It was a heat race. I know nothing. That's like what we a, thought. Not it's... a main event. JT said that nothing they could do would surprise him at this point. Nothing. I I concur with that for sure. They've, it's whatever they yeah. get attention. JT also said there was there's dragons were real back in the day. Dragons, dragons. Uh, I just said you can't prove they weren't. What what, what what's the dragons thing? Just you know, another thing we talked about. Oh okay, I missed it. I'm sorry. Hey Zach, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. How how's the six? Great to be here. How's this? Uh, look, and you're a friend of the show, and, and we're gonna when the series goes east, you're coming up here. By the way, so. Um, Am I? Yeah, you're gonna come host the show. Host okay. It. Yeah. Um, how's the 16? How you like it? Uh man, like, um, I was not that pumped on it at first. Like at Monster Cup, I was like, meh, meh, maybe, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now, the more I ride it and get used to it and stuff, um, it's coming around. What do you think of the 16, JT? Uh, I think it's cool. Yeah, it's. Uh... I gotta admit, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. But we'll get used to it. We were we were looking in that first practice. I didn't know any of those numbers. I'm looking at everybody like, who is that dude? Who's that guy? So, so you know, you'll get used to it over time. Is yeah, I like it. I think it's um it's good. It's just um gonna take me some time to get used to it and stuff. And right. I uh, I definitely like it though. Any words with Wilson after the race? No, actually, we had some words before the race. Um. Huh. I did. Did you guys see that? No, no, no I don't know what I you're just, talking about. I'd, I'd like to hear it. Um, well, we pulled up to the gate. I had fourth pick because I was second in the uh, in the slower of the two heat races, and um, I, I walked down like two gates, and then I had I was going to pick the one beside the box, and then so I walked down to 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 the inside of whoever it was, which was where I wanted to be, like gate six off the box, and then. Um, it wasn't very good, so I turned around, and when I turned around, Dean's mechanic was already prepping the gate, and I mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I'm going I'm to start here. And then it was just kind of heated a little bit. But Oh. Yeah, what's the etiquette for that? As a, as a, <clears throat> I've been, I've kicked people out as, as a mechanic, and then I've gotten kicked out. You know, because the rider well, hasn't made his choice like, yet, so. In Europe, you roll into whatever gate you want. I know. Whatever one this, looks good for this you. This isn't Europe, Jack. This is America. Yeah, I know. That's, that's a much better way to do things over there. Because colors don't run. Um, that system. JT, what's the etiquette on that? Uh, sorry, I missed it. You missed it. Sorry, there's a national championship football game going on here. I'm yeah, I'm watching too, JT. I'm... All right, let's just sorry. all watch it. Okay. Oh, uh, it's just... not hockey, though. Let's what, all are you watch kidding it. me? All right, great. This is awesome. Great, great, hey, great, uh, great radio. What the etiquette it should be whoever gets the pick. Well, what if the guy walks away from the gate? But I wasn't done picking it. Like, give me, give me yeah. a second. 
Yeah, give give him a few seconds to to pick. I mean, that's 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 what I think. That should be etiquette. Give him like if if he actually moved to another gate and then Dean got into that gate and then all of a sudden Zach says nah, at that, that point no. Yeah, like if I like my mechanic was still sitting at the opening in the in the back barrier and then yeah they were in the gate and I was like well hold up pull it back. Yeah, I, I heard a different side of the story, but I wasn't there. So what was it? Uh, I mean, obviously, from the other person involved that it wasn't, you know. I, there's obviously two sides to every story. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure yeah. you felt you were in the right. So tell the story. That, no, I, I just heard, <laughs> you know, obviously, he just was felt that you'd already picked. Yeah, and, well. You know, obviously, you felt right. that you hadn't yet. So, I mean, whatever. I don't I don't know who was right and wrong. Oh, I wasn't this, there. This is Gategate. Yeah. Tell, tell the story. Fire him up. Gate, no, that's really, up. that's really all there was to it. It wasn't really up. a story. Berlutti. Yeah, no, it's no big deal. I mean. Uh, I expected it to actually get more heated in the race because we were, you know, yeah, we had that funny. already, and then we were battling. And but it's cool he kept it clean, and I appreciate that. I like to race like that. I mean, it's it's fun. It's more fun like that. That's good, Berluti. I could see you getting intense. You ever had that? You ever had that? Oh, absolutely. You ever I'd yell be, at somebody oh, about that? I'd, I'd be in there. Uh, uh, have yeah. you? Have you? I mean, yeah. What happened? Actually, one time, uh, one of Alessi's guys, Varner, right? Varner. Tommy Watts, machine gun, right? Oh, Jesus. We're at a Golden State. You're going State. back to 88 well, now. It doesn't okay. matter where no, I'm going No, I know, back. I know. Come I know, on, dude. Why do you have to go back there? No, like that? Who, who knew? Okay. okay. Well, I'm just telling yeah, my story. Tell the story. So, same deal. You know, he's uh, – I, but but it was a little different than that. I mean, we got – Golden we, State. Yeah, yeah, we had the pick, and he was kind of trying to get get in there early. Who was Varner's you know? rider? Jeez, uh, who would have that been? Mike Healy? Golly, you call me on it. I'd okay. Been like a Willie Simons or something. I okay. don't know. But I'm like, hey, bud. Out. Out. Get out. You know, and he looked at me. And I go, hey, out. You know, and he, I mean, we didn't hassle or nothing. Oh. He moved out, but you have to call it out. You know, it's my, my pick. Get the move. You know. People on Twitter, you can't send me tweets of the Komodo dragon and to prove the dragons were real. Okay. That's not a real dragon. Do we have that? Understand? Hey, where's Tits anyways? Tits is gone. That's For de- good? That's Devin. Hey, Zach. What's up, Devin? How you doing, bud? Good, you? I'm doing great. Tits I'm, the, quit, I'm the new Tits. Tits quit the show. Wow. Did, did you get your optics before he quit? Yeah. Okay, uh, you're good then. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're dialed. That's <laughs> all that matters. You're dialed in. You got your optics. He didn't want to do the job anymore, but if you do want to talk to Tits, Fly Racing Moto 60 show on Thursday at noon. Okay. He still works the phones for that. Cool. Um, what else? Not a lot. Just um, did some testing today and going to be ready for the weekend. You're my pick to, to win multiple races this year, Zach. Yeah, I'm working on that for you. I know. I know. I hope it's so. coming. I hope it happens. Um, it will. Were you surprised by Anderson's speed, or did you think he'd be that good? No, I know how fast he is. Um, we have test tracks that are literally – right back up to each other, and um, I know he's going to be fast. Um, I was a little surprised by Seeley, but um, definitely I think if I can get out with those guys, um, you know, I can I can do it. I thought Anderson would be good. I don't know if I thought he'd be that good. But he, yeah, was, he, he was great. Yeah, good. Full props to him. Yep, um, for sure. All right, buddy. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And we're going to get you up here uh, when the series moves east. You are going to fly up and host the show, co-host the show. All right, I'm down. Uh, unless your trainer needs to take you to Vegas for anything. 
or the Canary Islands or Norway mm, yeah. or no. wherever. Uh, Bermuda, Bahamas, Aruba. No, ooh, Jamaica. Gonna, I'll ooh, just I'm come to Vegas. Baruba. Uh, never mind. I was singing. Um, yeah, I, I said Jamaica, and you didn't keep going. Oh, was it, is it Jamaica in there? I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I want to take you. Yeah, ooh, I want to take you. Yeah. Zach's lost right now. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are a bunch of old dudes. Zach Osborne, third place, Anaheim won. Thank you for coming on. Good luck, bud. Thanks, guys. Don't dish the media in Phoenix. Please don't. I won't, dude. I seriously, I, that's why I texted you because I knew you were going to be pulling that crap out. And I, uh. No. I didn't want to hear it. No, there's no crap, Zach, because my wife was in the parking lot and saw you before the uh, 450 main really even ended. Hey, Pookie, uh, that's bull crap. That's what Pookie said. Tell her to tell the truth, but she <laughs> she's lost some weight. Yeah, she's looking good, bro. Yeah, I asked if you were on the same program. What'd she say? She seemed rather optimistic about it, but... Ah, oh, that's my wife. It's our 10-year anniversary today, by the way. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, stick around. Poor lady. Hey, stick around 20, 30 minutes after the 450 main event and do your media obligations, please. Well, how about you just come straight to me after the 450 main? I did. I did this week. I didn't see you. I, looked, I poked my head in the truck and I, and I stood around. I swear. I was there. I talked to Will after the race. I saw Will. All right. Well, I will wait for you in Phoenix. Fantastic. Thank you, Zach. All right. Later. All right. See ya. Geico Honda, Zach Osborne, everybody. Um, what did you think of his ride, JT? Like, uh, were you – so we did the preview shows and stuff and – you weren't pessimistic about his chances, but you weren't as high as me on Zach Osborne. Did mm-hmm. did, did Anaheim one change anything? Uh, not really. No, I had okay. him. I had him picked for third, yeah, third yeah. place. So right, yeah, so you got third. You weren't more or or less impressed with him. No, I okay. mean, um, you know, Dean had some issues, and you know, Zach rode well, and then kind of the other two were pretty far out there. So, um, what kind no, of I, what kind of I, issues did Dean have? Uh, he was he's he was pretty beat up going into the weekend, so from, he from almost what? didn't even race. Injury or something? Yeah, he crashed yeah, on he New Year's crashed Day. Crashed on Wednesday, really bad. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Poor, poor Dean too. Like, geez, right? Yeah, and you you know you discredit. Uh, well, no, I don't want to say you discredit. I don't want to be like one of your fans that call you that you know you this and that or whatever. But I'm surprised that you don't have a little more. Uh, not faith, but in Anderson, that that kid's he's getting he's getting better oh, all the I time. Oh, I knew he'd be good, all but I think he surprised. He won the heat, and you know, and in one of his practices, he was over a he was a minute. He he had everybody by a minute. He didn't have everybody by a minute, Berluti. Excuse me, That's a, se- a second. That's really my, fast. My, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, that oh. is fast. <laughs> um, by a second. That's it was his home race. Oh, come on. Um, He's from Albuquerque. Are you kidding me? Mm. Yeah, every every race is his home race. He, he claims it. He claims home oh, race. Okay. Um, I didn't know that. Devin, uh, please tell us a little bit about this fantastic case that your predecessor seemed to really love. Oh, are you talking about Optrix? I am. Optrix. Let me tell you about Optrix. Um, they're going to be coming out with cases for the iPhone C soon. Uh, they're also going to be on, they're on Instagram. They're on Twitter at, at Optrix, and you can also like them on Facebook. Uh, I wanted to talk briefly about my experience of Optrix. I just got, oh wow yeah, yeah I just got my case. Oh wait a second, let's tell the listeners too. You got an Optrix case. Yes, but but Tits asked you for a deal <clears throat> at your job. Yeah, 
tits. Just still the legendary. What, what, what's your job? What do you do? I work at right now as a right salesman. Now. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. he just needed a. He wanted a motorcycle. No, no, no. He wanted some parts, and I was able to give him a tits. Discount. Loves getting the deals. Why not? Oh yeah, hey, hey, everybody likes deals. I can't hate on him. He hooked me up with a optics case. I know. I'm just saying. But uh, uh, so your experience with the Optrex? Oh, it's amazing. I just got the PPX. Um, it has interchangeable lenses on it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Steve. But it's crazy. The pictures you can take, uh, it turns your camera into a completely HD camera. I know reading it, you know, I had a little bit, you know, eh, I don't know. I couldn't really believe that because, you know, how I can't make it an HD camera without changing out my camera. I thought, well, it did. It has made it HD. I could take pictures underwater, and the thing's bulletproof. Take pictures of sea turtles? I haven't had the chance, but I will. Don't bother. They don't make picture of the day. Hmm. They don't make <laughs> photos of the day. We learned that. <laughs> yeah, we did. But, yeah, everyone, Optrix, check them out. They are sick. All right, everybody. Uh, X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. X-Brand Goggles is a goggle of choice for champions like Jessica Patterson, uh, Michael Lessie, Kyle Chisholm right now. Currently, Nick Way, Jimmy Albertson runs the beer optics. Um, if you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. It's that simple. Mike Gillespie proved it. Let's do this. Uh, we just actually oh. got our X-Brands at right now, and may I say I picked up two. Fantastic. Supporting the show. I like it. Amazing. I like it. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. All right, xbrand.com, 30% off on uh, xbrand.com. Oh, by the way, while we were on commercial break, mafiamotocrew.com, you want a discount? Pulp Crew saves you 10% off your order. Type in Pulp Crew on mafiamoto.com and save money. Uh, Mafiamotocrew.com, the official gear, uh, clothing of uh, Nick Way. Some good stuff that they make. 10% off, Pulp Crew. Um, Xbrand goggles, you want to save 30%, Pulp Show 13. Get you 30% off uh, xbrand.com, eksbrand.com. These are questions uh, submitted by a uh, Corey Moser, and they are to be answered in a rapid-fire way for JT, JT, Berluti, and myself. All right, let's get into it. Let's do it. All right, here Uh, we go. You ready, JT? I'm ready. X-Brand goggles. All right, first one, Berluti. Yes. If you could change one thing about your race bike, what would it be? Uh, I would like to make an air ride suspension that just floats over the whoops. I would. I'd like that if you can. Make JT that. would be back on the bike if you, <laughs> if, if you if you had that. Yeah, he would come out of retirement. I can imagine. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, JT, we kind of touched on this briefly, but who do you think has the keys to Michael Essie? Uh I was the one who brought this to the table, so I'm gonna have to go with Burner, yes. obviously. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, Steve, who do you credit the most of your self-proclaimed legendary wrenching skills to? Okay, self-proclaimed legendary. Yes, that's what that is. What it wrote I, and what was said. I I don't think that that's true, um, but I did win a summer cross. Um, my dad, his car mechanic growing up, he taught me a lot. All right, uh, Berluti. J Bone did yeah. teach me how to do Kip's valves though on a, on the late nineties, Cali. Yeah. Yeah, I could have showed God, you that. I could have showed you that. 800 parts in those if things. If you would have just came to me, I would have showed I know. you that. 800 pieces in those things. Uh, ridiculous. I know. Hey, let's design a power valve that has 800 pieces in it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Honda's got a flap, and it works just as good. No, the, the, the Honda's got 
pretty confusing too. They got where you had to time them too. Yeah, the HPPs, but yeah, I mean, yeah. but bef- after that, yeah. after the HPPs, yeah, that was easy. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, uh, Berluti. Yeah, which parts are the hardest to keep in like new condition as the series carries on? Uh, pretty much all the parts on the front end after even this race. Believe it or not, there's a lot yeah. of rocks that got, you got know, hammered. It got hammered. Mm. Yeah, eight point five. I like these the rapid fireness. Okay, of both rapid of you. fire. Yeah, both of you are doing well. All right, JT, have you cried after winning a German Supercross championship? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a valid. That's a valid question. With what went on? Oh here. god. One point three. Was he literally? Did, was it their waterworks? Oh, it, it was really? constant. I'm asking. You didn't see it? Where would I have seen it? On TV? I just saw the main event, but I didn't see the the the. Or I didn't see any of the heat race stuff or nothing. Um, JT, would you say there was waterworks? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, it's kind of mixed in with sweat, but he. I mean, he had he had every every emotional tool turned on. <laughs> he took yeah. he took crying from the TV broadcast to the live broadcast at the stadium on the big screen. I was. Oh, a lot okay. of crying. Okay. Good for him. He was happy. Hey, right. yeah. Uh, Steve. Yes. What was the best rumor or gossip you heard this weekend? Mm. Something he can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but uh, th- but then I would say I'd get myself in trouble. Something about Ryder's Chicks or something you were telling me earlier? Before? Oh, I, I, I didn't, No, I didn't get here that early. I'm no. sorry. I, I, that must have been dreaming it. <laughs> I'm at 17 seconds. I got nothing. I got nothing right now. <laughs> right. I really don't. I if I had something I couldn't say, I would maybe hint around it, or or even give you guys something that. JT, do you get anything? I didn't get. I didn't hear nothing. Um, yeah, yes and no, but I mean it's same way this sport always is. You can't talk about anything. Why not? Yeah, because everybody gets all butthurt and upset, and can't talk about people being hurt or sick or any. You know, can't talk about anything. Yeah, it's the only sport. It's the most secretive sport I've ever. In my life. All right. Small industry. All right, uh, Berluti. Yes, sir. A lot of people thought the RCH bikes were the best looking at A1. I did. Mm. From what you saw, who had the second best looking bikes? Uh, I always like the clean looks of the Hondas. The Hondas look really? good. Really? Yeah. Clean. I don't like those double mufflers. I don't like that either, but I'm talking about the looks. It's I was porky like, looking with those. Yeah, things. I, don't, I agree. It looks like it's yeah. It could use lose some weight. KTM's always look good. Orange frames on the KTM. Yeah, they look good. good. They, they look, look good. good. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. You know what's funny is the KTM, the factory ones. It looks like there's a little bit of South African influence in there with that. Looks like the South African flag or something on the side of the bike. Oh really? It's the first thing I saw. I looked yeah, at yeah. and thought of. I don't know what you're talking Have about. You ever but seen? I'll look, but you know what I'm talking about JT. No, I don't. Okay, well, pull up the the flag and then look at the side okay. where it goes from the tank to the side panel and down. It's yep. kind of got like a, a V thing in okay. there. Anyway, uh, yeah, 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 well. uh, whatever. All right. Uh, JT, what is the best and worst hotel you've stayed in? Best and worst. Wow, what's a um, random, random question? I didn't yeah, write it. I would say the worst has got to be uh, overseas somewhere. I've stayed, stayed in some really bad ones. Um, over the years, uh, the best man, that's tough. Um, really generic answer, obviously, but you know, some of the, the hotels in Vegas, like if you have a suite or something in Vegas, I don't really know how you can do much better than that. They had the lines then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
now. JT will be at the Lions Den <laughs> this week, this weekend. I will be. Yes, he's this weekend. Co- co- he's coming on Monday sh- next Monday oh, show. Okay, right on. He will be here, Berlute. The the great Jason Thomas. Is, are you guys going to go throw down some bets? Oh, I think we probably will. Yeah. Probably some blackjack paddywhack. Yeah. Which I dominate at all the time. Oh, I'm sure. Yep. Your pocketbook shows it, huh? Yep. You nice. don't know shit, you asshole. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Um, this one's been answered, but it's oh. if you've placed a blame on one person who's at fault, Tomac or Weimer. Tomac. Yeah, Tomac, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't see it. What happened? Because I didn't see it either. That just coming first lap of the heat race, Tomac was on the outside. Weimer was in around in the middle of the track, and Tomac just sort of squared, just kind of cut in, coming into the bowl turn, mm-hmm. into the next turn, and he cleaned out Weimer and himself. Hmm. So, yeah, all right, yeah, that has been. Oh, that's it. X brand. Twenty fourteen goggles are out, and they're on xbrand.com, and they are bitching. Legitimately, they're great looking goggles. Do you guys get 2014 stuff in? No, we are waiting on the uh, X-Brand stuff, but we did get the beer optic stuff. But I have looked at the X-Brand oh, stuff. Oh, 2014 stuff. It's nice. Even James Lissamore said they were good. And then he's a tough critic. He said they were good. Fantastic. Um, all right, everybody, that's the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. Let's take our final, third and final commercial break of the night. JT, we'll get you back on for a little bit longer. Hang all in right. there, buddy. And uh, we're going to take our third commercial break of the night. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Stick around. we got a lot more... Action to call from here with myself and Tony Blutie and Devin. All right, see ya. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. undisputed leader in high quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. 
find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to the Pulp Mech Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us, and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summercross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways, don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits. And they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a race tech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to... My podcast I did with him on Racer X. Check the archive. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars, will help you become a much smarter person and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Race Tech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. 
Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungy, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the moto company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the moto company. Motocompany.com. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. 
Welcome back. Black Ops Moto developed an aftermarket high output ignition coil. Unlike traditional ignition coils, the Black Ops Motor Coil has simple features not found on the old style ignition coil designs. They're the leader in testing and producing the latest generation ignition coil products, such as the high output pencil style ignition coils. With the coil installed, you'll see the improvements more power, quicker throttle response, and easier engine starting. Uh, Black Ops Moto has been mapping ECUs for over 25 years, so they know what it takes. BlackOpsMoto.com, uh, 30% off if you mention Pulpamex. So, Berlut, maybe you can look into those Black Ops Moto. Yeah, for help, sure. Help tickle off the line a little bit. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. We need all the help we can get off the line. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, thanks for going to Amazon uh, to make uh, – thanks for going to the Amazon banner on Pulpamex to make, uh, make your decisions, man. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, doing well. Thanks, everybody, for the support. Can't believe the Pulpamex show is uh, – Doing as well as it has, and Pulp Mex and all that comp and all that stuff. Mafia Moto Crew, ten percent. Type in Pulp Crew. Uh, check out MafiaMoto.com. Well, what it, what's it got going on? That's full gear. No, close. Oh, okay. Yeah, bitching close. What what's his clothing line that he's wearing? Is still MSR? Yeah, still oh, okay. wearing MSR gear. Yeah. It, it's he had some kind of does he have some wear some kind of Mafia on the front? Yeah, he's got Mafia brat badges everywhere. Okay. Mafia Moto Crew. And MSR is cool with that. Yeah, I guess. Oh, okay. I'm just yeah. curious. All right. No, Berlute. We're here to answer your questions. All right. I appreciate it. Berlute. Um, yeah. JT and I disagreed a little bit on this earlier. JT's back on the show. Um, James Stewart's crash. Right. Same old James Stewart or different? I mean, the way he came from like 10th to, to, you know, to making the pass for the lead, calculated smooth, nice style, moving forward, going fast. And then I was totally impressed. I was totally bummed what happened, but I'd have to say same old James Stewart at the end of the day. How was it different? I mean, Steve, here's the deal. I mean, at what point in time had you raced? The the, the only thing I will say about it, he's got more courage than anyone I've ever met in my life. I mean, to keep, you know, hitting himself on the ground that hard. And, but at what point, I mean, you raced, JT race, we all race. You got it. You know there's areas that you go through that are danger, and you got to back off at one point in time. What point in time do you back off? I got four Manitoba titles that say I don't know when to Wait, back off. Wait, we're not talking about Manitoba. We're oh. talking about JT. Uh, excuse me. We're talking about James. Well, I'm just saying I'm a champion like James. Okay, so you know how to ride. Have you, have, has there been, like, gnarly areas that you've raced no, that you I'm, come lap around and all of a sudden you got to know when do you say when do you got to slow down in an area? I just felt like this was different. This had different a different stink in the air, this crash. What was different? What's Please different tell me what crack? was different. What's different ah, on the just, crack? Crash. It just had a different stink about it. Stink? Why? It How? Have, Define it. I felt like his 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 axe, his, his, his crash – could have happened to, you know, anyone at any time, and it wasn't like him pushing the edge or going balls out. I disagree. Okay. At that How point do you, in time, I think was, it's the very definition of him going balls out. He totally did right then and there. When he was trying to make the pass, but, he was okay, noodled. But, and he, because he already gone to that section of the lap before and got completely out of whack. At what point in time do you back the fuck off? Did the bike almost hit you? Uh, it was close, but no, it was, yeah. I was kind of farther okay. down on the other end of the mechanics right, right. area. Uh, I was impressed with James. I was. Absolutely. Everyone's impressed with James all the time. But right. it's the same thing he always does. 702-586-7857. Give us a call if I, you can. I got to totally agree with you. I think I do think he's in a different place right now. See? 
I know on that, but not about the crash. He's in a different place. No, I think the guys. But when is he going to back the fuck off and win? And and God damn, what, next week he will. I hope so. I mean, I think he's in shape and he's strong, and I agree with all of that. But it's the same story over and over and over. He's got a gaunt face. <laughs> what the hell is that? His face is very gaunt. <laughs> it's a word he, he who's searching for. Last week for and couldn't weeks. find it to for, save his life. For two weeks. I've been, it's gaunt, bro. I'm sure he is gaunt when that happens every time. All right. I guess maybe I got You know what? I just got to admit when I'm wrong. And, it's not a matter and, of wrong or right. And today is not one of those days. If you believe in that, that's what you believe in, Steve. I just, I'm bummed for the guy. I was well, never more yeah. bummed for the guy than, than ever. I really was because I, right. I thought he ran such a great race. He started like... <laughs> 17th or something, from what I understand, from his mechanic. Yeah. Um, since 1984, Racetech is building suspension for the fastest riders in the world. Racetech's gold valves eliminate the restrictions of stock piston designs to provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. 100% guaranteed they're made in the USA. Racetech.com. Berlut, if, if you have a motorcycle, if you're like Devin over there and you got a brand new motorcycle, you should change your suspension oil ASAP, even if you keep the stock springs. Sure. Racetech.com. Why is that? Number one thing is Just suspension. cheaper oil they use when they put the bikes together. Hmm. Get good quality oil. Hmm. Clean out the, uh, the shavings, things like that. I, I'm going to make a liar myself. You and I had a disagreement here at one point in time. So now I just, I just, I just, just, just go ahead. I'm backtracking. I don't, I don't think, I think at the, when it's brand new and fresh, you got to change it right away because it get just like an engine. Yeah. There's stuff that breaks down. Right. And it gets contaminated quicker. But I think the oil they put in is decent oil. Well, whatever. Go to Racetech.com. Save money. My forks are off my bike. Send them out. They are. You're going to be set. His face is gone. Um, <laughs> hey, also, too, Racetech, uh, they got the uh, motocross uh, suspension Bible, basically. Racetech Technical Edge Seminars. Suspension Seminars, they will teach you the hows and the whys behind suspension. And... Uh, if you need a spring for any kind of motorcycle, street bike, dirt bike, vintage bike, uh, old ass bike, whatever. Their website's amazing. Their website is amazing. It is. Have you gone to it? Oh, yeah. You can get anything, and they yeah. give you spring. It's, it's pretty oh, damn it's really good. It's good. unbelievable. Yeah. Racetech.com. So with that, let's read some emails. Listen to this guy. All right. Jimmy doesn't think I'll have the – excuse me. Jimmy doesn't think I have the balls to read this on the air. So, Steve. Every week I listen to you talk about changing up supercross. You mentioned joker lanes, three mains, changing point structures, all of which are great ideas that I agree with. While you're constantly blabbering about change, I'm amused with one thing, and that is how ironic it is that you talk about change, yet your show has kept the same format since I started listening. You play the same songs. Face to Face is a great band, but they have other songs. Do the same segments and read the same boring-ass ads over and over while mentioning that you were a factory mechanic and a whatever-time Canadian champ. Four times. You talk about change, but look in the mirror, my friend. I understand the importance of continuity in a show, but please mix it up yourself. Yes, the co-host and producer have changed, but you didn't choose that change. It was forced upon you. Wow. Secondly, you need to chill on mentioning sponsors. You mentioned them so many times it has a reverse effect. It is possible to overplug sponsors. I actually don't want to buy their product because you force it down my throat. Really, bro? I force it down your throat? Stop taking two minutes to mention sponsors, then play a commercial, then come back to mention sponsors again and on to the next segment. Have enough already, we get the sponsors are. You're worse than Villapoto and Baggett. 
Lastly, for real, stop telling co-hosts and guests to move the mic closer to their face. Nobody listening can hear a difference of where the mic is, and nobody gives two shits. Thanks for reading. If you still are, please consider these your New Year's resolutions. Good work on the show. <laughs> guy says, keep up the good work on the show. <laughs> I beg to differ that this guy thinks I'm doing good work. Oh uh, Yeah, I'd have to say so. There. Uh, and thanks for the entertainment. <laughs> I'm sure you put a lot of work in, into without hardly any feedback, so I hope you consider my thoughts. Jimmy from Maryland. <laughs> oh, uh, that's Jimmy. probably one of the best one I've heard. Thanks, Jimmy. I'm going to say what Kenny Watson probably would have said right there. Jimmy, let's see if you could do better. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. This guy right here. Can I help it that people want to come on the show and be involved with the show as partners? Can I help it that I want to do the best job I can for these so partners? No, I can't. I do think I do think you could lay off the mic talk. What mic talk? Uh, you yelling at Devin about his mic. You couldn't hear him. Thanks, JT. Now we fixed it. Now we're good. I understand, but it took a good 30 seconds of back and forth. Jimmy ever about I am an directional, audio expert. directional microphones. I am an audio expert. I want perfection on this show. Well, you should do that during a commercial is all I'm saying. David says, Steve, a couple things from A1. I noticed Mookie and Sealy are both TLD riders that have different title sponsors. Mookie is Mav TV and no Lucas Oil, while Sealy is the opposite. What do you know about this? JT, do you want to educate David? Uh, I don't really know the answer, to be honest okay. with you. Okay. Uh, Lucas Oil owns Mav TV. Mav TV is a channel on um, satellite. Remember, Mav TV was the ones who were do- did the Pulp Mech Show promo that were going to put us on TV. I was going to get my Lambo and bitches. Kenny was going to get mounds of coke, and we did a pilot, and it didn't work out. That was Mav TV. Wow! And Lucas Oil. That's the network of the outdoors this year. It is. Yeah, Mav TV. What about NBC Sports? Uh, we're on Mav TV and outdoors. Are you dropping a bomb right now? No, they announced it at the banquet, outdoor banquet. <laughs> Oh, who knew? Does that mean Apparently Mav every, TV everybody at the on, outdoor banquet? What's that, Devin? Mav TV isn't it on all networks, though. I know it's on Dish Network. I got Dish. But... Okay, well, I don't. I'd like to watch outdoors. Well, go home and search. Okay. And search how to, sp- and search how to spell Lou. To buy a new package. <laughs> right after that. I may. Yeah. yeah. I may. This may be an investment. He, he knows a thing or two about packages. Yeah? Ooh. Where's your, where is um, she? So, anyway, anyway. same same, <laughs> same owner, Mav TV and Lucas Oil. Uh, okay. His name Lucas? Uh, number two. What Curi- about Mav? Curious about Roxon's upbringing. I always thought he was from Germany, but he appears to have no accent when he's on the podium. On the broadcast, they said his parents are from Germany. So, was he born and raised in Germany or born in Germany and grew up in the States? David, he was born and raised in Germany. I and he does have an accent. He does have a bit of an accent. Also, uh, they take English in school, so. JT would know. Do uh, the people that speak English over there speak uh, not broken English as much as maybe other places? Uh, I think he's a little bit different because he's been traveling internationally for so long. Yeah. Uh, he's been speaking to English-speaking people for, you know, his whole life, basically. Right. He's, he is very, very, very... Uh, well-versed in English. Absolutely. Uh, I would say he's one of the best speaking, you know, for it not being his first language, he's one of the best I've ever heard, but he still has a noticeable accent if you're talking to him. Yeah. Tommy Searles learned English good, too. <laughs> <Tommy's>, <laughs> whatever, dude. That was your guy. Searle? No. Who? The rumor, the, the urban legend. Oh, boy. The urban myth that I believe is true. Is that Robbie Renard, right. your guy, yeah. one of your favorite racers ever, uh-huh. 
visited England and said, boy, they sure learn how to speak English good here. <laughs> um, can you confirm that story, JT? I can't confirm it, but I can tell you it sounds about right. <laughs> Whatever. So he made a mistake, but the kid's educated. He's smart. J, uh, Robbie's a class act. Don't give him any shit. Come on, dude. Okay. Uh, Tim said, hey, Steve, up front, thanks for keeping the great work, keeping us diehard superfans informed. I would like to start by ripping into Fox. Who's the genius that put Christo Voda on during the broadcast? I'm not interested in her telling me what a ticker at the bottom of the screen could tell me about what's happening in football. She fumbled around and managed to re-report what we just witnessed with no more finesse than a Midwest ma could offer. Dare I say that's right, mom. That's what comes to mind when watching her. Think about it. Monster Energy Girls Everywhere, Diana Dogger, and even Aaron Bates replacement. All easy on the eyes, then Fox drops in. Krista Voda, there went my chubby. You know, I got a lot of this on my Twitter. JT, did you get some of this? Like, uh, No. Like, I want to see these people. I, I, you're not going to hear me complain that Kristen Voda, the chick Krista. on the, Krista Voda, is ugly or too old or whatever. Because I'm fat and ugly. Like, you have to be pretty good looking to sit there and insult these people on Twitter. Like, let me see your wife, guy tweeting me. Let me see your photo, guy who's tweeting me, that this person is too ugly for TV. I'm guessing they like, don't remember her when she used to be in Supercross. I know. She used to do Supercross. Exactly. And she's got amazing posterior. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? What do you posterior yeah her butt she's got Word a nice ass okay bud i don't understand people saying like this chick is ugly or whatever like she's a perf- like <laughs> let me see you guy on twitter i don't get that i think that's jacked up i think that's jacked up that's social media you can and say maybe, whatever you want and maybe that's because i did some racer x videos and, uh, and all people were talking about how fat i was and so maybe i feel i feel krista's pain but i feel like it's pretty ballsy to complain about an ugly-looking chick, there's nothing wrong with Chris Devota. Perluti, you just said she's yeah. got a sweet ass. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with her. It's not like she's like the troll or a Komodo dragon. Absolutely not. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tim goes on to say, talk about Alessi. It was awesome to see the outpouring of emotion from a guy who has lived and battled through a decade of sports pressure. Mike needs to own it and move on. It's not a bad thing. You don't need to get into a Twitter battle with Twitch over it. JT, did you hear about this Twitch thing? Uh, I know Twitch posted a video of it. Then it was pulled, I'm assuming, because someone It's because it's the video. Complained. Not, yeah. Like, like Feld said, you can't post the video. Oh, that's who pulled. Okay. No, I don't know. I'm guessing. Oh, no. I, I, I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, I doubt it because Twitch works for Feld. So I, 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 I'm, I would assume they just would have called him and told him to put, take it down instead of going that route. But that's... You know, it's just speculation on my part. Yeah. Um, it's the way Considering Twitch was on their, you know, on their stage promoting their series, I would have thought someone would have just called him and told him to take it down instead of... Well, no, because, uh, Devin, you said that he posted Instagram from... Or a note from Instagram. Uh-huh. Saying, right, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that Feld did that. I think Feld would have called Twitch and said, hey, take that down. They oh, wouldn't yeah, have reported okay, all right, it. And, all right, got it. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, it's like the way JT handles his jeans. He's a cool cat, and he owns it. There we go. Uh, Kenny Watson, adios, motherfucker. Enough said. Uh, keep up the great work on all the shows. JT and Weeds Rock. I'm also becoming a huge Mike Mason fan. 
Thanks again for all your hard work. Tim, I don't mean to bag on you with the Kristen Kristovoda thing. Just, you know, got to be nicer to these people. Like, really. They're professional. I know. Yeah. Kristovoda's been around a long time. She knows what she's doing. She's good at her job. Yeah, I think so. You know? Yeah. Nice posterior. Eric said, uh, my name is Eric. I've been listening to the Pulp Show for a couple of years. I was listening to Pulp MX Year Interview Show. During part one, I was remembering what I was going through during those first few months of the year. It was a tough time in my young life, and I realized how much this show helped me get through each week. I was a student teacher having a hard time in a classroom, and I would listen to the podcast every day on the way home. I really like listening to the banter you all have together and how it all becomes familiar. It also helps that every show is four-plus hours. That's not what Tit says. Thank you for hosting continuing the show. I know you probably aren't making much money from this, but it means a lot to me that you continue with it. I am skipping A1, but I should be at A2, A3 in San Diego. I'm hoping to get a glimpse of you in your sweet cargo shorts. I wear them, too, for the snack packing. Eric, I got new cargos for this year, Eric. Who else could afford a tiger, Tiger's Den? Lion's Den. Lion's Den, yeah. yeah. All right. Bring back soup treats and have, and have Weege on more. I love Weege. All right. Thanks, Eric. Uh, that's a nice email. Yeah. No complaining. No bitching. No saying this person's ugly. Just thanks for the show. That's nice. Right. Yeah. That's the Race Tech emails uh, segment, racetech.com. Check out sponsored deals on Pulp MX to save money at Racetech, and uh, you'll uh, you'll uh, love yourself for checking it out. Justin Barsha, let's talk about him real quickly. First of all, what was going on with his gear? I thought it was badass. What? Hideous. That the, the, how, it, how it shines in the light and it, it flashes and stuff, those stars? I thought it was bitching. Listen more. I thought... I thought it looked really. I thought, I thought it looked really cool, but really ugly up close. Exactly. Which was probably the That's... goal for they want to sell gear. You know, people in the stands attract attention. So I thought they were that was pulled off very well. I don't know that it was that effective up close, but I don't think that was what they were going for. I agree with you up close, but when when he's riding and that thing, those those stars were flashing. I thought that was bitching. I concur. Trevor, did you like it, my, my buddy Trevor here? He's on. He's on JT's bandwagon. Um. All right. So anyway, let's talk about so, him. Huh? So Barsha catches and passes Bar- uh, Stu in the heat race, and wins the heat race. Right. And it's looking good. And he had the fastest time of the day in qualifying. Yeah. Bad start in the main event. Right. Worked up to fifth. Yeah. Not bad. Is there anything JT that Barsha did to make you get off his bandwagon? Because I not nothing for me. No, not at all. He wrote great. Just blew yeah. the start right. in the main event. Could you not see him winning this weekend in Phoenix? Um, no, especially after how well he rode at Phoenix last year. Right, right. He's a bad dude. I thought he looked really good on press day. That's, I, mean, oh, I yeah? was telling yeah, my yeah. people, I go, to me, who impressed me the most was Barsha. Yeah. yeah. Then, he had a really under underrated day. I mean, fastest, practice, fastest guy in practice, passed Stu straight up in his heat race, won, and then had a quiet fifth. But he was really, really good. I think he, you know, he must have been fifteenth on the first lap at some point. At least, yeah. At least, yeah. What happened on the start? Does anybody know? No, I don't know. JT, he just got. No, I'm out. not sure. Him and Stu both blew it. I saw him get closed out. He got pinched off. So he got a bad jump. Yeah. He I tried uh, to jump the gate. <laughs> I asked him to come on tonight. Uh, no, no reply. So, um. Don't hold it against him. Steve. No, no, I don't. I'm no, sure no. he still no, loves you. He loves you. He can't, I don't know about love, but we're okay. Yeah, yeah we're okay. Yeah, he likes um, you. Um, don't. So, yeah, Barsha, I think, I'm think i with you, JTI. That's why I wanted to bring him up. 
don't sleep on his fifth or whatever. Like, Absolutely not. Guy was good all day long. Jersey wasn't good. Everything else I was. I liked it. You also like Chris, Chris DeVoto's posterior. Yeah. Absolutely. Could you imagine those stars on her posterior? Oh. What would that do for you? God. <laughs> Boing. What about the new pit reporter, Jenny Taft? Um, I think she – what I saw – How's little, her posterior? I, I didn't ever saw in real life. Okay. I just saw her on, on, TV. on TV a little, yeah. and I thought she struggled a little bit. Did you? A little bit. Yeah. I think she'll, get, she'll be fine. She comes from a hockey background, so I'll take her. She likes hockey. She was the in-game uh, chick for the LA Kings, Minnesota Wild. Is hockey paying your bills or is No, I'm just saying she's a smart with a chick. Because she's hockey oriented? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, whatever. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. That sounds ridiculous, he said. JT's got my back on that. Hockey? No. Nice. <clears throat> so much for your back. Screw you guys. All right, uh, NFAB, question of the day. We're still coming up with some segments for this stuff, but – and we're working. It's a fluid situation. But n-fab.com, the industry leader in making quality Jeep and truck products, pre-runners and off-road accessories. And n-fab are committed to building a heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular parts for all the latest trucks and SUVs. n-fab.com. Not only are they a substitute uh, associate sponsor of the JGR Yamaha team, they also help out the privateers like Chris Blows. Chris Blos uh, did not make the main event, but getting a lot of help from NFAB. I didn't know so, that. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Uh, Chris Blos also running free gun gear. Free gun shot, shot gear. Oh, yeah? And free guns on our show. Wait. That gear he was wearing was free gun gear? Yeah. It didn't say free gun on it, did yeah, it? Yeah, it did. Really? Yeah. Actually, I thought his gear looked pretty cool. Free gun gear. Special one-off stuff. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Blos getting help. It was sick. It was pretty cool, huh? It was. I was yeah. trying to figure out what it was. I didn't know what it was. Free gun. Okay. Well, are they going to come out with it? Because I'll buy it. I don't know. It's Wait, made by Shaw. You're going to have so much gear over there, dude. Are you serious right now? I have sets. Really? Sets. We're going to get you some fly gear. We do. JT. I agree. I'll make it happen. All right. Not even a question. Awesome. That's uh, my man. Jan, you there? Yeah. I'm what's, here. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Uh... You guys had talked about uh, Barsha's gear and how it was shining and all that. JT hit on how they're trying to sell gear. How can you sell gear that's not available in America? Like, how do you market that? You can now buy a, a stock gear. It is available now. It is now available. I'm still trying to get to the bottom of this thing, but it's available now. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's sweet. And uh, I had another question. Uh, JT, how'd the uh, VIP go this weekend? I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Um, they, there was a few press box issues. I guess the stadium's kind of under construction. So, but other than that, it was awesome. I mean, I felt that it went a lot, uh, it's a lot smoother and more organized than last year. So, all right, sounds good. I'm pumped for Indy. Right on, man. All right, thanks. You guys have a good show. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Bye. Uh, yeah, Alpine Star now available in USA. Interesting to watch that parts of limited relationship, JT. Right? Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on there. They always were, you know, right. everybody stayed in their corner with the boots and Thor gear and all that stuff, and apparently that's out the window, so. Yeah. Still and, looking for some clarity on that. And look at Scott. Scott uh, tried to bring some gear in, and that didn't go out well, and Scott is now no longer at Parts Unlimited. And yep. and so a lot, really? of, a lot of politics in this industry. And then, The and goggles then, also? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So... Like, people got to be careful when they're bringing in gear. and But Tomac 
Alpine Star signed Tomac as well as Barsha, so they're not fooling around, you know. Yeah, keep an eye on this is the kind of stuff that uh are interesting. Is interesting to me anyways. Yeah, it is interesting. Uh X brand or X brand. NFAB question of the day. Berluti. Yeah. Biggest surprise from A one. Biggest surprise. Ken Roxon. Didn't think he'd be that good? Not at all. Not what saying that thinking? I thought he was yeah, gonna be yeah, bad. No, 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 but I I, I figured Tomac, I, I really thought Tomac would be better. Obviously, there was an yeah. incident, yeah. but uh, there's no question in my mind that the kid's completely real. Obviously, he won a race, but he's he that that was my biggest surprise. JT, biggest surprise. Um, I'm gonna say Chad. I really, I really didn't think he was gonna get on the podium. I really didn't. Shocker, JT says Chad. No, no I and I, but I, no, I'm kind of going the opposite way with it. I'm with you. Yeah, I Big, had him. Biggest surprise to me is is James crashing. <laughs> it's not. That's not true. <laughs> um, nope, Chad Reed. I'd say so too. Yeah. Yep. He really? was. He, I mean, dude. I watched the guy he, ride, you know, twice over the last two months, and he looked he looked good. Don't get me wrong, but I really, really didn't think that he was going to be in contention for a win, or be. You know, I just I didn't see that coming. I thought he was going to be fifth or sixth. And then hopefully work up to it, but I really I just didn't think that was coming. Like right out of the box, you know, right on the podium again. That's funny. He was good. The, the different different pro, uh, prospectus. I mean, Bernard uh, texted me one day. I, I text him and asked him how's Reedy looking, and yep. he said that he looks like Reedy of old. Yeah, yeah. He looks in shape too. Yeah. Man, he he definitely is in shape. That was one thing I kind of been on the bandwagon with. He just uh, he'd been riding by himself a lot, and I I wanted more intensity out of him, but. Yeah, I mean, he showed up when it was time to show up. That's all that matters. Cowie guys were telling me everything's good on that end. He barely made any clicker changes, you know, happy with yep. everything. Um, Cowie guys? Yeah. Why? Are they involved with well, this Well, yeah, deal? they're helping him out. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what What do they know about his, his clickers and his changes? He's his own team. They must have talked to him about it. Okay. Yeah, he talks to Kurt, and Theo does uh, – he has a, you know, Cowie Electronics, so – uh, Cal ECU and stuff. I knew, I knew that. They told, me, told me. They, that. they told me too. Uh, stock tranny, stronger, but he didn't want any of the gears. Oh, that's cool. I've never heard. Of, oh, that's cool. I've never heard of a top gears in Supercross. Hmm. It's crazy, right? Berlut? No, I think we were on the stock gears. Really? It's stock ratios. Whenever we, whenever stock I tested, whenever I tested anything with riders, love a taller second gear. We, we had, you know, we used, uh, we used it more outdoors. Uh, different different uh, internals. You're blowing my wig back right now. Nah, I would I would have killed small children to have a longer first gear. You should. Uh, there why, we go. I mean, there. why don't you go to a 48? Uh, no, just I'm because just, it. I know. Yeah, I'm makes it too tough you. on the start and all. You know, changes everything. If I could have just had a first gear that, like, I could just cram it in first and then still do all like triples out of the turns and stuff. Right, I bet you want to. That would have helped me a ton. So first. you're talking on four strokes. Yes. Yeah. Just like doing threes out of the turn, I really, really struggled in second to get. I, I just wasn't really great with the clutch as far as a situation like that, and then going into a seat bounce, where if I could just put it in first and and it would have enough rev in it, that would have been a huge help. See, for me. That blows my mind that you guys. Okay, what gear do you start in? Second. Okay, so you're 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 dead stopped on you know on the start, and you use second, but yet you can't use second on the whole track. 
Uh, you can. I just am not. I wasn't really great with the clutch. That was my biggest problem. It was more me than the bike. Yeah. Gotcha. I just wasn't great at feeding it correctly. I want. I would rather put it in first and and want you know what I mean. Have that instant power there without having to worry about you know trying to get the revs up. I'm good at feeding. <laughs> Is it your time? Um, look, I mean, I never went out with a rider ever that said, "Oh, hey, taller second gear." Nah, I'm good. Taller first gear. Nah, I'm good. Like, well, we we you everyone test loves it. it. You test it, but everyone loves it. I'm just saying, and and we used it more outdoors. I don't even believe you. Okay. I'm kidding. All right. So the nfab.com, n-fab.com, the industry leader. Oh, by the way, did you guys check out the Toyota Dream Build nfab truck? I did see that. Yes. Sweet Jesus. What happened on the side, though? The, there's plexiglass or some. I can't believe oh. that truck rolled out there like that. I it didn't got, see like, it. Somebody rubbed on it. It's a, it's oh, a really? big old ugly blob. Never noticed it. I was kind of bummed on that. that would you, be a... We talked about it. Yeah. And, you know, they came to your yeah, you know, in studio no. and stuff. What a what like a, somebody went to wipe it or something, and there was a big old like probably, smear. Probably coy. Yeah, Coy fucked it up. Oh, I'm sure. No, did he? <laughs> probably hit the Xbox controller on it. <laughs> That'll do it. Um, that thing is evolved. It is wow. bitching. Look, yeah, in fact, yeah. did a great job on that. Um, so the surprise of the day, you got Roxon. Yeah, JT sure. and I have Reed. We both got Reed. Okay. Yeah. Breaking. I wasn't. I wasn't total. I mean, I was happy for Reed for third, but I think he's very capable. Right. Breaking uh, news here: uh, Someone sent me an email. I am being a hypocrite. Lily says, "Steve, I have a quick complaint. You always complain about other people and riders and their poor grammar, yet you always say anyways. That is not a word. There is no s at the end. It drives me nuts. Thanks for your time, Lily. Huh? <laughs> anyways, oh, oh God." His face is gaunt, bro. Well, it was after that crash, I'm sure. That was the word I was looking for. Sinjin. What's going on? Oh, boy. My buddy. Uh, two things. Yeah. Uh, first, did you see uh, that strict racing? Uh, their gear was pretty sick, I thought. I don't know. You see, their, you see their gear? Who? Strict racing. Scott Champion, Zach Freeway. Yeah, it's called Fresh Strict. Mole. What? The gear is called Strict. Yeah. That's what I said, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought you said what kind of gear were they wearing? No, no, no. I thought that gear was cool looking. Did anyone else see it or no? But I so, didn't see it very up close. L- I saw it from far away, and it looked fine. Lissamore is shaking his head. So it's strict well, is the team, and strict is the gear also. Yes. Wow, interesting. Okay, well, well, that gear I thought was pretty sick. But my other question is uh, Suzuki, like two fifties. I think there's two guys in the entire qualifying. Not like everything. I don't even know if they both made the night show. I know one did, but like, what what is Suzuki doing for their 250 program? Nothing. <laughs> like they they really like it's I really not terrible. Um, yeah. I, I mean, they just have no program. That's yeah, it's a shame. I mean, that's a joke. Well, um, yeah. I mean, uh, you know. They didn't have one not last year, but Bobby Hewitt ran them anyways. Dude, so, have you heard of any rumors of them trying to like maybe Suzuki can come in? I have heard. Of, I had of a. I've heard a rumor, but it's jab jab and speculation at this point that could get Tony Berluti kicked off the show. Oh, okay. So I'd All rather right, I'd rather well, not uh, talk. Yeah, I'd rather guys, not say anything about the RCH guys getting the 250 program down the road. Okay, and you guys owe Jimmy money for the Chipotle. You know that, right? 
No, we do not owe Crossland Racing Jimmy Albertson any money for the Chipotle. Yes, that was for media relations, and it was very, very good. They catered to Chipotle. What did you guys have? We had Chipotle. You did? Yeah. I had a bit so of did Chad. burrito. Chicken wow, burrito. Everyone just phenomenal. Jimmy. I could have just went Chipotle to Chipotle to Chipotle pits. We had Chipotle and we had sandwiches, but the Chipotle was awesome. Oh, yeah. Albertson's, okay, but here's the thing. What? Here's the thing. I've eaten Chipotle at your place and at Chad's place before. Yeah. All you fuckers have is the burritos in a box. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, well, guess what Albertson's had? What? Bowls, baby. Buffet. Make uh, your own bowl, make your own burrito, make your own taco. All the we ingredients. We had that one time last year, but mostly, usually they're just wrapped yeah. up burritos. Yeah, screw that. And cellophane, or right. foil. Screw that. I still loved it, especially when I haven't eaten all day and somebody laid one up in my uh, toolbox. It was, it was the best burrito ever. Uh, I disagree. Okay. And they, I ate it. Thing? How can you disagree with what I liked? The Crossland guys. That's you know what? Ridiculous, you know what Steve? we're going to do? What? We're going to try to um, we're gonna try to call Kenny Watson here. Who had the best food ever at their team? Anyone who ever had Chipotle. <laughs> uh, try to call Watson. I just got you his number. I want to ask him about this Chipotle catering. Oh, okay. I just, I just sent you his number. Hey, real quick. Last thing. Jimmy, 13th place this week. Uh, 13th? 13th, I'm calling it. Hey, I love Albertson. He's a beer optics rider. He got real lucky to make the main event. What? He could have made it in the LCQ. Good point. Okay, you're right. You're right. He is an LCQ specialist. In the semi, he got real lucky. Uh, that I'll go along with. Yeah. You guys are both fucking stupid. Well, okay. I'm not going to badmouth you, Sinjin, but yep, <laughs> well, there it is. Don't badmouth Sinjin. Uh, Wait till he I hangs up. If it wasn't for bike problems, I mean, we're looking at top five this last weekend. Holy yeah, you're really hey, not hey, helping you, your case. You're really, <laughs> so, you, real, go back to smoking Jimmy your start, dope, dude. He had a solid start. Smoking dope, dude. You know what, Bermudy? What? Fuck off. Hey, that's that's why I love you, dude, because you, you tell me to fuck off, so go smoke another dube. I don't fucking blaze. Come on. Okay. Tom, quick right. question. I'm Tom, sorry. Quick question. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Engine. See you, Sinjin. All right, see ya. Um, I don't blaze. That's funny. Just tell him real quick. Oh, we're trying to get Kenny Watts on the phone. There's... And he's, he's sweating, you guys? I don't know. There's lots of negotiations you? going Come on. Come on, K-Dub. Hey, so what happened to Tedesco? He got hit by short. In the first turn or something? I want to ask him about catering. Catering. JT, who said that? Uh, Nick? About the which, about which part? Short, uh, short and Tedesco. Or was that you? Which which part? When short hit Tedesco. What happened to him? Yeah. He only made one lap or something. Who was that? What? Oh, Nick, Nick was saying okay, that, was that he Nick. was watching oh, the whole yeah. thing okay, and saying right. that, yeah, he was about to do it. Said that short got him pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah. short's good with yeah, that? Yeah, it was like clear takeout move. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, real quick. Welcome to the show, Kenny. Short took Tedesco out. <laughs> yes, yes. We're, we're, we, we, Nick Way said he saw the whole thing. Um, that's not why we wanted to talk to you, though. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to call me because of my tweet about Andrew Short. Oh, I heard about your tweet today. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I probably did. in trouble. For, I'm probably in trouble for that. But Jackie, I just man. said, I just said he's a nice guy until he bolts on his helmet, and then he's crazy. Well, I didn't see it, but Nick Way was on earlier and said, "Yeah, Short got him." Short got him. It wasn't. And, and I just heard Jason 
say, yeah, it was a clear takeout move. Right. No, I, that's what Nick said. That's what Nick I said. See, I never saw it. Oh, uh, I saw it. Um, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying either way. How do you, get, no a, how do you get a hole in the side of your engine and it's not a clean takeout move? I will say that not. I asked Shorty about it after the race, and he didn't make it sound like it was a clear takeout move. move. Uh, okay. <laughs> Shocker, right? Shocker. It's all, it's all good, dude. I mean, dude, it, it's, it's like cry wolf. You know, it happens all the time, and it's never Andrew's fault. But, hey, just like I said, he's a good dude. He puts his helmet on, and you never know what you're going to get. So be ready. Oh, well, they got a history already, so I'm going to definitely be keeping an eye on that. Um, he's aggressive. But, anyways, all good. What's up, boys? Quick question for you. Uh, you guys have done great with Chipotle catering over the years, and I thank you for that. I've had Chipotle a few times. You had it again. You know what? That's 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 really good to, to be known for that, okay? Well, I t- – all right. Um, this weekend, cross hey, – can I, can, I, can I warn you right now? If you're going to make a smart-ass comment about anything, I'm going to hang up. <laughs> no. So if that's, is, if that's why shit. you're calling to holy try to make your ratings no. go up from being a smart-ass. No. You know, what? you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it now. Have a good show, you guys. <sighs> Fuck off, Mathis. All right. Whoa, did you, he know where you were going with this? I, I think he's still there. Kenny, you there? He's still there. No, he's gone. Dude, what the fuck did you – what's going on between you It's Kenny. Dude, seriously. All I wanted to ask him was what was the difference in price? How do you get the, the, the whole buffet? That's Are you all. serious? Well, then where did you think he was going where – what, what where do you think he thought you were going with this? It's Kenny. Really? Who knows? Who knows? He's a wild card. Is he still listening now, you think? Uh, no. Come no. on, call back, K-Dub. I just wanted to ask the price difference between what Crossland had and what you guys had. Dude, that was gnarly. That's all I wanted to know. Holy shit. I swear that was What's all I What's Crossland? Jimmy Albertson's team. Oh, I don't yeah. know. How, how are you going to make that comparison? I just want to find the difference in why. Oh, why if you get it, if you yeah, get it that like why, way, or the why other he way. was being cheap? Why he was being cheap? No, I'm telling you. At one time, they did do it yeah, that yeah, way, yeah. where we right. went over there and grabbed what we wanted. All right, hey JT, thanks for coming on. Uh, All right, boys, I appreciate Have a good it. Show. Uh, Phoenix this weekend, you'll be on. You'll be in studio next I will week. Will be. So can't wait for that. Thanks, buddy. All right, guys. Hey JT, yeah. come by and say hi sure. once in a while, huh? I will. I will. It's Seriously, pretty, uh, dude, pretty know, hectic I, for I, me on Saturdays, but I'll definitely come by before it gets started. You're one of my heroes, and you don't even. Fucking uh, let's not get carried even... away. No, I'm we're tight. We're tight, though. <laughs> okay. All right. That's all right, buddy. Good. All right. See, See you, buddy. See ya. Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. That's all I was really going to ask, Kenny. Really? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think that was a show, or was he really pissed no, off? No, you just you never, you never know. know no, huh? it's, it's Kenny. Wow. No, it's – I will ask him, though. I'm going to ask him the difference this weekend in the catering thing. That's all. That's all I wanted to do. You know what? He might not even know. I thought that was kind of his deal. No? Uh, Well, maybe this week. But usually the one gal usually gets it. Um, okay. Well, maybe he doesn't know. He yeah. might know, but he might as well ask him. It ain't going to hurt. Uh, well, that's right. funny. Hey, 702-586-7857. You can call anytime and leave a voicemail. Um, and uh, we take the best ones and, and uh, put them on the air. Lots of voicemails this week. We had uh, lots of issues uh, um, going on in Anaheim, one that you guys felt like you needed to comment on. Without further ado, let's, uh, let's play the best of the best of the week. All right, Devin, let's hit it. Uh, yeah, my name is Roman Tater Phipps, by God. And my question is, what has uh, Justin Bogle uh, done this year to set him up, set, up, set himself up for success in the 2014 Supercross season? Um, he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So he hasn't really set him up. No, I wouldn't say so. Um, 
Get your umbrellas out. Because the yellow raining. Oh, yes, it's raining yellow. I am so excited for James. I cannot tell you why. Or I can't tell you why. Um, he's got it figured out. The key to beating Villapoto is knowing absolute belief in yourself, knowing I am the best. No one is better than me. And I think James figured that out. For the last couple of years, he's thought, I'm good. I'm not great. I'm not great. But he is great. He's James Stewart. He knows that now. He's got to remember that. You can't leave any bit of doubt in your own mind or else you won't accomplish it. I've been into, like, psychology stuff, uh, the secret, laws of attraction stuff. If James knows in his mind, visualizes it, and knows that he is the best, he will be the best because he is the best. He just needs to put his mind right, which I believe he has. And I'm expecting big things. The boy's looking good. Always looking good. He this was good. Uh, the mind- This was before Anaheim. Wow. Yeah, Yellow Rain. Raining that, I remember that on yeah. one of your other shows. The mind's right. Watch out, baby. It's raining yellow. <laughs> it's raining yellow. James Stewart isn't mellow. He's excited. A burst of speed. He's invited. Suzuki, Yoshimura 7. Our family, they're not invited. They are united. He's more fit, more focused, and no, we cannot hide it. He's looking fly, scrubbing triples. At the competition, popping them pimples. He doesn't need to nothing, Baker. He's got to roam in the zone, and he's the difference maker. The chocolate cake on the dirt is the track, and Buffett is the baker. That's our wow. fans. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that's our fans. pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I had to say. I believe he wrote that out before he called. Oh, yeah, I would have to say so. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what, he had to be drunk. I don't know. He yeah. loves Bubba. I know that. That's what I got out of the whole thing. All right. Big time. Hey, hey uh, kids, number two. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Hey, anxiously waiting for Supercross tonight. I have a good feeling Stewart's going to do pretty well this season. Uh, if he sucks at 8-1, please don't play this. <laughs> well. Well, I so uh, did he suck or not? That's why no. I, I couldn't decide. Like no. I don't think he did. No, no he sure didn't he crashed suck. out. He got seventeenth or whatever, no. but he didn't suck. So um, yeah. I I think he's is I think he's gonna be fine. I hope. I don't want to see him crashing. I heard media was blowing up on him, or the social media was was picking Stewart like social media. Oh, really? That's what I heard. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you're Steve social. Mathis, the Pop- I don't know. Oh, All right. In the Pop show, my name is Mike Headley. I've been a long-time fan. I've listened to your show since 2010. Uh, my wife and I were fortunate enough to leave America for a little while to experience life, and uh, we lived in Denmark. And so for two years, the Pop show was my only connection to the United States. And now I'm back in the States, and I've enjoyed it and loved it and listened to your show. And I just finished watching Anaheim 1 tonight, and I saw Michael Letsy crying like a little girl. <laughs> Would you please, please not allow that to happen again? Thank you. <clears throat> Your map is who's fucking slated announcing the sport? That guy's drunk. Fucking stupid. About like a five and a half year later. This shit's fucked up this year. Hey guys. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Those are our listeners, it's, everybody. Uh, raining yellow here. 
This is after the race. And this is after. It's at the race. And uh, I'm freaking uh, I'm devastated. Um, I want to say I'm glad they realized where James almost chatapulted over that triple in that, uh, that quarter was sketchy mm. in that heat race. And uh, the main event was an emotional roller coaster. James had the win. And I tell you, my heart was ripped out of my chest and, uh, and then crushed and then stabbed with a knife and hit with a base. Um, it's still raining yellow. I just hope James knows in his mind that he did have the win. And, uh, you know, take your time through the whoops. And because uh, he was killing it in the corners. So, still raining yellow. It's just uh, a little sadder now. Sad night. Well, Steve, it looks Steve, it looks like we're in for a good uh, Supercross season if these boys can stay healthy. That was a pretty good race. Uh, you might want to call Raining Yellow and make sure he didn't jump off a cliff uh-huh. after his boy threw it away in the whoops there, got a little huckabuck. A bummer to see Stewie go down when he was uh, looking strong there. Happy for Roxon. That was awesome. Uh, what was the deal with Villapoto? I didn't get to hear if you uh, talked to him yet after the race, but I thought that Villapoto would have put on a charge and come back towards the front. Maybe his bike got tweaked or something, but really surprised he didn't move back to the front of the pack. And uh, good to see Chad Reed up there. Up there. Great. And uh, other than that, thank you very much for all the information you bring us, Moto fans. Keep up the great work. Love the Pulp Show. See ya. It's good. Uh, good voicemail. A positive. Full of enthusiasm yeah i like it absolutely all right done it from arizona loved anaheim one i was so pumped to see rocks and get first win in the first race of the year so here's my question <clears throat> is there perfect storm brewing inside denji's head right now he's got the new little brother of the family that is all of a sudden going to get a lot of the attention and they'll get a little jealous and over under on number of races it takes for Roger to uh, show more love to Ruxin than to Denji. Uh, I just think there's going to be a moment during this year where everybody looks at Denji during a race and he does something completely atypical of his normal self. He's going to fucking run it in on somebody hard and fast, whether it's his own teammate or Reed or Villapoto. He's gonna he's gonna piss somebody off to maybe turn around his career a little bit. Not that he's had a bad career, but you can stamp that shit, by the way. But uh, <clears throat> I think with Roxon's win, there's there's going to be something going on in his head already, and that's going to stick with him throughout the rest of the year. Uh, stamp it, Donnie from Arizona. Love the show. Is that it? Steve, I got a question for you. Um, on the Supercross show, what's the deal with uh, Chris Devota being like the main person? During the broadcast, I can't believe they hardly showed uh, Fro and Ralph and Ricky. I didn't expect that at all. You barely saw those guys on TV. And you were thinking Diana Dahlgren was going to be down the floor doing some reporting, but they got this new chick, Jenny Taft. I think that was her name. Where the hell? I was wrong on that. I, I was told that Diana Dahlgren was going to be the floor announcer, the floor girl for TV. And uh, I got bad info on that. Actually, I'm surprised they didn't move uh, the floor girl. Jeez. Uh, 
I'm, I'm going to be. Oh, um, uh, Ashley Phillips. Ashley. Robbie's, yeah. Robbie's wife. Yes. Fiance. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, shoot him and good. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I wonder why they didn't. Or I don't know, man. There's so much politics in is that. Is there really? Like, there's, like, because Wygant, you know, obviously being a good buddy of mine, <clears throat> so much politics involved in that. Hmm. Who does what and who works for who. Yeah, it's and, all failed stuff. Well, and then there's the outdoor guys, and then, yeah, there's the Fox guys, and Speed Speed wants this, and Fox wants these people, and... Like, yeah, politics. I like imagine. you really, you really get into it. You really realize that the people that are bringing you the race are just interchangeable. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like wow. they're not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure about that. So, do you think they left Diana where she is because she's so well known and it's uh, you know beneficial to have her in the crowd doing the contests and stuff that she does during the show? Did yeah, think, I guess. Yeah, you think that was a yeah, big yeah, part yeah, of I it? Guess so I guess so. I don't know. All right. I mean, like, like I think, I think with the selection of Jenny Taft, who's a Fox chick more than um, a Fell chick, mm-hmm. she's Fox Sports reporter. She's a real broadcast reporter. Yeah, reporter probably went to school for it and everything. Mm-hmm. That's what they want to have. Yeah, so. makes sense. Yeah. All right, let's play this. Where the hell did she come from? I never heard of her. I hope she knows our sport and doesn't make us look uh, look bad on television. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we all about all this, and is that how all the shows are going to be broadcast with? Uh, Chris Devota being the main uh, commentator. Thanks, buddy. See ya. I don't know much about it. I got to watch. I watched hey, it real quickly. But I, Devin. I, I, Sorry about that. I was no done problem. with the call. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about the TV. I got to watch it again before I start assigning blame to everybody. So I'll get on that, though. Mike. G'day from Bondi. We said a big Bobby here on Monday night. Just finished watching A1, the opener. Uh, thanks to Slick Nick for the hookup. Overall, um, love Fox One coverage. It was great to see every lap of the race. Don't need Chris Devota. Uh, the boys can do a fine job there. Um, and I hope Eli um, has another look at it and apologises to Wyma. Uh, we love his open candidness, his fun, candid interviews. Uh, keep them coming, Jake. You're a class act. See you, guys. Another nice scene. Yeah. They, they, I have heard good things about uh, the first show. Yeah. From fans, they, they, yeah. they said that it had good coverage and whatnot. Yep. Do you hear the same? Yeah. I kind of just fast forward through the mains right now, and I watch a little bit of heats. Yeah. I watch Mike cry. But um, I I'm just going by thing. other people yeah, that, yeah. that are yeah. really into it more, yeah. or that they got more time to watch than I do. Yeah. All right. I got a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hands down, Steve. Talk about the balls out award. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I think I meant to cut that guy again. Red mm-hmm. and yellow. Moser. Moser. Corey. Are you sure it was Moser? Mm-hmm. Was he drunk? No. He's not there now. Huh? What? Who? Oh, he's there. Corey. No, this this isn't Corey Moser. It's another Corey. Oh. Came off very Moser-like. Mm. That's not real cool. Not, well, it is kind of cool. He's he, a cool guy. He didn't want to be. He didn't want to. <laughs> well, no, no. Moser's an all right guy. Hey, first time calling you guys. I Thanks, just wanted Troy. to uh, first off just uh, kind of stroke you off. Say, uh, I listen to Pulp MX all the time. Uh, I usually catch the podcast recorded late, so I always catch it like a week late. But uh, the insight you guys give, I was kind of listening to tonight on a, a flight I was on out to Texas and hearing people bitching on about uh, certain things about the show and uh, saying how DS 
MS, does whatever they do. But you guys really jumped into the uh, – it's pulp. I mean, you're like the almost like the TMZ of uh, Supercross, Motocross, and we dig that because we get the inside view of what you all do, and you have great guests on there, and I really want to say I appreciate that first off. Thank you. Appreciate it. You like Berluti on the show? I like Berluti on the show. I like Berluti. I like JT. I like uh, – I love Mace on the show. I've done some work with Mace in the past, so – uh, he's a cool guy. He is, uh, he is a good dude. Mason's underrated it, on this show. You know, he badly lost the favorite co-host poll we have. He, he how do you lose that? Uh, he got smoked. But by who? By Berluti and by uh, DV and by Ping and yeah. Well, Ping's great too. I mean, uh, I know Ping from Supermoto Days, but hey, I mean, I, either way, you you have the best guys on the show. You guys put together uh, some inside info. I listen. Uh, I follow Supercross, Motocross, uh, you know, pretty heavily, and I follow your show to kind of get the inside line on things and kind of get uh, a lot of the funny shit, too. I mean, Thank it, you. Thank you. Yeah, we try. Awesome. That's what I try to do. I mean, look, the DMXS guys are great. They're friends of mine. I, I, I consulted them when I started with the show. But between David Villeman, who who was an 11-time Supercross and Motocross winner, former factory rider, Tony Berluti has been a pro mechanic since 1989. Well, factory mechanics since 1989. Uh, and before then, Jason Thomas, top privateer in the sport. David Pingree, four-time 125 Supercross winner. And, of course, myself, ace tuner to the stars. No, But, yeah, I mean, like it's we, all about insight. We have insight. That's we, a big word for, like, your show. That's we have a, a We have a team, Bob Mex team, that, that ha- can't be beat for uh, racing, tuning, riding. I mean, these guys are great. We're all, we've all been around a long time, and we, we know a lot of people, as uh, someone once said. And uh, even even Kenny, as again, I've left out Kenny, but he's been on and off since he left the show, and he's fantastic too. He's got certainly a lot of insight. We can't, and and this again is my humble opinion. We can't be beat with the with the background that we have of these people. So, well, well I mean, you just you give it real. I mean, you you guys don't jack around, and uh, you know, if I wanted smoke blown up my ass, I just read MXA and uh, <laughs> you know, watch watch Fox Sports One. But you know, a uh, couple things about. Fox Sports One taking over. I, I mean, I'm old school. I remember the days watching, uh, you know, Wide World of Sports, and we caught, you know, five minutes of uh, moto highlights in between ice skating and some ski jumping and maybe some horse racing or some shit like that. <laughs> and so to get shit live now, I mean, it's hard to complain about. It really is. But at the same time, there are some things I noticed the Fox Sports broadcast. Maybe you guys can pass this word out. But, like, first off, I bought a big-ass TV. I got this huge TV, and they put giant fucking graphics on there with college scores of basketball from some school I've never heard of across the bottom, and it's blocking out like the bottom of the whoops, so you can't watch the suspension working as the guys are coming across. Um, the whole Kristen Voda thing, I, I don't know what to make of that. Um, as a former announcer myself, uh, I, I just hate to see good people with uh, – good information and insight into the program and what's going on be replaced by boobs um, with a microphone, you know, just be blunt. I mean, there, there's been, there's obviously some uh, really good women broadcasters out there. And uh, right now we're kind of lacking as at this moment. I yeah, think. Just don't go into like how you think Chris Vote is ugly and stuff. That's stupid. No, I won't, right. I won't go there. I mean, Sorry. she's an older woman and I mean, and, and she's a, she's a good broadcaster in her own right. Yeah. yeah. You know? she's, but I she's mean, a professional. Is, she, right. is she super cross? No, she's not. Super no, cross. no, definitely no. not. But she did, 
She did do it back in the day, like Berluti pointed out. And uh, honestly, I think that was an A1 thing only. I don't think... Oh, okay. It, well, I, I mean, think, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I know A1's a huge thing, and they're trying to get, you know, uh, a little more mainstream and get, you know... I mean, you know, like I said, I, I, I sit in airports a lot and, you know, sit and watch the ship uh, on TVs, and you see a lot of people that are usually watching golf or college basketball from some team we never heard of, backwater, mm-hmm. nowhere, and... They're tuning in across and going like, oh, what the fuck? You know, all these guys are crazy. And that's, I mean, ultimately, you know, to get uh, more sponsors out there, more mainstream sponsors, get more pay for the riders, the mechanics, everybody else. you got to get more people to watch. I mean, that's just all there is to it. So, wow. we, so yeah. us as big motocross fans, we kind of got to put up with that. I, I understand that. Yep. I get that. Yep, for sure. We're not as big as we think we are. That's for sure. Oh, no. No way. No way. I'm, I'm an old road race guy, so, I mean, it, it, I definitely feel uh, – you're paying way worse than you guys are feeling right now. Right. But uh, quick question. Um, as far as the racing went out there, I had one thing. I don't know. Like I said, I've been on the road a little bit, so I haven't had time to really catch up on much, and I didn't get to hear the whole show tonight. What The whole Weimer-Tomac thing that went on in that heat race, I mean, the way I read it today in an interview with uh, Weimer was that uh, Tomac – cross lines and took him out. But the way I watched it on TV was that Tomac was coming in the line. You got guys all over the place. It's second frickin' turn of the first heat of the fucking year. You know, back off of it. Don't try cutting lines and try to get cuts to the inside. And that's what it looked like Weimer did to me uh, across the backside of Tomac. What do you think? No, I, it's funny that you say that. We couldn't be more have more different opinions. Tomac was on okay. the outside of Weimer. So what, they're all going to the left. And Tomac was on the outside, and he cut in to make the turn. And Weimer was right there. Weimer, but wouldn't you cut in to make the turn, though, right? Well, Weimer didn't cut in to make the turn, but, I mean, you're in traffic, so, you know, it's a little dangerous to try to cut in to make a turn. Okay. I, I can see that, I guess. If I mean, I, I just wanted your opinion. I mean, yeah. I, it's... What do you think, Berlue? We weren't there. I didn't, I didn't see it. Oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry. Um, JT's gone, right? So we don't have his opinion? Yeah, we talked about it earlier tonight, though. JT's on my okay. side. JT's on my I side. It. Yeah, check the archive. We did discuss this earlier. JT's on my side. So I will. I'll be listening to the archive tomorrow. I, I apologize. I guess oh, no I, I was flying, so I missed it. No, no, no. And no I, mean, worries. I, yeah. I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm maybe I'm a little more homer. I'm a, I'm a big Tomac fan, you know, so it's like that's. Oh, uh, look, Eli's a great dude. He's been on the show a bunch. I like him. I talk to him all the time, uh, but I have to, you know stay true to offering up my opinion on different things. Otherwise, uh, it wouldn't be the punk oh, show. Yeah. So no, I fully respect that. I fully respect that. And I think, uh, I think both riders are going to do some awesome things this year. Uh, uh, hats off to Roxon. I mean, Roxon, uh, earned that win. Definitely deserved it. Um, I really would have liked to seen if, uh, a little more battle between him and Stewart and how that would have happened. I, I'm yeah. not, I, I don't think I could pick either way, which one would have won that they both stayed upright, you know? No, I agree. Although, I mean, James came from 10th or so to 1st or to 2nd all over Roxon, so I would lean towards James making the pass and pulling away, but you never know. Yeah, Kenny rode great. Yeah, no, I, I, that kid showed uh, some wisdom beyond his years there. I think he's got a great career going on. And uh, like I said, uh, I, I guess I, I'll let you guys roll. I mean, I don't want to keep you guys too long. And, I, you know, desperate to hear uh, the archive from the show tonight, tomorrow, uh, going into the future. But, uh you know, just keep up the good work. Thanks, uh, Devin's doing a great job, just as long as he stays, uh, you know, tell him not to get too much on uh, Mason's Nuts. I heard that show. Yeah. Just on the plane. And, and I, no. yeah, that kind of 
Devin loves some Mason. Yeah. He loves Mason. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. going on? I miss that. They want to ride together. They want to go riding together. And wow. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, he lives here. And yeah. we go to the same. I mean, it, it, you pull up and you park next to the guy and you're watching him bust out backflip heel clickers and you're right next to him. Now we work together. 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 No, I, feel, I feel you, bro. I feel you, bro. I mean, I, I've been there myself. I think I think everybody has been there that's been Star in the industry Trek. and gotten to know some of the big guys. I mean, it, it happens. So just, you know, don't be that guy. I couldn't don't believe be the guy that he doesn't text back. I I've been that guy, dude. I it's not be- that bad. I couldn't believe it when I met Jason Thomas. I couldn't believe it when I met Jason Thomas. I couldn't believe it. So, I mean, we've all been there. Well, you still do Jason uh, Thomas, but, I mean, it's cool. I mean, because, you know, you got your own show and stuff, so it's all right. You, you've right. earned that. Yeah. Thanks, Corey. You bet. Hey, guys, keep it up. Thanks a lot. Good right, phone call. Wait. Nice to have classy callers. Yeah, he's good. Instead of people just I really like being him. drunk or complaining. Yeah, he just got off an airplane. Yeah. Yeah. Sinjin. Hey, real fast. Sinjin. Um, sorry, uh, really, really fast. Um, everyone, you know that Moto Concepts uh, ride deal, like people voting? Yeah. Everyone should go vote for Colton Neck. Okay. Is he, okay, lead, so. is, is he leading? Or? Uh, no, but he, he, everyone, I mean, it was his first Supercross, and he, he got, like, 20, he qualified into the night show 27th, but, I mean, it's his first ever. Who's leading but, it? Uh, Who's leading it? Uh, like, what do you mean by leading it? Like, I don't think they showed the results. Like, oh. I don't think, like, by oh. voting or by results? No, the, by voting, I thought they had the percentage of who was winning. Oh, I don't, I don't think they do. Okay. Mm. All right. But just, just everyone should go for Colton Neck. All right, Tenjin, thanks. All right, later, have a good show. Um, Berluti, thanks yeah. for coming in, man. Straight from the. Uh, Yoshimura Suzuki race shop to here. Yep, straight from. That's buddy. dedication. From. Are you going back? <laughs> no, I'm oh, going okay. to my bed. I haven't been in my own bed uh, in a while. When are you doing press day? When's your, when's your next press day? Ooh. Not Phoenix, no? No, not Phoenix. No. I forget. It's coming up. San Diego, I think. Oh, maybe? yeah? Okay. Yeah. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts. Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, a Cherbies, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, The Moto Company, and Optrix all on board with us. Alden Baker, Nick Way, Zach Osborne, and Kenny Roxon on board tonight. Um, thank you for listening. We're back next week after Phoenix with more exciting action. Listen more. Thanks for uh, stepping in while Berluti was uh, on his way here. Berlut, always thank you. Thank you, Steve. Fantastic uh, um, add to the show. Right. Circle Jerkies bought you a case yeah, of Guinness. Yeah, the great guys. Thank you, Circle Jerkies. Appreciate Whoever it. Whoever they may be. Yeah, <laughs> I like their name. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, Devin, thanks, man. Week and number two. Week number two. How'd I uh, do? Fantastic job. Thank you, buddy. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening, and we will uh, see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude. and It was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.